These telepathic little bastards, they embed themselves in memories, and then they use those to multiply and spread out and take over planets. We could be infested with these things, so we gotta keep an eye out for any zany, wacky characters that pop up. Ooh-wee! Whatever you want, Rick, we're here to help! Thanks, Mr. Poopy Butthole. I always could count on you. Episode 107. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And you're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I am Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And And we're we're the Leftovers! leftovers. Yeah, welcome back. It's episode 107. Yes, we are the dive bar of podcasting. Yes, so yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up the floor for discussion here. All right, all right. I think, I think, I think the show slipped a little bit. Really? I'm thinking it's slipping a little bit. Okay. Did, yeah. You, uh, are you in agreement? No, no. I, I just how so? Why, why you just say yeah when yeah. you're in agreement? I'm like your yeah. man. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> I'm totally nodding, but I'm shaking my head on the inside, Brian. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. From now on, when I like say stuff, I want correct responses. <laughs> like I, I don't know what you're doing right now. So <laughs> should we do a slow clap? As you nod, you say yeah. no. Mm. I think the show has slipped a little bit. Okay. How so? I'm noticing like on Facebook, Twitter, little less interactivity. Oh. Little less. Hmm. Little less. I don't know if that's my fault. If I'm not getting on there enough. If I'm not pandering, if I'm not coddling our listeners enough on those fucking social media networks. Yeah. But I'm seeing a little slip. And and I think less emails. We've gotten less emails this past week. I've got some held over from the week before. Oh, fuck. But less emails. I think maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe it's my pissing and moaning about them every week. That yeah, every- I was going to say, aren't you, aren't you happy about that? <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but, but on the flip side, on the flip side, we're slipping, right? We're slipping, though. Huh? It's one extreme or the other with you. I, one week it's hot, and the next week it's cold. One minute you're saying yes, one minute you're saying no. Sometimes I do both at the same time. You, you indecisive fuck. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. I'm thinking we're slipping. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Dark days, man. I don't Dark know. days. <laughs> Yeah. Did we hit did we hit our peak? I do. I think we hit I think after yeah, like episode I, four. <laughs> after, I'm thinking after like one hundred. Like yeah. we we had like we, we ran on Steam for a couple episodes after one hundred. Yeah. And then now people are kinda over it. Wow. You know, and there's some people that like used to like contribute in, on Facebook. I haven't seen them. Honestly what I think's happened is like we've promoted the shit out of so many other goddamn podcasts over the last uh. few weeks. 
they're listening to them now. You're probably right. They're yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me that there's podcasts out there that uh, that are only an hour and a half and two hours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not fucking like being forced to listen to fucking four, five, six hours of fucking bullshit and nonsense. I'm all about this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nerd porn. Where's my nerd porn t-shirt? Nerd porn for life. <laughs> Nerdpoint was great this week. Fucking Aaron started the show up with a joke. They're talking about Assassin's Creed, and okay. he was talking about making a game called Creed's Assassin, where he goes out and he kills all the members from Creed. Oh, <laughs> the band! I would awesome. play that. But you could only kill the lead singer on a Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, Should have been dead on a Sunday morning. Oh, wow, man! Yeah. It was great. Funny shit. Soulful shit, Funny there, shit. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just making a mockery oh. of it. God. So I couldn't sing a Creed line if you put a gun to my That's head. A, hold, on, hold, on. hold on. That's how much this fucking show slipped. I'm actually quoting other fucking podcasts that are better than us. Wow. We got to get That's back on That's how much this. the show's fucking slipped. We got to get them back, guys. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know what? There's, there's, there's no comeback story from us. No. I'm going to no. start training right now. <laughs> no. There's no there's, no, no 80s montage I'll pronounce music. names right. Like, I won't fuck up anymore. <laughs> I'll stop laughing, I'll stop guys. laughing. I'll say yes when I mean yes. Uh, Jake's already like, I stopped saying gotcha. Yeah, what more do you want from me? Yeah. And we don't have Jay, we don't have fucking Frank and Dave on the show anymore. Right, so, yeah. I mean, what else do you want from us? <laughs> yeah, you'd think this would be perfect, right? Yeah. We're a lean mean fighting machine right now. Yeah, I think people are kind of like over it. Wow. They're right. done. They're yeah. done. They got, they got other things to do. Yeah, downloads have slipped too. Really? They can oh, listen bad. to both nerd porn and comic slobs in less time than it takes to listen to one of ours. Downloads aren't going up. That's the thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, they're, they're kind of steady. Yeah. I think so. maybe like there's like I think there's just like a group of people out there that just like haven't unsubscribed yet. Uh, like they're procrastinators. Yeah. They're getting around to it. They'll wait till their clouds right. full. And exactly. Be like, oh, what oh, can we do? Fuck. <laughs> it's it's been three weeks and I haven't deleted 13, 14, 15, oh, 20 hours of pop culture leftovers. <laughs> no wonder my 16 game yeah. phone is full. Exactly. So, yeah, we slip. We fucking suck. So, yeah. yeah oh We're well. the leftovers. It's yeah. in our fucking name. It's in our blood, son. I don't think, I don't think people want to tell us that we have. Yeah. Some, some do. Some do. And then we chastise them on the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we're good. We're good basically, like, put them up, up, up on a firing range and blast them. Let's crucify <laughs> these motherfuckers. <laughs> crucify them! <laughs> Get the nails. They don't yeah. like us. <laughs> All right, so you know, we, uh, it's it's been a week, and they're like, I want to I want to know what's going. I want to know what's new with you. You don't have to tell me about your week, but I, I just want to know what's new with you. What's new, what's new? What's new in the life of Jake Elliott this week? Oh, Talk to me, Jake. I don't I don't know what the fuck is. New <laughs> Come on, in my no, life. let's pull no pull back the curtain a little bit. I don't know. Maybe 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 it was a week where you were like, oh shit, I masturbated four times this week. No. That's that's a that's a thing for me now. No, I, I pretty much keep it in an average two. Okay, so I've had a masturbation renaissance lately. It's just been, <laughs> it has been like every day, sometimes twice, and you know it's just it's amazing. It's been a, it's been a masturbation renaissance. That's a me. healthy sign. You know, ever yeah. since seeing, um, I got to keep my prostate healthy. Yeah, the doctor said that. What is it, American? Then, then my doctor just proceeded to jack it off. <laughs> This is how I, you do it. I was like, I don't know if I'm if I'm getting actually if I'm getting like medical attention right now, yeah. or if I'm being taken advantage of. <laughs> are you guys able to? Are you guys able to? Are you guys able to masturbate in the shower? Is that something? No, no, no. Yeah, no, I can't do that no. either. It's like I wish I could though, because mm-hmm. it would be a lot, you know, less must, yeah, no fuss. Well, I don't need uh, sex in the shower. Is oh yeah, that's a hard thing. too. Anyway, I you know I've done it, but it's like it's awkward. 
Yeah, you're well, and it's like it's like a natural water lube, and right. so it's like it's slipping all over the place. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? You're right. But, yeah. No, it's 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 always like sexier in the movies. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. And you know, because like, people are lathering each other up, you got like the soapy bubbles going down the breasts of the lady, yeah. and like you know, going down her little ass crack and shit. And it's really fucking hot in the movies. But in real life, you're like tripping over each other, yeah. and your ankles are getting bent, There's and some funny noises, yeah. right? <laughs> noises. Yeah. I, those are the times where I wish I had one of those elderly fucking uh, yeah be- the tubs where he's got the handles and shit. Oh yeah, that yeah. could be done right. I think really well. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's a sexual experience. Right. Instead of people like right. falling, you're trying to get a position. I Somebody bet. falls and <laughs> I, bet, I bet old people. That's what's happening. They're not breaking hips in the bathroom. They see those bars and they're like, they're holding on to that. And old people are fucking each other's. They're like finally, yes, <laughs> in the perfect position. We've hit that age. I got soap in my mouth. Yeah. No, I've been lame this week, though. I, I don't think I've been up past like 11 o'clock once this week. I used to be up like past midnight like every night. and yeah. I'm like up at like 6 in the morning and asleep by 10 every night now. So pretty lame, Jake. Wow, thanks. I'm, I'm glad I asked that question to you, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I'm slipping. Thanks for sharing nothing. Hey, Jay, what nothingness do you have to share with us this week? <laughs> Fucking, what pathetic bullshit is going on or, or not going on in your life? I paid my car off. All right. Yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Woo. All right. I can finally afford stuff that I put on my credit card recently. Just, <laughs> just when people thought the show wasn't slipping, yeah. Jay pulls through. With there a, you go, guys. With a story of redemption and paid his car off. Hope. Anyone yeah. can do it. It's right. like Rocky One. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, so no more turkey sandwiches for me. I'm going to like get like real lunch from now nice. on. I can afford that. I, yeah. I took the gal out to uh, Rizzy's down here, a nice Italian joint. Uh, sat outside, had some good fucking food, and that was pretty much it this week besides fucking working. I did masturbate. I mean, All right, now good that for we're you. talking about yeah. it, um, probably... Probably, I felt real bad about it, but I did it. You're one of those. Yeah. You masturbate and then kind of... I pray up. afterwards yeah. for my soul. Get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's the thing. Why do you... Why, I mean, why do we feel bad when we do it? I don't know what that is. It's yeah. some... I, I think... I don't know a single person that doesn't feel a little... Even very promiscuous people still yeah. feel kind of regret from... Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's like It's like my body... Yeah, my body. And if I want to get the baby batter out of the brain, I might. I should be able to do it. Yeah, and it it is a sign of health. Like when I'm like in a good mm-hmm. good spirits all week, I'll masturbate more because I, just, right. I get boners. Like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, take care of that shit. Yeah. So I could tell I'm doing well by the amount I'm masturbating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, it's it's a good health check. Right. That should I be like every fucking physician should be like, how many boners are you getting in a week? Right. How many times are you rubbing one out? <laughs> That's the wellness barometer, right? Huh? Yeah, I mean, there should be like a, there should be like a little clipboard, and there should be like I don't know pictures of boners. Maybe Eric Marable can make it up for us. But it should be like pictures of boners, and then like on a scale of like one to ten boners. Yeah. How you know how, how many boners did you have this week? Right. Be like, ah, seven boners. Yeah I, yeah, I really do think it's a good sign, to, a good yeah. way to gauge your own health. Yeah, and there's like you know like the one boner is kind of limp and leaning over to the left, you know, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah, poor sad little boner. <laughs> Yeah, keep track of that on like your phone. Maybe there's an app for that. It's, that boner's green on the chart. <laughs> he's got like a frown and he's green. And like the next, you know, he looks like he's sick. Right. You know, like these are like emoji dicks. Yeah. 
That's what it feels like. But like it gets you like when you get that morning wood, mm-hmm. you you know you're gonna be raring to go that whole day. Yeah. You get that bam, it's like, oh fuck yeah, you jump yeah. out of bed, masturbate, eat some eggs, fucking yep. have yeah. some coffee, go to work. I, maybe, maybe masturbate at work. I don't know. Allegedly, somebody might do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's well, something I've never done. I've never masturbated oh, man, yeah, outside yeah. of my own home. Yeah, yeah. Stacy in accounting looking really good that day. You never know. You never know. You, know, like, you can't control that right. necessarily. You know, you can't just will boners. Did to, you see yeah. Irene in HR yeah. today? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Guys, this bathroom had locks. locks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, we're just working on some big things at the at the record store. Well, the former record store. We don't sell music anymore, of course, but uh, nothing, nothing too exciting. I was happy to go out and finally be able to take my gal out for a nice dinner. It's been a while. I've been broke for a little bit. So. You don't sell That's a awesome. lick of music at the record store anymore? No, no more. Mm-mm. Not a single thing? Not a single record? Not CD? a single solitary thing. God damn. That's crazy, isn't it? It is fucked up. It's the internet, yeah. which we're on right now on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I got Spotify myself. So. Speaking of music, you know, like, I'm a guy that I usually listen to, I, I don't know, I usually listen to the same things over and over. I'm like stuck in like the 90s, yeah. 80s and 90s and shit. And so I, and like with hip hop, I stopped listening to hip hop like in earlier two, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, like on the way here, I'm like listening to fucking Tool. You know what I mean? I'm like listening to prison sex and shit. You yeah. Know? And it's like, you know, I'm like, I, because I, I like a lot of like, I grew up with a lot of like metal and like Pantera, Static X, Typo, shit like that. And I didn't really branch out. And so like this week, like I had like a rap like a rap channel set up on my Pandora okay. and I started listening to a bunch of rap that I never heard. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've listened to Eminem and some Jay Z and shit, but I stopped listening to a lot of hip hop. Like back in the day, I started listening to fucking dude. I can talk shit about all like, this motherfucker all the time, but I fucking dig his music. And I don't give you, I don't care if you, if you like him or you don't Kanye West. What the fuck? Oh, I, love, I love Kanye Holy West. Holy shit. Well, see, I don't, I never knew anything about him. Jake. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought he was the guy who fucks the Kardashian chick. Yeah. Pushes it, Taylor Swift out of the pushes way. Pushes Taylor. I didn't know. I never listened <laughs> to his fucking music and shit. And I'm just like, I'm listening to like maybe two, three songs of his. And I'm like, damn. This guy knows what people want to fucking hear and what people want to listen to. And the yeah. beat, the beats are catchy and the fucking, the lyrics are fucking awesome. And then fucking this, this fucking motherfucker, Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. I never even fucking like heard a Lil Wayne song and I fucking heard my first Lil Wayne song and I was like, dude, this guy is fucking dope. <laughs> this guy's talking about dropping the world on a bitch's head. <laughs> I was just like, dude, this motherfucker, dude, you're speaking to me right now. <laughs> I was just like, holy shit. He don't fuck around, little Wayne. No. no He's no. just like, you know what? I'm going to drop the... W- hold on. Hold on. I'm going to drop the fucking world on your head, bitch. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Wow. That's- <laughs> he does not hold back. He does not hold back. There's nothing And I back. like that. Yeah. And so I was just like all about... And then, you know, of course, I listened to some like Jay-Z and shit. But man, I was just like... Uh, talked about a masturbation renaissance. I had a, had a fucking hip-hop rap renaissance. <laughs> what was your seed for your Pandora station? Uh, let's see here. I was, I was listening to a lot of, like, cause I like Eminem. So I was yeah. listening to a lot of Eminem. And then it went from like, you know, of course, Eminem, it took the progression to like Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. And then like based on like Dr. Dre, then I started listening to more things. And then it started to, now it's just getting, giving me like fucking Kanye and fucking like Lil Wayne and all this other shit that I wasn't, and Jay Z that I wasn't really listening to before. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like really late to the scene, but this is really good fucking music. 
I, so. I used to love Eminem. I still love his first like three albums, but I'm not really a big fan of like the last three albums. Yeah, sure. It's got a little bit too preachy for me and less like fun. But that's what people think about our episodes. Yeah, yeah. too we're preachy. Get, we're preachy. Yeah, that's how we've lost our way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to tell people what to do for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess I'm, a, I'm I'm immune to it. I, I don't I don't notice. I'm desensitized to all our preaching. It's happened so much. I'm glad you're having a hip hop renaissance, man. That that like it, to me like that's the funnest shit to drive around to, and it gets it gets me in a good mood, you know. Yeah. I I I, I was just listening to it at the gym. Yeah, that's always good too. Shit. Yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah, so uh, we're going to be... Oh, shit. Uh, let me see. Do I have our bumpers and shit ready to go? <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. We're going to move on to iTunes reviews. I think I haven't checked it in the last couple of days, but I know we had a new one new iTunes review. All right. Oh, here we go. iTunes reviews. Come on. That's the old one. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. Why the fuck do I still have that? I don't think I've even heard that. Oh, yes, you yeah, have. Yeah, you have. <laughs> Come on, Jake. <laughs> it's like some bossa nova music. Yeah. We won't talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, let me find this thing. Okay, yeah, we might have got that belch on air. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> it's one star five. We don't give a fuck because we really love to hear just how much we suck. Guys, Chris Dumont and your host is a jerk. Thank you, Offspring. Yeah, thank you, Offspring. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah. Got a new iTunes review. And this is the thing. This is the thing. I, this is the new thing. This is what people are doing now. I'm just, I've accepted it. People from other podcasts are plugging their podcasts on the iTunes wall. Oh. It's a thing. That's a thing. God damn it. I, I appreciate the, I, I appreciate the five star reviews. And I, I I like to pimp other podcasts, but it's this is ha- this is a thing now. I don't know. It's forceful pimping. So here now here we go. It's um, <laughs> and people know we read these. Yeah. So it's like it's a che- it's a cheap plug for yeah, them. We get it on the wall. We say it on the show. We say it on the show. It's on the yeah on the wall. Of the show exactly. It's like it's it's there. And now now people can listen to their show. And it makes you, it makes you think like, do they really like the show, mm-hmm. or do they? No, you know what I mean. I know exactly what if, you mean. I don't. And I'm, not, I'm not saying that this podcast doesn't like the show. That because they, 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 they clearly they listen. Yeah. Because they know that we do this. <laughs> you know, but like, do they really, really like us? You know what I mean. <laughs> We're like Sally Fields. They really like us. Yeah. yeah. Or are we being used? Yeah, I don't want to be Jan. I want to be Marsha. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking plain Jane Jan. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yucky. All right, let's, let's, <laughs> let's hear this fucking shameless uh, plug. Uh, shameless plug. This is, I think this is like number three in like two months. Uh, great show. Uh, give this a listen just once and you will be hooked. This show has it all. Geeky fun stories, discussions, and laughs. Listen in and listen up. Subscribe. Scott from Lost at Home Podcast. Okay. So thank you, Scott from Lost at Home Podcast. You know what? This is I this is like the new way to promote your podcast is just doing it on somebody else's wall. So you know what? You know what? I just from now on, I fuck it. I want our listeners. If you're gonna leave if you're gonna leave another another uh fucking uh let's you know, let's just you know, let's not fucking pussyfoot around. Let's get on let's not fucking pussyfoot around anymore with this shit, right? I want our listeners, if you're going to leave like another iTunes review for any other podcast out there, 
I just want it. If it's one star or five, we don't give a fuck. Like I said, you you rate this podcast however the fuck you want to. But just leave the the entire review. I just wanted to say, listen to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. Right now, for other podcasts, for other podcasts. Oh, that's a great idea. Because you know what? It's just like if this, this is what it's come down to that you just plug in. You know what I mean? Everyone else is doing it to us. Let's start yeah, fucking. But, yeah, and I mean, like we're just like, like honestly, like other people are doing it, and like yeah, they may listen to the show and they may like it, but they they're maybe they, I don't know. It, it, it seems like there is an ulterior motive to like get listeners and stuff, and I have no problem plugging your podcast on our podcast. I have no problem. Oh yeah, but like I don't want to do. I don't want to do it like that. I just want to just like in your face. Yes, shameless plug. If we're gonna do it, let's fucking do it. And that's what I want to do here. So if you listen to another podcast and you want to leave them an iTunes review, give them a one star or five or whatever, and just leave it as I, you know, listen to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not trying to make any friends with this because it's gonna piss people off. And I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Just, just, and you know what? Take a screenshot of it. I was and for, ready to ask Take a about screenshot that. of it, and then send me an email. iTunes review should be the subject, and send it to uh, popcultureleftovers at gmail Send a screenshot of your review to this other podcast. Send it to me, and I'll shout you out on the show. Cool. I'll just shout you out on the show. That's fair. And, and I'll shout you out. And I'll be like, thank you for the shameless plug. I might even get a bumper for shameless plugs. We're gonna have fucking like, you know, I might even get a bumper for butt plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's a that's a good. No, I no? kind of took that away. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like, 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 we may have iTunes reviews, and then we may have another segment called Shameless Plugs. Okay, I love the Shameless Plug segment idea, and I think it's I think it's going to piss off a lot of other podcasts, but I don't really care. Yeah, because this is like I get you know this is the thing people are doing. Let's just do it like in your face. Just, I'm going to do a couple myself this week. These are shameful plugs. There you go. Shameful plug. We should be ashamed. I should be ashamed that I'm asking our listeners to do this. Do I even think our listeners are going to do it? I don't. I, I don't. I'm going to shamefully plug us on the Lost at Home podcast. <laughs> iTunes there this you week. go. There you go. So, yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm your man. I'm right there. I might do it on our next break. <laughs> Just be like, I haven't listened to one of their episodes Five stars. Listen to <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I was keep it up, guys. <laughs> I was thinking. I assume this is a good podcast, and it's probably not as good as Pop Culture. <laughs> That's what you should be listening to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I like I that. Yeah. yeah. I think I that's know. fair. It's kind of a dickish thing to do, right? Little dicky? Nah. Little dicky going on? That's what makes it fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're dicks. We, <laughs> I own it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's what makes it fun. I don't understand why people are fighting to get more listeners. <sighs> what, what do they know? I don't like 50% of the ones that we have. Yeah. <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> Take my listeners, please. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, <laughs> we got it, Jay. Oh, can I do it again? Hold on. Yes, yes. No, I'm kidding. All right. So yeah, that's the new thing. So shameful plugs. Just send me an email. No, send me an email. Subject: shameful plug. Yeah. And then take a screenshot of your shameful plug <laughs> for our podcast on somebody's else's wall being an inconsiderate fuck. Yeah. The more and popular the podcast, not, the don't even too. acknowledge their podcast. Right. Yeah. The more popular the podcast, the better. Yeah. If you do it on like Marin or like, <laughs> yes. or like yes. <laughs> what's yes. the what's the other one? <laughs> Fucking uh, Joe Rogan. What's the, the guy that does the Walking Dead, yeah. Talking Dead, yeah. or what's oh, his yeah, bullshit? Yeah. The Nerdist. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Nerdist. nerdist. Yeah, shamefully plug us on the Nerdist. Yeah. Yeah. I want. I want everybody. I want everybody in the podcasting community to hate. Us. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, we have we have our podcasts that like that that, that are like a close knit group. You know. Yeah. You know we're cl- we're cool with like nerd porn and fucking like Joe Schmo and yeah. fucking comic slobs and shit. Yeah. 
So, yeah, let's piss off some others, though, right? Yeah, yeah some really, like, preachy ones, too. Yeah. Like, ones that are, like, the complete opposite right. of us. Like some yeah. NPR podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. The and more you, opposite this show, the better. And you don't have to ba- – don't bash the show. No. I mean, don't bash the show. No, I agree. Just plug us. Just plug us. Just, like, don't even acknowledge their show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't even exist. You know what I mean? Pretend like, like is, your review is for yeah. this show, but on their iTunes <laughs> Well, review. no. I mean, like, hopefully, like, their, if, their review – if they were like, so you want you want you want them to review our show on? <laughs> that's even better. That's, that's what I want. I really like the chemistry between these three guys. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, wrong, wrong th- podcast. Th- this is Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. Am I, am I right? <laughs> right? <laughs> God. I no. I I will vow right now that I will never ever get on iTunes, leave a review for another podcast. And plug pop culture leftovers. I've given other. I've I'll give, do that for you. I've given reviews. <laughs> I've given reviews for other podcasts, but I've never plugged pop culture leftovers. Doing it, I would feel dirtier than after a shower masturbation session. Right. Yes. If I did that. Well, I vow that I'll never do it on a podcast I like. <laughs> you know, I, I won't go on like comic slobs or nerd porn and. Do it there, but um, I'm definitely going to advertise the shit out of this on podcasts I don't listen <laughs> Kevin to. Kevin Smith. There you go. Oh, good idea. Good idea. <laughs> oh, man. Steve Dave, listen to Pop Culture Leftovers. Am I being a dick? No. no I love dick? it. I love it. No, it's called for at this I think, point. I think, yes, you're being a dick, but B, I love it. <laughs> All right. All right. It, it, was, it was one of these things. It was like something that I, uh, I was texting uh, Aaron uh, Claude Miller from uh, Nerd Porn, and I kind of like shot him the idea, and he's like, <laughs> He's like, I kind of love it. So, yeah, it's Because like, like, at first I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then he liked it, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. I think it's a great idea. I'm excited. Yeah. Send us those screenshots, Leftover Army. I'm going to send you some, too. Make us proud. Also, make us the, 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 <laughs> the most, most, hated podcast. most hated podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. So Nice. Um, speaking, you know, we were t- I was talking about the comic slabs. Speaking of the comic slabs, um, I shouted them out last week, and I asked for the whole, like, Greg to be our DM for the Hunger Games. So yes. Somebody want to explain this Hunger Games shenanigans? Yes, we are having the pop culture leftover Hunger Games. We don't know when. We don't know when. And we're we're all vying for listeners to be our tributes. We're each going to take two tributes, and then they are going to battle to the death, and we're going to see who has the, the best listener, basically. Yes. And I and I kind of want to turn it into like kind of like a like an event, an actual show, like a bonus episode. Uh, and um, so, Jake, you got some new tributes. Oh yeah, this shit! Week. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you want to like, uh, you know, let us know. Maybe I don't know if I got all of your tributes, but I know Frank's got a couple. Frank's got uh, Whale Terabishi, and Frank's got Daniel Hopner. Daniel Hopner's his new tribute. So oh, Frank's, Whale, that's a good one. Yeah, Whale's a great one. And then, um... Daniel, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can have that one. Yeah, forgot about him until he sent. He said he'd be. Frank's. I've got a few people that, that told me that they're going to be my tribute, but they're they're going to send me their attributes here in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. So I'm compiling a list. I'll have a big list for you next week. Because I got two right here. I you, you might have two that I don't have. Will Hall? I don't think he emailed me, so okay. that's a new it's one a, for it's me. A, it's a Facebook message from Will, so you okay. might want to check that one out. He's like, hey, Jake, it's Will Hall, and I am your tribute. He just says, he goes right out and he says, I am your tribute. Nice. He, he's, he's basically, I like the confidence. Yeah, he's, 
Right. I mean, he's taking you out to dinner, and he's going to order your entree. Nice. That's You're getting fucked, son. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's happening. Yeah. He says six six foot eight, two hundred and twenty pounds. Army training, several years of judo, and catch wrestling training. More catch wrestling. Yeah. This is the catch wrestling guy. <laughs> we're the catch. We're the re- we're the podcast for catch wrestling. Bands. Yeah. It's becoming a thing, isn't See, it? What I think is going to happen is like once he's out there in the jungle. Yeah. He's gonna be like he's gonna be like uh you know like in in like he's gonna be like Rambo and shit mm. and he's gonna have like mud all over his face and stuff and he's gonna be like up against like this fucking like mud wall <laughs> and then all of a sudden like he's gonna catch Finn yeah and like throw Finn on top of like True Breezy <laughs> and that's what's called catch wrestling it's like when you actually start a wrestling fight a wrestling match by throwing one of your opponents onto another opponent that sounds right True yes. Breezy will eat Finn up sounds accurate. Oh yeah, True Beasties, dude. <laughs> Finn's fucked. He will tear Finn like a piece of notebook paper. Right. <laughs> I have no comment on that. Hot knife, <laughs> hot knife through butter, man. Yeah. Finn well, is just gonna True Breezy well, through Finn. Well, Jay, remember if you accept Finn as a tribute, we're giving you three tributes. Okay, I got you. Okay, so he's got this guy. Catch wrestling training. He goes can move silently through a wooded area. That could come in handy. And, well, it's not like there's garbage cans and shit in a wooded area. No, but there's it's trees a, and branches old and trees shit, and leaves. Whoopty shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, if there's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if there is like fucking like I don't know, like like cans hanging from strings and fucking what stomps performing while the fucking PC hugger. <laughs> all I'm saying, uh, you know, that's what I'm saying, man. I can yeah. move silently through the woods. Fuck yeah, I've heard you. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you heard him, he's failing. Goddamn silent. Patient. He says he's patient and cunning. Master of tactical thinking. Okay. How do you, how, is there like a course that you go through? Is that like, you know, like the, you know what I mean? Like when you, is there a a tactical thinking master's degree that you can attain from? I've never heard of that at all. From like one of the, like the the online colleges, you know? (laughs) Tactical thinking degree. You know, Sally Struthers is up there like, you know. (laughs) Get your get your degree in tactical thinking, in uh, legal consultation and in accounting, and also tactical thinking. <laughs> is, that, is that you know? Is that a thing? I think I you, mean, just, you know. I you know. It's, uh, honestly, Will, I like you, man. But it sounds like you're just making shit up, yeah. and throwing it in here, man. I don't know. I think we have some listeners that Master. aren't good at tactical thinking. Oh, he should have been you know, <laughs> tactical thinking. That's what he should have said. Tactical. Well, no, he's he's like like he's Captain America or something. Right. <laughs> Thinks pretty highly of himself. He's Captain Jake America. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, master of tactical thinking and able to rig traps out of almost anything. Willing to die in your service, and oh, more geez. importantly, willing to kill to ensure victory. Also, I have advanced field medical training. I am able to patch up myself and other tributes you may choose. Thank you, Will Hall. A healer oh, wow. as well. Those mm-hmm. are pretty good attributes. He's got yeah. offense, defense, and healing. Will, Will Hall. You know what? Yeah, I want my attributes to, I want my tributes to e- like email me, excuse me, email me, and just make up shit, yeah. too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just be like, I can turn myself invisible. Right. I have a magic penis that shoots lasers. Yeah. Can we prove any of this stuff? When, no. ba- when backed into a corner, my eyeballs will spit venom. <laughs> I automatically kill you if I want to. Oh, yeah, and I am a master of tactical thinking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Will Hall, he's entered in. All right. (laughs) And you got Joshua Gutierrez. Oh, okay. So that's another one for you to add to the list there, Chief. Gotcha. Yeah, because I've been adding mine. So, yeah, uh, what I'm thinking... Okay, so anyway, back to the comic slobs. Ryan Mears of the comic slobs listened to our episode, and... uh, 
I have his response. He sent it to me last night. I haven't even listened to the new Comic Slobs episode, and Ryan sent me the response because he knew we were recording today. Um, but yeah, if you want to listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you like the uh, shortened version of this. Um, if you want to listen to the full thing, listen to the latest episode of Comic Slobs. I'm sure it'll drop by today or tomorrow. I wouldn't know. It'll be yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> Here we go. Let's uh, let's play this for our listeners. That's oh, an audio clip. Yeah, yeah, it's an audio clip. They played our audio clip. Greg, I have something special to present to you. It better be fucking special. I think it's special. Uh, basically, I was listening to some of my usual podcasts, some of the things we, we bring up, and our, our buddies over at Pop Culture Leftovers had a had a message for you. Me? For you, yeah. Specifically. And we all know that you don't listen to any yeah, podcast. I mean, well, no, I mean, I don't listen. Okay, A, that's a lie. B, I don't listen to Pop Culture Leftovers until Jake listens to Comic Slobs. That, that's the rule. If Jake listens to listen, us, it's a one to one ratio. All I'm saying, it's all on Jake. It's all. On <laughs> well, here, here we go. Here's uh, here's how it starts. So uh, there's some Hunger Games action going on. I'll see how much I have to explain. Wow, you know what? We're getting closer to the leftover Hunger Games. I've been, you know what? I've been this thinking of some things that we can do. I think we need to turn this into. We need to turn this into an event. This needs to be its own separate fucking episode. I agree. We need to turn it into an event, and I think just like. When you're when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, what do you have? A dungeon master. That's I right. Think we need a He's dungeon right. master, and I'm calling out Greg from the comic slot. You've been called out, BR bitch. Greg or DM? I would love to have Greg BRDM. I went Ryan on the episode too. I don't blame him. You know, <laughs> game screen in front of him. <laughs> Man, if they send me an official game screen, can do it. But uh, that's 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 my wish. You I know. love it. I'm so it. Uh, Greg could be it'd be great if Ryan if Greg doesn't want to do it and Ryan wants to do it that would be that'd Aww, be great too. Man, yeah, I'd I like to, to find have one of those guys they're... on here to be the DM for the fucking pop culture. I'd rather have Greg than, than Ryan. We already know Ryan's bias. Brian's team wins. Okay, we'll have Greg. Well, I'll add. Well, I'll tell what uh, Ryan's this is a good idea. Ryan <laughs> listens to our show, so maybe Ryan can ask Greg on his show and I can listen to Greg's response Man, on the comic slot. This will cool. be hella meta That'll for him cool. then. Yeah, yeah. He has to tune into our episode. And they're recording tomorrow, so right. I'm just gonna like so he shoot listen, this he, to them he right said away. That, and then we say this, he listens to that, and then he's probably gonna say something. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like we're literally in the middle of a crossover <laughs> event. It's like crazy, isn't it? It is yeah. crazy. Yeah. This is the pop culture leftovers comic slobs crossover event. You have to buy all the issues. <laughs> Uh, my assumption then, and all the issues are free, so it's amazing. These fucking tie-ins, right? Yeah, goddamn tie-ins. Yeah. So I'm still not buying comic slobs. <laughs> like, actually, if they want to do it next Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, next Sunday, 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 okay, uh, I could do that because I don't have D and D that week. I have every other. Well, yeah, I, maybe we'll contact them beforehand. We'll so, make know, this I a mean, little cleaner yeah, than I don't know if they, I don't know if they're going to roll dice for their fans and have me explain <laughs> who worked out better. I don't know, but or, if need uh, be, I'll drive you down there, Greg. We can figure out. I love this idea. We'll just have a great like fucking time they should uh, be here with this crossover event that'd be quite an adventure so you're in for dming and i guess i'll just show up there in my best armor yeah well you know we'll either skype in or we'll drive down or you know whatever dming entails i will do it as long as so you're in uh, he's in yes this is great news Uh, tell him tell him that uh the best way to bribe the dm is to learn how to recreate the colossus drink 
and serve it to him. Nice. I believe you mean the Goliath. Goliath, man, <laughs> shit, fuck, you piece of shit. Fuck. <laughs> Colossus from like, Sounds those familiar. X-Men movies. No, I, want, so I want to go to a park that has an X-Men license and get a Colossus flavored drink and see if it's as good as a Goliath. You're not getting that anytime soon. <laughs> All right, so yes, Greg is down. I love Ryan's idea. I think this should be like an in-person event. It doesn't have to be next Sunday, but I think that we should definitely have this as a bonus episode. Have Greg here in studio. Have Ryan here in studio while my tributes destroy your tributes. And you know what? I may, I may, I may, I may go dirty on this one. I may choose. Cause like, honestly, I may fucking, <laughs> I, I want, I want to win. I, I want to fucking win and putting my fucking tributes in a bag and having them fight it out in a I bag. I couldn't believe you were going to do that. Man, no, I'm, there's part of me that just wants to be, I, I just want to go with kind of like, I'm thinking Pete Neen. I'm thinking Jacob Harmon. You guys are fucked. <laughs> you guys are yeah. fucked. You're right. We are fucked. Jacob Harmon, <laughs> he listens to a lot of Taylor Swift and reads a lot of effeminate books. I'm not sure he's the manliest man out there. Uh, you know what? <laughs> what, what? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? He might be not. He might not be your toughest guy. Yeah, I don't think that he's gonna. I don't think that like he's gonna like kill somebody and then start whistling and humming fucking Taylor Swift songs. I don't think he'll be able to kill anyone. I do. I, <laughs> I think he'll he'll snap. He'll snap. He'll snap. I don't know. Maybe back to the, you know you're just trying to get in my fucking head. You're trying to get in my fucking head. It's true. It's you're true. playing fucking head games, it's, mind tricks. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Getting get yeah, in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've also hey you know what I've also got a Cyrus Gutierrez. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's got some fucking training and shit. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I'm it's telling you tough. this. I'm not pulling shit out of no bag. I'm picking the two most fucking dirtiest, toughest motherfuckers that I can find. I know. That's list. what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about. Because I don't want... I, <laughs> you don't want that random aspect if he's going to be doing that for sure, so... Well, I'm not worried about you. No, I, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, you got nothing. <laughs> I have already lost. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving him a handicap. But this is great news. So Greg, Greg, uh, Ryan, yes, uh, we, we are, it's an invitation and they've accepted. So yes, we will get something together. I don't know when we're going to do it. It'll happen though. So let me get this straight. He accepted and now I don't have to listen to comic slobs. Uh, that's only for him to listen to our show. Yeah, like, that's a separate thing. That seems like a fair deal. I listen to an hour and a half podcast, and then he has to listen to six hours of this crap. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... Yeah. I should do that. I don't blame him for not listening to the six hours. Who's got six hours to fucking spare? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. Our crazy-ass fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're dropping like flies because we're losing it. <laughs> it's true. All right. You know what? Uh, thank you, Comic Slob. So that's going to happen. That's a thing. Um, you know what? Crossover. Crossover action. Pay-per-view. I want to <laughs> go into emails. All right. Are you guys ready to go into emails? Yeah, sure. All right. Here we go. Pop Culture Leftovers emails. <laughs> I was ready, but now I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> You've got mail. It's not spam. Oh, I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay! I need Red Bull after this bumper. It's now time for the left. It was, it was time way, now way for mail. <laughs> five minutes ago. I know, I know. Jesus. Fucking feel like after after listening to that, like... 
Like, uh, I have a full beard now. I feel like Rip Van Winkle and shit. Oh, shit. I think we're slipping because of that bumper. You're going to blame it on the bumper? Yeah. I haven't heard from Kevin and Dana in a while. Yeah? I think they left us, too. Yeah. I think they're done. Actually, actually they both um, give me an email that they'll be my tributes as well. Oh, really? You got the Sparenbergs? I got the Sparenbergs. Mm, I don't really Karenberg. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're on the list. They still need to send me their attributes. Wow. They just officially said wow. they Wow. Don't ever ask me for help again, Kevin. <laughs> Dana. Jeez. Whoa. Yeah, that's his secret skill is he's going to make your tributes fall asleep by playing them really long. Bumpers. Like, yeah, really calming bumpers. Mm-hmm. And your tributes will be asleep and then they'll just take them out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Don't. Don't play any. And don't do it. Don't do it in a tune of fucking Taylor Swift or Harmon's fuck. (laughs) (laughs) They'll just stop and start clapping. Toe tapping. All right. uh, First email comes from listener Jay Polk. Hey guys, Jay here again. Just wanted to drop a line about a couple of things I'm excited about. So I saw the Finn shot, and like you, you guys. Oh, he's talking about uh, the uh, leftover listener Finn. Yes, he's talking about Finn. Finn getting shot in the Hunger Games. Yeah, I can see that coming a mile away too, buddy. No, anyway, he's talking about Finn, uh, John Boyega's character in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Oh, in the, the, fin- in the Instagram trailer. Yes, the Instagram trailer where he's like clenching the the lightsaber, and he says, "Like you guys, it got me really excited." However, I have a bit of a different take on it. I have heard rumors that this may be the scene where Han Solo meets his end. And if that's true, I have a feeling that we may be looking at an Obi-Wan moment. I think there is going to be a romance beginning between Daisy and Finn. I believe that Kylo is going to injure Daisy early in this scene. We have seen the shot of what is clearly her holding the lightsaber, which leads me to believe she drops it and Finn picks it up to protect her. That's when Han will come in. Think episode four, Falcon scene in the trench. He will attack Kylo allowing Finn to get Daisy out of the way, and Kylo will kill him as they look on from a distance. What do you guys think about this scenario? Hmm. It's interesting. I don't... Fan fiction! Yeah. It's interesting, but I don't yeah, buy it. I don't either, man. It's gr- I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't think, and especially like... This this may ha- this may happen later in the movie. I don't know. I don't know when this is going to happen. This whole scene's going to happen. I feel like it's in the last third. Yeah, it, 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 because like they are on that like the ice planet, which mm-hmm. I think that's where Star Killer Base is going to be, and I think a lot of the major parts of the third act are going to be at Star Killer Base. I agree, right? Much like Death Star at the end of Episode Four, exactly. And I, I it, but. I mean, we also heard about like on that costume description, a Ray going into that room, and yeah, basically it's alluded to her like busting out her fucking Jedi powers. And what I got from that is like we're gonna fucking see like a scene from like Kill Bill, you know, Uma Thurman versus the Crazy Eighty Eights. That's what it's like. Okay. It's just like fucking Ray in a room with a bunch of stormtroopers, and then like all of a sudden. We just see the force go fucking crazy. They'll kick the music on. And- no, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ramp up that John Williams score. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what I mean. I'm just saying, like, th- this is great. I, and, and I'm not 100% still sold that Han's going to die in this film. But he could, for all we know, to, uh, to, to, to open up more scenes for Luke in the second one. Because I, I don't think that we're going to see a lot of Luke in this one. I, I do believe the rumor that he shot for one day at Michael Skellig Island. And was that was it? I, I think that we're going to get. This is going to be Han centric, and the next movie is going to be more Luke centric. 
Yeah, we do know they're still shooting more shots. Did you read that? I wonder what for, for episode seven. Yes, no. for episode seven. No, 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 no. I have heard. I want to talk about that later in Star Wars news. Okay. This, we can address some of it now. I heard that there's not reshoots. I heard that that they Brian Johnson right now is at Michael Skellig. It's it, and there's none of the producers, none of the um uh, the crew from Star Wars Episode Seven have returned for the shots at Michael Skellig. So it's none of the Episode Seven guys returning. It's it's okay. all Ryan Johnson's crew that is there now. Okay. So I don't know. They they could they could be doing reshoots, but JJ's not been there. Okay. So I think this is all Episode Eight stuff. Yeah, you would think they it'd be way too late in the game to do an Episode Seven reshoot. <laughs> yeah. With yeah. all the time it takes for post, and yeah. to get the Johnny Williams music in place and everything. Well, I, I, I think that I think JJ's got his shit together too, and yeah. I think JJ and Kathleen Kennedy and Simon Kinberg are all on the same page, as opposed to like the Marvel shit where we had like the Ike Perlmutter, Kevin Feige fucking bullshit, yeah. the fucking little side drama going on. I've heard nothing but like good things. Like they did a fucking panel together and looked like they were having a great time. You know, Simon and, and JJ and Kathleen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about um, Kinsberg, but I mean, Abrams and Kathleen have seemed like they're just two extremely likable people. It's like it's hard to imagine them not getting along with anybody, right? Especially each other. Yeah, uh, this scene, it, it, it sounds. Uh, it just, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know if I see that playing out. Um, I'm with you. I was a hundred percent thinking that Han was going to die up until the last couple months, and I've really started to slowly yeah. revert my thinking on that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, does somebody like have to die? I mean, does that you know what I mean? Does, yes. Does somebody have to die in this one? <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. Yes, I think the answer to that is yes. <laughs> well, I mean, in the first Star Wars: A New Hope, you know, Obi Wan died. Obi Wan died, uh, and then in Phantom Menace, Qui Gon yeah. died. Yeah. So, I mean, you'd think that somebody has to die, but it's always been a Jedi that's died. Yeah, good point. I don't think it's Luke, though. Of course, it's not Luke. I don't think and it's gonna, Luke We're going to talk about that later. They're not going to, like you said, they're not going to have him in one scene. Yeah. And then the, he's dead already. Like, yeah. There's no payoff to that at all. Right. It's really anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, and I don't know if there's going to be a romance brewing between Daisy and Finn. I got oh, some, I hate that idea. I, I, I hate it, too. I got theories about that, though. We'll see. Uh, a theory, very loose theory, and I kind of presented it to you guys earlier. Uh, it, the email goes on to say, also, I don't know if you guys talked about this, but I heard a rumor about Batman, uh, Superman, he calls it Superman versus Batman. Batman v Superman, Chief. Yeah. Hey, don't forget the V. Yeah, can't forget that V. I guess Batman is going to break into LexCorp looking for information. He sees a bank of monitors and sees an image of a red blur on one, and then sees Aquaman in a glass tank on another screen, giving the impression that Lex has been monitoring metahumans for some time. I find this to be very exciting. Would be a great way to introduce them without slowing the main story down. What do you think? Hmm. Yeah, it seems kind of cliche. doesn't sound exciting to me at all. For for I don't like it. I, I, number one, um, I... I, I I do. What do you? Okay, I, I guess Ezra Miller is going to be our new Flash, and it's he, he's such a young actor that it feels like that they would do a an origin story with his character. I, I think we're going to get the mm. movie's called Green Lantern Corps, so we're going to get established Green Lantern characters. We don't need a repeat of the fuck up of Green Lantern. Yes. You know, we don't need that repeat. But with and Cyborg, I think we need an origin story with Cyborg. Um, <laughs> But on the flip side, I think we just like with Aquaman, we just need a funny fish out of water story. I agree. I mean, and what's, Wonder the, Woman, same thing. 
really. Both those characters kind of, you just introduce yeah. them to their family of characters, yeah. and that's pretty much the origin story. Yeah. And, but with Flash, I think, like, with Ezra Miller being, like, probably the youngest cast member for the Justice League that they've, that they've cast so far, maybe Ray Fisher is around the same age. They're... But I mean, I think that it'd be good to have an origin story, and if, if he's already wearing the red suit here, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, w- w- when does the Flash come out? In does it come out before Justice League comes out? I mean, the the you guys remember the? I think it's after. Okay, I don't remember. So I mean, but it, it there's two Justice League Justice League movies. It doesn't mean that Flash has to be in the first one, right? Aren't they know. part one and part two? Though? Part one and part it's two. It's not like um, Justice League. It's it's a, a split movie, a mm-hmm. movie in two parts, mm-hmm. much like the Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 what's weird is like you know we've heard like Marvel saying like you know Infinity Wars Part One comes out, but then like in the interim we've got like other movies like Inhumans coming out and yeah. some other movies that won't be. I they should be affected by this. Yeah, I'm not sure and how that's going to work. How are they going to continue the story in Infinity Wars Part Two with three years in between movies? You can't really have the story leave off where it left off, right? Well, it's not that long in between the two, though. It's one a year for those two movies. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's just like we're looking at the... Yeah, that's right. I was thinking like the Avengers event. We had Avengers the first film, and then we had to wait three years to get Age of Ultron. And and so that's that's how I was taking it. And so, I assume, and this is an assumption, but I assume they're filming both parts of Infinity War back to back. Oh, also. I would imagine so now. Now that you're saying that they're filmed, they're going to come out within a year of each other. It would save a lot of money. It would be smart to record them, to film them back to back. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Um, but I still, it's still an interesting like quandary. Like At least one Marvel movie is going to come out in between the two. two. They have Does two it, now. They have three movies that come out a year starting in Phase 3. Do those movies take place in like a bubble like before Infinity War Part 1? Mm-hmm. Or do they actually take place in between the, the two-parter movies? Yeah, I mean, what are those movies? Is it? I'm sure it's Inhumans, which got pushed back. Yeah. And then I, I'm trying to remember what the second... Is the second one going to be one of the... Is it going to be Guardians of the Galaxy? No, it wouldn't be Guardians... Because that started filming now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Could it be Captain Marvel? Possibly Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah, without the list on in front of me, it's hard. Yeah, to I don't, I don't remember. Just say, I mean, these these lists are getting crazy. Even the DC list, I can't remember when these movies are coming out. Which ones are coming out? I don't know. But uh, but I don't, I don't like, I, I don't know if I, I like that way to introduce the characters. Um, Sounds like something you'd see in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. There it's, they are on the TV screen. It's real cheap yeah, writing, you like, know. Yeah. Easter eggs on the screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just like the whole, like, Andrew Garfield, uh, Dane DeHaan scene where, like, he's got, like, that, uh, computer desk and we see, like, the Venom symbiote. Oh, yeah. You know, the, you know, all these little Easter eggs on there, you know. That will never have any payoff whatsoever. That'll have none. Because <laughs> they wasted their time. Yeah. So thank you, Jay, for the email. Moving on to an email from James Hogan. Hi, leftovers and left nuts. Oh. Ooh, left you get nuts. it? He goes, you get it? Left nuts. Fuck you, Frank and Dave. <laughs> Did he say that or you? He said that. Oh. <laughs> I'm just reading the fucking email, man. <laughs> I leftovers and left nuts. Fuck you, Frank and Dave. Ha ha, I kid, I kid. <laughs> I've been trying to leave you guys an iTunes review a few weeks now. I, I, James, do you, do you host a podcast? <laughs> <Are> you, 
are you, it, just, just, you don't have to, you don't have to leave me an iTunes review. Just tell me what podcast you host and I'll be happy to plug it here on the show as we record. Um, plug away. Plug, we'll plug that. <laughs> <laughs> plug away. Alright. Um, yeah, he goes, I've been trying to leave you guys an iTunes review a few weeks now and it doesn't seem to be working. I just thought I'd drop it in here until it's up and running again. Love the podcast and need my pop culture leftovers fix every week. Before I copy and paste my review again, fucking iTunes, I just wanted to add that I also own some Funko Pops. Uh, oh, nice. After, god damn it. <laughs> after a night of partying and drinking, I woke up to find that I had bought seven of these little fucking guys online. <laughs> Oh, he didn't put fucking. That's in the okay. I bought seven of these little guys online, and they were being shipped and on their way. I have a mixture from Batman, Robin, Joker, Flash, V for Vendetta, and fucking Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory. I know, right? What the fuck? And last but not least, Spider-Man, except he actually is a bobblehead. How about that, Brian? I look at them with the sense of, what the fuck was I thinking? Anyways, my iTunes review. So he's giving us an iTunes review within our email section. And he had to, he had to bog down the whole fucking email talking about his bullshit Funko Pops. Yeah, why even bring Let that Let me talk up. about my baby toy obsession for a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even as a Funko let's, Pop let's, let's fan, that was kind of, I really didn't find that too entertaining, that email. Yeah? You didn't have much to say. Would you listen to a Funko Pop podcast? No. Would you call it the Funko Popcast? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely call it that. No, I would not listen to a Funko Pop podcast. Okay. Uh, what if you had what, – what if the only way that you could get one of your exclusive baby toys was you had to listen to, like, this episode of the Funko Pop podcast, the Funko Pop Then yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <Right. laughs> I would at least say I listened to it or whatever I had to do. You fucking – Fast forward to you, hear the secret word or whatever. You Funko whore. <laughs> you are a Funko whore. I would do that. God. <laughs> It's an exclusive Star Wars Funko Pop and download the shit out of that. Uh, Jake, if you ever if you're ever interested in assisted suicide, talk to me. I will, I will. We can make that happen. I'm gonna uh, choke on one of the springs on my Funko Pop, shoot it down my fucking throat. Uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a Dr. Kevorkian Funko Pop, <laughs> specially made for you. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> He'll be performing assisted suicides on your other Funko Pops. All right. The email goes on. Just so grateful that I'm alive to listen to this podcast. Oh, really? I love that reference. That's a gr- I love that reference as well. He brought it back there at the end. Uh, no, seriously though, this is genuinely my go-to podcast every week. I jumped on this podcast when I was looking for X-Men Days of Future Past movie reviews and haven't looked back since. I really do look forward to what the leftovers and Frank have to say on all topics that are discussions on their show. Whether it's Man of Steel sucks, which it doesn't, fuck you, Jake, <laughs> or who would or wouldn't fuck a robot on AMC's Human series, Brian, you totally would. Dude, it... it that chick was hot. She I'm was sorry. hot. No, that sex scene was like the dirtiest, saddest scene ever. It was. It was fucking sad. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was fucking sad. Yeah. Well, earlier you said you masturbate and get sad afterwards. What's, <laughs> the, what's the difference? Yeah. But, but, but the fucking tissue doesn't look back at me. You know what I mean? Turn it off. You know? Yeah. yeah. It gets the corner. Yeah. 
I would, I would, yeah, there'd be a night where, you know, Brian comes home drunk and, you know. <laughs> All right, robot. I'm banging Nina the robot in the back room. And I know then, you've always wanted this. Yeah. So have I. <laughs> Fuck, I just voided my warranty. <laughs> you know? Now I gotta call out the manufacturer. And- yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> sir, what's wrong with your robot? We'll did send you the guy f- out. Sir, did you fuck it? <laughs> if the dot turned purple, we know you yeah, fucked it. Exactly. So don't lie to us. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so when, that dot yeah. Tur- when that dot turns purple, the robot becomes needy and insecure. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I love the host Brian, a realist whose opinion I really take on board when going to look, uh, going to or looking at a movie slash TV series that has just come out that I'd like to watch or get into. I miss Jake while he was away, and so glad he's back now that he sorted his recent shit out. Yeah, thank you. Wasn't around when Jay was first on the podcast, but he's a cool guy. Uh, Pity about his annoying fucking laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Nah, just kidding. When I hear Jay laugh, it makes me laugh, and he's a funny fucker. Dave's all right to when he's not trying to suck listeners' dicks. Agreed. He's still cool, though. And Frank reminds me of a friend of mine that I wouldn't see for years and could meet up and still laugh at stupid shit with. Anyway, keep up the free funny and never sell out. Total respect for what you guys do for the podcast and will continue to be a loyal listener. James Hogan from Ireland. Oh, nice. yes. We put a lot more stock into our listeners from overseas. Yeah, we do. The ones that, you know what I mean? Like our home base fucking listeners and shit. Ah, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Americans. Dumb Americans. We yeah. celebrate diversity on this show. You know? Yeah, You're- we do. Diversity now. Yeah. <laughs> no Americans. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, James. Hopefully, you'll send us more emails in the future. People, I think people are scared to send us these emails now because I yeah. piss and moan so much. Yeah. Don't be, don't be scared. Yeah, don't be scared. Big bad wolf, Brian. Big Darth Brian. Brian's a big old cuddly bear in person. You people just don't know. They don't. They really don't. <laughs> it's true. I'm not even being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little. Well, maybe. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I can get real when I need to get real. For sure. Yeah. They should not be scared, though. No, don't be scared. Send us fucking emails. Don't be pussies. Don't no. be scared. No. <laughs> <sighs> it's been a while since I played the old uh, Imperial March. Yeah? Yeah. I miss it. I'm Saving gonna, it. I'm, you know what? For a really good time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. the darkness. It's still here. Darth Brian is still... Yeah. I, I just I want to make my presence known a little bit. Darth Brian is still here. That's a Brian I know and love. So don't wake me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he might, I don't know, might rear my head later. <laughs> Dan Hunter sends us an email. Dan Hunter, dude, I fucking, I love Dan Hunter's fucking video in our 100th episode. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was so cool. When he had his selfie stick. Selfie stick, he's rocking the selfie stick. And, and you know, Dan, keep sending us those uh, movie reviews, man. I mean, any way we can help out. Uh, Dan Hunter is a fucking madman on Periscope. Is he really? Yeah, every time I look down, I have an update. It's because he's fucking Periscope and something. That's awesome. He says, hey, leftovers, that, 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 and whoever. Just gave up. <laughs> I don't blame <laughs> is him. Is Frank ever coming back? Uh, I'm sure he will be. Probably. He's got, he's got some serious personal stuff going on. Yeah. So yeah. I think he'll be back. I think he needs this, though. Yeah, it would you know what I mean. Help, yeah. Take his mind off. He can't shit. stay away. He'll be back. Just one day, just one fucking day out of his week, he can he can make it here. He'd he's, have a good time. I miss him. He's like that rash that you think is gone, 
but just shows back up at some point. Let's talk about your rash, Jake. Because I mean, you know, ser- no, I think this is a cry for help right now. You bringing this up and like it almost like it's like some kind of like uh, I don't know, like my rash is good. It's been months. It's like an analogy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're bringing it up like an analogy, but I mean, I, I really wanted the I want the dirty. I want the skinny on it. It is dirty. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's okay though. It Are you fine. living with it? It is fine. I'm living with it. Okay. Yeah. It's a good life. Okay, I'm just making sure. All right, anyway, Dan Hunter says, hey, leftovers and whoever. <laughs> My favorite, ad, that didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Just that whole conversation. Was just, it, it, I don't know. It started out like, where are we going? It didn't go anywhere. Yeah, you know what not. I mean? I was, I was speechless. No, it was like, it was like, I was like, like, like I was like building the train track. Yeah. And like, I ran out of fucking rails and shit. I'm like, where, where do I go? <laughs> well, well, fucking Cliff, I told you to fucking, I needed more rail. The rash is going well. You know? <laughs> the rash, yeah. the rash is good. He kind of cut me off and said the rash is going well. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it, yeah. pussing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> get it out, man. Just yeah. Get it out. Literally? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can wait until we break. Yeah, yeah. we can all right, all right, do okay. it later. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna read this email. Then we're gonna, we're, then we're gonna, we're, we're gonna break. Then we're gonna come back, read more emails because that's a thing that we I'm get. about to break. Remember that song? Oh yeah. Uh, Was that Lincoln Park? Lincoln Park. Because yeah. I'm about to break. Yeah. Everything you do to me. Yeah. <laughs> Getting one step party. closer to the edge. Yeah. And I'm about, about to break. break. I need a little room to breathe. Because I'm one step closer to the edge. <laughs> and I'm about to <laughs> break. Yeah. yeah. That band is so hard. Ooh, that was park. so powerful. Uh, yeah. Whew. Man, oh, wow. dude, I like. There was a time in my life where I felt like I was about to break, and I was listening to that song. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm really hungry for a Kit Kat bar." <laughs> changed my life. It did. That song changed my life. Yeah, chocolatey goodness. <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. I love Kit Kat bars. They are good. I like Twix better though. It's the only candy with the cookie crunch. Uh, I, think right. I think I'm Team Kit Kat. I like really? that texture. Yeah. Wafers are okay, man. And Kit Kat does a great job with their wafers. Yeah. But it's that cookie crunch of the Twix. Yeah. Holy fuck. And then like right now, every time I drive by a McDonald's, they're just like they're just like slapping me across the face with their McDick and saying, come on in for a McFlurry that's got Twix in it. Oh, and shit. And I'm just like, fuck you. I want to. Fuck, I, I'm an Oreo. I'm an Oreo I McFlurry. I guy. want you too, man. I do. You're an Oreo McFlurry. Yeah, if I get a McFlurry, it's Oreo. Mm, no, I like that. I like the Twix too, man. Yeah, fucking Twix, man. Yeah, I love Oreos too. I mean, though, if you're gonna have a cookies and cream blizzard, why get cookies and cream? You can get your cookies and cream in a fucking Oreo. Agreed. Agreed. I want to, you know what, I want to go, like, I wonder if there's, like, a really, really fucking, like, weird uh, ice cream place, like, I don't know, some some fucking obscure, like, you know, town somewhere in Podunk, America, and they have, like, instead of, like, Oreo blizzards, they have something like, like a Hydrox hurricane, <laughs> like, like a Hydrox snowstorm or something. Hydrox Remember hurricane. Hydrox? Oh, yeah, yeah oh, what yeah. The fuck? Yeah, it's, like, the generic version of Oreo. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is a Hydra? What is Hydra? Is that the chemical? It's a horrible name. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the worst name ever. It sounds like a laundry detergent. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like in it sounds like in the Avatar universe what they would eat instead of Oreos. Ah, They've got unobtainium and they eat Hydrox cookies. Hydrox yeah. cookies. Yeah. So Dan Hunter's email. <laughs> oh yeah. Talking about Hydrox and all this other shit. Yeah, the show has slipped. Yeah, we've been slipping. A little bit. I'm talking about Hydrox. Hydrox cookies. Yeah, oof, yeah Google them. Google them, kids. If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Google them. Don't eat them. I don't think, I don't think they make them anymore. Yeah, hopefully. I don't either. 
Hey, uh, my favorite animated show ever has to be Rick and Morty. I know you guys are fans, and I wanted to know your thoughts on season two. My favorite episode of the whole series has to be Total Rickall. The ending with Mr. Poopy Butthole was so funny. <laughs> Have you seen the Mr. Poopy Butthole? Oh, Jake. No, Come not. on, get on. Is season two? Season two, okay. man. Holy fucking shit, Mr. Poopy Butthole episode is fucking phenomenal. Sounds awesome. And I, the rumor is... Uh, that they're going to be coming back. Mr. Poopy Butthole is going to be coming back in a future episode. I listened to The Pointless Pod with Kevin Pereira, and he was interviewing Justin Roiland, who does Rick and Morty. Okay. And Justin, they did, actually, you need to listen to it. If you're, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, listen to The Pointless Pod this episode, because they actually, like, they, he breaks into character. And he does like Rick and Morty, like you know, like improv right there. On oh, the he's fucking... the guy that does the voices. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is fucking phenomenal. They got both voices: the voice for Rick and Morty on the show. Oh, oh nice. my god, it was so great. But yeah, Dan, I could not agree with you more. Like last last year, my, my the first season, my favorite episodes were the Meeseeks episode, and then the one where the family dog, the Westie, mm-hmm. gets like sentient and like puts himself in like that robotic alien suit, and <laughs> dogs take over the planet. Fucking brilliant. Oh my god, I fucking love that episode. But my god, Mr. Poopy Butthole episode was great this fucking season. It was fucking great. I love that name, Total Rickall. Yeah, Total Rickall. Man, uh, but he says, uh, that being said, Rick and Morty, at its worst, is still pretty damn good. I just hope that they come back after the two weeks breaks and give us a uh, poopy butthole level Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, he's saying, I thought the following two episodes after that were were the worst episodes that they've done. Do you agree with that? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, but like he says, like even like, they weren't as uh, outstanding. I mean, how do, you, how do you come back from Mr. Poopy Butthole? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you know you. what I mean? You know, who's going to follow up Mr. Poopy Butthole? I have no idea. I'm th- I, you know? That's a Mr. Poopy butthole gauntlet that's been thrown. You know, <laughs> I know. what I mean? That's going to make a mess. That's, that's guaranteed the next two episodes are going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a pun intended? Literally. Pun- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That you got your Oreo episode, and then the next two weeks you're eating Hydrox. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah not uh, Hydrox. No, not Hydrox. Okay. Also, with the sad news of the passing of Wes Craven, I wonder if they are still going to go ahead with the new Nightmare on Elm Street movie. They of pro- course they are. Yeah, they're going to capitalize on it. They probably will, but I don't know if Robert England would be playing Freddy or if it would be a remake reboot. Robert England has gone on the record and said, "I'm not. I'm done with Freddy. Not, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be Freddy. <laughs> Good for him until they offer him a dump truck full of money because they don't want uh, what's his name, uh, Earl." Or Jackie Earl. Oh yeah, Haley. Terrible. Rose Rich. I, I, dude, I, what's crazy? I've never seen that movie. Yeah. I kind of refused, but like from what I've heard from like Freddy fans, some of the Freddy fans loved it. Hmm. Oh, I hate that. Some I, of the I never watched it. Never watched it, so I, I I can't give my opinion one way or the other. But I've heard from uh, I think Matthew Chakella from Never Submit. I think he likes it. Ugh. Crazy. That's and, fucked up. It's yeah. kind of hard to have Freddie without Robert England. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just don't. I like he is it. You know? I yeah. I, trying to capture that magic. Why not make a new nightmare? Like a new serial? Why, why have it be the same serial? Killer? That's a good idea. Like it can still be a nightmare on Elm Street, and it can still take place in the same universe, but have it be a new menace, a different character. Yeah, yeah. And he can also be in the dream universe and everything, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be. You know, it's like it's such a retread of the, the Freddy Krueger story and what the parents did to him. Yeah, and I think Freddy's over yeah. it by now, right? Yeah, like, he's it, done. He's killed so many people. He's yeah. over it. He's got his revenge. Yeah. <laughs> he beat up Jason and shit. I know. He's good. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He says, uh, these horror movie franchises can be such a mess sometimes, uh, but my question is, who could be the next Freddy? Hmm. Uh, I think it's a harder role to fill than the Joker. If I could cast anyone as Freddy, I would cast Daniel Day-Lewis. As anybody, he would never take that role. No, he would never take, no, (laughs) that's fantasy casting, man. That's, you know, you're gonna ask me, if you're gonna ask me, like, hey, fantasy casting for, you know, anybody, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the the guy that they're never gonna get. Yeah. Because that'll be the best guy for the job. Yeah. yeah. I could see that, I could see that. I don't, I don't know. Just like I was saying earlier, I don't want another Freddy Krueger. Let's just move on from that. I don't know who I'd cast. Mm. The difference between Freddy Krueger and the Joker is that Freddy Krueger came into existence by being Robert England. You know what I'm saying? Where, mm-hmm. the, where the Joker is something on a page, right? Like he came into existence. Well, that's why ha- why we that's why the different iterations of the Joker can work. Exactly, exactly. Um, and it's like yeah. everyone has to imitate Robert England to some degree right. or another. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, who could play Robert England the best? Yeah, you don't want you don't want to you don't want to put you don't want to market it that way, or you don't want to like have your actor like the guy that you have come on is not going to you're not going to get a great actor to play your Freddy if you're going to sit him down and say, well, we want you to pretend to be Robert England playing Freddy. Exactly, exactly. No respectable actor is going to be like, all right. It's going to be some guy that's like, I'm hard up for a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating Hydrox cookies for the last yeah. fucking Can't couple afford weeks. Oreos. I want Oreos. Yeah. So, so we're yeah. Getting, we're getting Jim Carrey to play Freddie Oh, <laughs> man. That sounds about right. It <laughs> <laughs> does sound about right. I would go with, uh, what's his fucking face? The dude from Wings that was in Sideways. Oh, yeah. What the fuck's his name? Oh, it played Sandman and shit. Thomas, Thomas Aiden, Aiden Church. Church. That's go. who I would get. Thomas Aiden Church. Fuck it. Why that's not? Interesting. That's, that's a good pick. Let's just go all out. Yeah. Thomas Aiden Church is my Freddy. I don't know. He'd probably suck. I don't know. Kind of a curveball, but I like it. That's, that'd be my Freddy. I could see it. I'm going with Tim Daly from Wings. <laughs> so you're, 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 going, you're going with his co-star. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he already played David Koresh. Oh, yeah, Might that's as well right. have him. He was the lead in The Shining. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Next email comes from uh, your buddy Rory Aguilar. He's Rory! The one. He uh, donated the uh, Wii U for you. Yeah, he's the man. He's the man. He's fucking awesome. He brought the Mario Kart back. He, yeah, and he's like one of our listeners that like is always encouraging. Like after, you know, like I get on here and I'm like, I think we've slipped. And like Rory's going to send me a fucking, I'm going to get a message like tomorrow. What the fuck are you talking about? You guys slipped. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. That's that's just the kind of guy Rory is. Yeah, drink some eggs and man up. Yeah, drink some eggs and man up. Yeah, like Rocky. Rocky. Shit, yeah. Oh, dude, I, have you ever tried that? Have you ever no. tried to eat? No, I have. Is it gross? Dude, I loved Rocky growing up, and I was just like, and I used to like lift weights when I was a kid and shit. And so I was like, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what Rocky did. I'm gonna fucking try to like eat that egg. I'm gonna, that's what Rocky does. I'm gonna eat that egg. How'd that work? So out I took it downstairs. It? It's kind of like the consistency of like jizz, number one, <laughs> like like a raw egg. Okay, it does. It's like it's like, oh hey, do you like sperm? Oh, you want it trickling down your throat? Yeah, here you go. It's all following each other in like a slow chain. And so like you crack the egg, you put it in the cup, and I I I, I cracked like a couple, and I put it in there, and I tried to like suck it back. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get it down. I literally could not get it down. I would always spit it back up. Ugh. I can't get it down. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. Oh my god. Ugh. CG. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> not back in seventy six. <laughs> Early CG. They didn't. They don't want you to know about it. Oh man. 
Fucking Rocky. What a great movie, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking love Holy Rocky. shit. But why not just cook the eggs? I mean, just fucking just cook the damn eggs. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a second. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get all that protein, though, when you, you still get it. You still get the you same still, protein. You still get a lot of protein yeah. from an egg. <laughs> it's like the difference between concentrated orange juice and fresh No, it's about, the, it's about the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can also get really sick. Right, from eating raw eggs, yeah, like too. salmonella and yeah, shit, right? Yeah, exactly. So there is that. So <laughs> we know, don't recommend. Just it. take a protein supplement and call it a day. Yeah, they make bars for that. Rory says, "Hey, leftovers and whoever else is there." I was listening to an episode of the League of Geeks podcast. You know what? We're gonna break after this question. You know what? Fuck it. We're gonna. You know what? I'm gonna read this question when we come back. Okay. Oh, there we go. I'm gonna read this question when we come back. We're gonna break. Yeah. Sorry, Rory. You did say we were gonna break after. Your I, did. Letter, I did. I so. did, and I just you know, I got good. carried away. Okay. No need That's, to apologize. No. 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 No, that's that's when you know the sl- the show's slipping. Yeah, when it got carried away. When, when your host like makes a, a declaration that you know, yeah, we're gonna go to break, and then he just totally disregards it. We've been doing that since the beginning. I yeah. can't that's believe slipping. Brian got so carried away on that. Yeah. I can't wait for that iTunes review. Yeah. Brian got carried away last episode. Yeah. He said he listen wouldn't, but he did. All right, now listen to our Casper mattress ad. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, Jake, what are you up to, man? I am giving iTunes reviews to other <laughs> podcasts right now. <laughs> I've already submitted two. I was just typing yeah. up one for the Grantland podcast. There we go. You want to hear one of these? Yeah, go for it. Here's the one I did for the Nerdist. It's uh, titled, I Love PCL. I gave him five stars. <laughs> And I put this podcast is a five star podcast, but in my opinion, is only one third of the fun of pop culture leftovers. Find them on iTunes. <laughs> but I would create a six star system because of how good pop culture leftovers is compared to this cast. And then I, I put one on the on the NPR, uh, which is the number one entertainment podcast out there right now. Yeah. I put. Uh, oh yeah, we definitely, we definitely want to get on their wall because yeah. <laughs> they're number one. We're gonna, we got to take them down, right? Yeah, I also. This, this is the way you go about it, right? <laughs> you 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 post. You, you it's gotta post, work. You post your podcast on their wall because that's just what people do now. Yeah. I, I, again, I made it. I love PCL, and I put this is a five star podcast, but it would be a ten star podcast if they had as big as balls as pop culture leftovers. <laughs> Culture Leftovers is so good, it will leave you staggering after you listen. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see those show up on the wall. I'm going to be checking tomorrow. That's great. That's great. And I want, I want to see everybody else do it, too. I'm going to send you a screenshot, and I'm going to get my name dropped on this I'm, show. I, I will drop your name. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be part of it. All right, yeah, Rory. Rory Aguilar, he sends us. Here's his email. Back to his email. Hey, Leftovers and whoever, whoever else is there. I was listening to an episode of the League of Geeks podcast, and they had a very interesting debate. I heard their sides of the question. 
And I'm wondering about the leftovers input. The question is, will Star Wars Episode Seven make more money than Avatar did in theaters? I'm curious to hear y'all's thoughts. P.S. Frank and Jay are awesome. So, question is... Star Wars, The Force Awakens, will it make more money than Avatar did? The number one movie of all time in the box office at 2.7 or 8 billion dollars. It made, excuse me, it made almost 800 million dollars domestically and 2 million dollars internationally. Will Star Wars, The Force Awakens dethrone James Cameron's Avatar. I'm going out on the record and saying it will not. I agree. I want it to. Yeah, sure. We all do. Can I rant about Avatar for a moment? Well, yeah. I I want. I want. I do want to. I do want to <laughs> address the actual question. I mean, if you, I don't know. We could take a compilation of like every audio clip that you've ever put together about Avatar and get an idea of how you feel about the film. No, I just. If, I was just ranting about this this week. I. I don't fucking get it. It's. It's. No one talks about it. We'll talk. Yeah. Let, let's talk about this. Let's figure this out. There's no. You never see a pop culture reference to Avatar fucking anywhere. It's made all this fucking money. You don't see it referenced in a comic strip. You don't see the fucking sitcom characters talking about it. You don't see memes made about it on fuck. You know, I see memes about Titanic still every fucking week on Facebook. How come this movie that made two point whatever the fuck billion dollars and no one fucking ever talks about it hmm. what the fuck how did this happen jay I, uh let's answer the question first then we'll get back to jake's jake's which which ties into exactly why why is it so popular yeah. why did it make 2.8 billion dollars yeah i don't think star wars is gonna touch it because it was an experience it was a movie going experience that was kind of different than anything else out there so the whole 3d thing to me was the major draw. Like, you have to see this in the theater. Jay's on to it. You know what I You're mean? You're on to it. You're absolutely on to it. And I, I think he kind of nailed one of, the, one of the essential components of, like, why it was such a successful fucking movie in that Avatar, number one, okay, it was an event. Yeah. It was an event. And it was like, you have to see, you can't wait for this movie to come out on DVD or Blu-ray or digitally. You have to see this in the theaters. Okay? On top of that, you've got the director. James Cameron's name held a lot of weight. I mean, you're already looking at the guy. He already holds the title for fucking Titanic. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, oh, yeah, the number one director. And then their marketing. Holy fucking shit. Their marketing on this was brilliant. I don't know. In a movie that, like, you're... you're I mean, yeah, they had Sigourney Weaver. But, I mean, like, other than Sigourney Weaver... You know, reteaming with James Cameron. I mean, you've got a relatively unknown actor in uh, Sam Worthington, an Australian actor. I mean, it might as well have just been Chris Hemsworth at the time when nobody knew who the fuck he was when he played Thor. I agree. Yeah. And like here he is, Sam Worthington. He's your main guy. Your your villain is. Uh, oh man, your main villain. You got a couple of them. You got Giovanni Ribisi, which like wow, look at how the mighty have fallen. He's doing Ted and Ted Two now. <laughs> and. And, and and dads with Seth Green. Yeah. But I mean, and then on, on the flip side, Scott Lang, you know, and uh, his character, that old guy, the old gruff motherfucker with the battle suit that fought she the... always is. The jerky military guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which was a complete ripoff of the suit and fucking aliens. 
I just don't get it. Like, I, I can't even name a character from this movie anymore. And I feel like few people can. Like, no one talks about this movie at all. Like, apparently everyone went to see it. Yeah. But no one gives a fuck about it now. It's, it's, it's the price of the 3D ticket that did it. It was, uh, it was the perfect storm. It was the perfect storm. It came out in, it came out in like December at a time where there was nothing else in the theaters that was really challenging it at all. Yeah. And, it was an experience and people, it was repeat viewings because people did want to go back to Pandora. It was that 3D fusion camera that James Cameron came up with and 3D was the new gimmick at the time. He just happened to be the first to really capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. And so we've seen since avatars come out a bunch of movies that probably didn't need to be 3D mm. made into 3D because of Avatar. Oh, you know, yeah. You Avengers, know Age of Ultron and IMAX did not need to be in Right. 3D. No. But I mean, yeah, you get the upcharge of that fucking 3D ticket and it helps, it helps boost your sales. And I think that this happened at a time where like 3D was kind of like relatively unknown to most people, but they kept marketing it as like something that you have to see in 3D in the theater. And I'll be honest with you, it was gorgeous. Yeah. It was gorgeous. And I saw it in IMAX 3D and it, it was absolutely gorgeous. Oh, it was? And mind blowing, the visuals. But that's really all it was. I mean, it was like basically like Fern Gully meets Pocahontas meets, um, last of the, not last of the Mohicans, but, uh, Dances with Wolves meets a little bit of Aliens meets a little bit of Star Wars. It, it, but the 3D fusion camera and like the depth and the way he used the 3D was just absolutely amazing. And I loved being in Pandora. I just didn't really love the story. The story was really forgettable. Oh yeah. It's just annoying to me that the number one movie of all time is something that people it, aren't going crazy over. It, it has no, it, not only are they not going crazy over it, but it has like zero pop culture relevance. Sure. Right. Well, Unless like Family Guy is making fun of it, or yeah, but I mean that's exactly like, Family Guy. Like every, they make fun of everything. Oh, I know, I yeah. know. And I'm not saying like that's what makes you like uh, like a like a tent pole in fucking pop culture history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Family Guy. Oh, Simpsons did it. Yeah, or whatever. You know. Right. I just I feel like Avatar Two is just going to be a giant fucking bust. Like I I just don't see people clamoring for. More oh, it's of not going to it's not going to do gangbusters like the first one did. And I think people have kind of like worn thin on the 3D anyway. Mm-hmm. He. Cameron capitalized at the perfect time with 3D was kind of an unknown thing. And yeah. the way they marketed his 3D fusion camera, the the time that it came out, it was the perfect storm of director, time of the year, new technology that audiences aren't familiar with. It was the perfect storm. Yeah. And, and he had done Titanic. I mean, all these things that's and, and and for some crazy reason it did get repeat viewings that was another thing yeah that is fucked up people saw this in the theater and they absolutely thought it was an amazing experience it was eye candy it was like oh my god a fucking eye orgy and next thing they got to go back they got to watch it again they i got to watch it again it like 4 months later yeah. yep yeah well how many versions of it came out you know what i mean there were so many different versions of the movie that came out um i think they came out like, kind of like the lord of the rings thing yeah yeah where they had like an extended edition and all that stuff. Uh, so, uh, yeah. They they basically built a story around the fact that they had 3D technology like that. Mm-hmm. That that's why it wasn't like a They didn't great... even build a story like Brian said they just took three other stories. They did. Yeah. And they said, "Okay, this will be the, like a cool acid trip for people to the, watch." The, <laughs> I was really excited for this movie. If you go back and like if you remember like how you felt when you watched the first trailer for it, there was a lot of mystery and mm-hmm. the marketing was great on this. Um 
I was excited to see it too. Me too. Because it's like, uh, unlike Lucas and like the prequels, they weren't, it was, it was a, it was a world that was totally made up that doesn't exist. It's he created like a whole new planet Mm -hmm. and it looked really good. It looked gorgeous on the screen. Yeah, it did. And, um, for some reason, like, like I left the movie just kind of like, wow, that was just an amazing experience. But on the flip side, it was just like, you know, the story was lacking. The characters were lacking. Uh, the motion capture that Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana did was great, though. Yeah, I agree. Like, I the agree. movements were great. I mean, it, they came along. You've come a long way, even from, like, Ahmed Bass. Oh, yeah. All the technical aspects mm-hmm. of the movie are, are right. Tupperware. Right. But every right. other aspect of it. Yes. It's it's not like there's not a lot of things, like, about this world that make me, like, want to – like, the whole life tree and that shit. And, yeah. like, like, the whole lore of the Avatar. I'm, it's like I'm not interested in it at all. Like, they take no. their little tails, their little jamaican dreadlocks and they shove it in like a horse's ass that can fly and then you know what i mean like i'm one with nature now and like and it was too political for me it was almost like a like a like a save the rainforest campaign and it was just like you know evil military right right right. awesome scientists yeah yeah Yeah. like uh, scientists are always the good guys in like the the movies oh yeah yeah, oh I don't know. I want. <laughs> I want Force Awakens to be it. I mean, that would be amazing. It won't. But I, I agree. I agree. But I want it. It will not. But I want it. It's going to be a better. <laughs> I, I can tell you right now, it's going to be a better movie. I will not take that bet. There you go. No, I'm not betting. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. I knew. Yeah, it's going to be a better movie. <laughs> it's just. It's not going to. It's. I, I don't. I don't think it'll. Uh, will it? De- okay. Here, here's the big question. I don't think it's going to dethrone either Titanic. Or Avatar will it dethrone Jurassic World this summer's? It's number three at the box office of all time right now. It even de- even de- that, maybe not. Hmm. Like I'm split on really. That. Yeah, man, I'm I'm I, I'm December. It's a December release. It's coming around. It's coming out at around the same time as Avatar. Yeah, but it, it, unlike Avatar, though, it's got it's. I think it has more competition than Avatar had, and I and I think Disney's making a huge push. And they're 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 basically they're locking down all IMAX screens mm-hmm. for this. I think it has a I think it has a g- really good chance of uh, of take of dethroning uh, Jurassic World. I, I, th- I think it has a good chance. Way well, better. Way better. I mean, I think that's what they're going for. I, I think that they know that th- there's no way in fuck they're gonna hit two, they're gonna hit two point nine billion dollars with The Force Awakens. You can say everybody in the world wants to see this movie and blah 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 blah. Yes, there this movie is going this movie is going to make a lot of money. Uh first weekend it's going to pay itself off and then some. But it is not going to internationally and domestically. Dom- I, it's domestically. I, I think if you can if if it's going to do great, if it does like gangbusters domestically, it'll do awesome internationally. But yeah, I I agree. But I, I there, there's no way it's going to beat Avatar. No way in fuck. No. There's no way. I yeah. want it to. I, I do too. <laughs> I just think that they had the perfect storm of director. The time that that technology came out, that people weren't like too hip on like what 3D technology was, yeah. what it meant now, and so everybody was like, "Oh, let's we got to check out this 3D movie." That's what they pushed so well was the 3D aspect. Yeah. Oh, what's going to get you into the theaters to see this movie? Oh, the cool new 3D. It's an event. You've got to see it. If you don't see it in 3D, you're not going to get it. The glasses yeah. are clear. They're not red and blue. Right. <laughs> check, so, check it out. And so like. Families were like, oh, okay, it's a family movie. It's James Cameron. He brought us Titanic. Let's go to the movie and have this experience. And 
that's what did it is yeah. everybody had to see it for themselves. God damn it. <laughs> and, so, and that's why the original Star Wars trilogy was successful too. It was whole new technology at the time. So the thing is like well, the thing is like okay, what's what's going to bring what's go, what's going to what's gonna, look at your mom, my mom. What's going to bring my mom to the theater? I can tell my mom, "Oh mom, uh, new Star Wars movies coming out." And she's going to she don't give a fuck. My mom doesn't care about Star Wars. I agree Wars. with that logic completely. My mom doesn't like any science fiction or fantasy to begin with. But if my mom knows for some crazy reason that people are going nuts over the 3D in this movie, she might give it a shot. She may. Yeah. I, I completely There's, agree. Yeah. My mom went and saw Avatar cuz she wanted to see all the fucking like plants and stuff in right. 3D. Right. Right. So, I, I completely yeah. agree. So, it's getting those uh those people that wouldn't get their butts in seats in theaters. Cameron, Cameron, and those guys in marketing—they found a way to do it, and that's why it. Star Wars needs that's more, why, more botany. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a botanical gardens, and uh, said they have ice planets. Yeah, no. <laughs> damn it, Fuck. they fucked up. <laughs> Look at the brilliant ice. Great question, Rory. I yeah. appreciate it, though. Um, who is this? Uh, fuck, who's this? Who's this email from? Oh, yeah, here we go. Hey, Brian, Jake, Frank, Dave, and or Jay. You can call me Wichita John. Wow. That sounds like a like an old Western, uh, like a bandit. I agree. Right? Do we have like, to call him that? Like, I'm Wichita John. <laughs> yeah. Like, in seven states. There's like a wanted sign. Yeah. And there's like Wichita, Wichita John, and he's got like one of those cowboy hats, but like at the tip of like, what do they call it, the brim? Yeah, the yes. brim. There's like a hole in it, and it's like, that's from a gunshot. Oh. Like somebody, like somebody shot at Wichita John, they missed, but he's got that bullet hole in there to prove it, that he was in a gunfight. And Fuck that's him. why they call him yeah. Wichita John. Wanted dead or alive. <laughs> Play that John, John Bon Jovi oh, song yeah, right now. Young Guns, man. Holy uh, shit. I love, I love Young Guns. I loved Young Guns and I loved Young Guns too. And part two, yes. I did. Two's not as good though. Mm. Oh, two is great. I love two. Emotional roller coaster. White Oaks, you can kiss my ass. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that whorehouse. Hey, Jay's being a little sarcastic. Great. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I fucking love Young Guns one and two. I love Young Guns one and two too. And the soundtrack. I don't give a oh, fuck. Man, that fuck, uh, fucking Young Guns. That, that that scene in the first one where uh, they they throw that trunk out into the street. Mm. It's Casey Zemesco comes out like fucking like shooting and shit yeah i was like what the fuck and like that was a fucking that was a western sh- movie where they were like you know what yeah we we don't care that there weren't electric guitars <laughs> we don't care that there weren't electric guitars back in like the uh, late 1800s yeah. yeah if they made young guns 3 they'd have iphones yeah <laughs> but like like the music was like all like 80s like yeah like i loved guitar. it man. i loved it too i loved it it was yeah. cheesy but i liked it yeah all right, uh, uh, Wichita John here. He says, I work 10-hour days building airplanes and some days podcasts are the only way I cling to my sanity. I listen to a ton of them. Why don't you start leaving some reviews for some of those? <laughs> I agree, and, I agree. And plug our show because that's, that's the new trend. Yeah. Just go thing, do like I do. Go down yeah. the top ten entertainment list. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, he's he's already listening to a ton of them. Oh, there you go. Just go to those podcasts and let, let them know how you feel about pop culture leftovers. <laughs> that's what. That's what. That's the. That's the new. That's the new way to market your podcast. It's hip. Days. Just get on there and hey, I'm just gonna take a shit on your page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pull down my pants right here in the middle of your page. And shit, here, here here's my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Take a take a take a good listen to my podcast. <laughs> listen close. Yeah, <sighs> I can say with confidence that yours is the most entertaining, most informative, and if I may say, the most personal listening experience of them all by far. 
Goddamn well, right. You, you need to let those other podcasts know I agree. about that personal experience on their wall, yeah. on their iTunes wall, if sir. If you care about it. And, <laughs> and you need to sign it, Wichita John. <laughs> <laughs> The greatest gunslinger in the West. The greatest, <laughs> greatest podcast slinger. Yeehaw! <laughs> Looks like that old Wichita Johns back at it again. <laughs> Leaving these iTunes reviews. He's got the quickest iTunes review in the West. <laughs> Yeehaw! The quickest plug in the West. <laughs> I know I'm going to have a good day when I see that another episode of The Leftovers has uploaded. It's the first thing I check at 4.30 Monday morning. Nice. Got a sad little life here. <laughs> I can hear the whistle going off. Ooh, check for pop culture left. Oh, what ain't there? Uh, uh, I'm about to kill someone today. Yeah. Uh, yep, somebody's gonna get shot with the old, the old single six shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what I'm talking about. Single shot six shooter. <laughs> single shot six shooter. Single shot six yep. shooter. It just it shoots six single shots. That old wives' uh, tale. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Any hoot. Anyway, Brian, you know nothing about guns <laughs> or artillery. Never claimed to. Wow, John, you know a lot about me. <laughs> anyway, I thought it would be amusing to ap- uh, appreciate your individual contributions using the extended metaphor of a sweet-ass flat-top grill wrap. Oh, there you go. I've never been there personally, so all this is through the filter of your description. <laughs> but here it goes. Are you going to wrap this? Huh? Are you gonna wrap this? It's a it's a it's a flat top grill wrap. Like uh, like when you get like a a wrap. I was getting like the bowl. With a tortilla. No, it's not he doesn't want me uh yeah. A thirty seven year old white Caucasian <laughs> to you know, bust a rhyme here. Oh, I was getting so, excited. Yeah. I know I know I've been listening to a lot of Kanye <laughs> know, and, and Jay Z lately, but yeah, I'm not ready to fucking have a rap battle with you. All right, next week. Yeah. Uh Jake, I feel like you are the prote in my rap. <laughs> the central meaty ingredient because I find I often identify with your opinions most closely. Man of Steel and Funko Pop notwithstanding. But you could never be just chicken or beef. It would have to be something funky like calamari tes- tentacles. Oh, I almost said calamari te- uh, testicles. You did. Mon yeah. calamari. <laughs> Mon calamari. I don't went there too. Yeah. Star Wars fucking uh, Admiral Akbar's fucking genitals. Right. It's That's- a trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat my testicles. <laughs> Dave. Uh, yeah, who... Who is Dave? Yeah, we're, uh, Dave Thomas. Dave. Hey, Dave's the Wendy's guy. Have, do we have a Dave on the show? No, because I, I haven't heard from him or anything. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if Dave's coming back. People, yeah. don't know. I haven't heard from him. So don't call to come back. He put on the cone of silence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure did. He said uh, anyway. He he says Dave, the white knight kale in my wrap. You're the healthy ingredient that makes it okay to have a small slice of misogyny pie for dessert. Jay, your good humor is the sweet teriyaki sauce that seeps into every crevice of my wrap. Goddamn right it is. Frank. (laughs) I don't know, man. You're that ingredient that you would never think to include, but surprisingly contribute something to make the wrap better. (laughs) Maybe balsamic vinegar? There you go. Or gummy bears. Yeah, Yeah, probably gummy bears. (laughs) Last but not least, Brian. Something's gotta hold this mess together, man. You know, when they give you a choice of tortilla, like plain spinach or the one that's red, well, you're the red one if the red one's full of burning spices like chili, habanero, or ghost pepper. 
It hurts so good, you can't stop till it's all gone. And that's my perfect leftover wrap. Nice. I like that. I would eat that. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds gross. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So basically, you've got you've got a you've got a calamari, yes. kale, gummy bears, balsamic vinegar, balsamic vinegar. Yeah. On a red hot, spicy, burning your butthole chili wrap. Right. Yeah, you that's lost me at yeah, yeah, Jay. That sounds so damn good. <laughs> that burning ass makes you feel alive, though, when you have to do that. When you have to do that, you know. Uh, kale is disgusting. It's like God, I'm uh, alive. I've been eating a lot of kale lately. Kale's uh, great. I put it in my morning it's great shake for you. It's good for you. That's the only reason I but eat it's not it. Good. It doesn't. It doesn't taste. I've put it on my salads, and it's like yeah. I, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You can fry it up like bacon, though, and it tastes like fucking bacon. Well, yeah, but what's no, the, what's the point of having kale then if you're gonna fry it up? <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, guess what, guys? I can make healthy food shitty, <laughs> but it tastes great. I can, yeah, I can make healthy sh- healthy food taste good. Yeah, but be but fucking kill you by adding animal yeah. bar. It is good in a fucking shake, though. Put some fruit in that shit. It tastes fucking fine. It's, no, it's, it's an acquired taste. Honestly, just the, down the, it. Hold your nose. Only the only. No, I, yeah, that's my point. The only way I can actually, I've been eating it forever now. That's the only way I can get through it. The beets, like I, eat, I still eat those fucking beets. Pickled beets. Mm. I don't eat pickled beets. I eat like raw beets oh, and okay. put them in the shake and. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, yeah, exactly. It is. It is. Yeah. The only, I'm only doing it for health reasons. Yeah, yeah, and the only that. reason I can fucking handle it now is because I've been eating it for so long. <laughs> it's not, you know what I mean? It's not like, it's, and I'm, if I go to a restaurant, I'm not going to be ordering it. You know no, what I mean? Like, no. no, that's like a fucking chore. That's like, uh, that's like shit I do at home. <laughs> you know? Stay healthy. When I'm out at a fucking restaurant, I want to eat food that tastes good. Oh, right. Totally. That's why I don't go to Flat Top Grill. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I think honestly, when Pete Neen kills fucking Finn, yeah, in the hunger, because that's going to happen. Pete Neen is just going to like yeah. someone is. He, uh, Spoiler: Pete Neen, Jake Harmon, <laughs> somebody, somebody, anybody is going to kill Finn, and then like they're, I the think wind. they're going to put him. He's going to be the prote in their flat the top ball. I know that's and, what I was going to say. He, they're going to put like a. There, there's going to be like a. Uh, there's going to be like little those pegs yeah. they can put in there. He's got to at least have and, like. Uh, Pete's gonna put in like the uh, the pink. I just kicked this pussy's ass peg. <laughs> Finn can't have much prot on those bones. He's gotta have at least six grams of pro per serving. You know what I mean? I'm fucking with you, Finn. You're awesome. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, Finn. Before I let you go, uh, before I let you get to the next uh, email. By the way, I love the emails. I wanted to get your opinion on a couple of things. First, I've been thinking about the casting of Captain Marvel. And you guys should check out Eliza Coop's work and see what you think. Hey, man, dude, I can talk to you all day about Eliza Coop, so I will. Anyway, she's been in Scrubs <laughs> and off and on in other sitcoms. She's beautiful but has almost a masculine edge to her that I think would suit the role of superheroine of the superheroine perfectly. I love Eliza Coop. She was in Happy Endings. She's absolutely phenomenal in that show. Very hilarious. And then she also did a show called uh, Benched on USA, which got canceled, unfortunately. But I watched the entire first season of Benched, and I love it. Eliza Coop is very funny. I just think taking – I don't know if she's the next Chris Pratt that can take that leap from TV to film. Mm. She's very good, though, man. And I don't know I don't know if she's – uh, if she can make that leap, but man, she she's very talented, very funny, very pretty. She has to look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd you'd and you'd have to see you'd have to see her act. I, I, she she could fit in with that Marvel comedic stuff. 
Yeah. Hey, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say, hey, Wichita John, I, I'm an Eliza Coop fan. I would love to see this happen. I would love to see. I would love to see her as Captain Marvel. So she's got my vote too, man. Yeah, anyone but Ronda Rousey. Oh, fuck that, man. Any anybody anybody who fucking just says Ronda Rousey is an idiot. You, you, it's like it's like yeah, I get it. She's a badass and she can kick ass in the ring, but not behind the fucking cam, not in front of the camera. No, no. Look, at, look at that one with the glasses. Oh, there you go. Yeah, pretty nice. Eliza Coop. Yeah, she's hilarious. She's very, very funny, and uh, I, I think she's very attractive. Um, lastly, listening to your theories on the new female lead in the Star Wars Episode Eight got me thinking. I wondered what if instead of being killed, Ray in the end is seduced by the dark side, joins Kylo Ren, and becomes a villain in other episodes. This would necessitate a new female lead. Just a thought, and maybe unlikely, but wouldn't it be a good twist? Thanks for the awesome show, you guys. Wichita John. Wichita John. I'd like that. I'd like to see a female dark jedi like live action i mean we've seen uh asajj ventress in the cartoons and we've seen yeah ventress we've seen uh luke resist the dark side what if we saw one succumb yeah that'd be cool well we saw anakin succumb i'm gonna see a dark female though dark female and then then we bring in then we bring in our girl tatiana maslani episode eight (laughs) under ryan johnson that would be holy fuck bring it man I don't give a fuck what happens as long as they can get Tatiana in episode eight. Yeah, I don't care who she plays. I don't care who she plays, yeah. I would see Avatar two if Tatiana was in it. I would too. <laughs> I would too. I would be I would be a first in line. I'd be like back to Pandora. I like that idea. I actually I like that twist. I think that's I, I a like great it twist. Too. It's a very good twist. So uh if that is fan fiction come truth to tr- like to to truth in the movies, I would like it. I would accept that. I would cheer. All right, next uh, email comes from Christopher Stabel. Hey, Leftovers, I'll keep it brief. Just wanted to say thanks for the recommendations of Comic Slobs, Nerd Porn, League of Geeks, and Never Submit Podcast. Uh, did any of those post on our iTunes wall? <laughs> no, no, those were none of them. Wow, none nice. of those posted on our <laughs> None of them have. Feel so. free to post on their walls, yeah. though. Go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's fucking, like, let's smatter their fucking walls with pop culture leftovers jizz. Yes. Yeah, just fling that cum on the, on the, yeah. that pop culture leftover. Watch it drip down. Watch it drip down. Fling, <laughs> fling it, fling it like that piece of shit in the, in the, yeah, the, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. yeah. Where, uh, Jody Foster's walking through there and that yeah. guy, he, like, flings his, remember that? Remember that? Oh, I remember, remember, I do that, scene? remember that, that. that pretty memorable scene? <laughs> yeah, I would it say so. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. They don't, you know, when they when they like repost that when they replay that scene on Lifetime, they don't show that part. Yeah, no, they do not. I no, enough. no, hmm. no. Television for women will not show. A, <laughs> they for some reason, television for women will not show a man flipping his jizz onto a woman's face. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Oddly enough, I know chauvinist. <laughs> That's the director wanted him to throw his jizz in her face. Everybody's so sensitive these days. I know. It's just, it's just, it's just cum. Yeah, it's just goddamn. I'm just whipping cum at your face. (laughs) You know what I mean? It happens. Face full of jizz. That has a lot of pro, too. I mean, can we talk about pro a little bit? Yeah. That's got a lot of pro, too. Yeah, where's my clear peg at the flat top grill for sperm? (laughs) (laughs) I would not use that peg. Actually, it'd be more like a milky haze kind of peg, right? (laughs) You wouldn't use that, but I would, because I'd be like, I don't know. Fuck it, just throw it all together. Yeah. Whatever. Jeez, whatever. <laughs> Jake. 
Yes. Loving, he says, he's talking to you. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying yes to him. No, he says uh, Tupperware, all uh, all uh, all the great shows with great content. So he's talking about comic slobs, nerd porn, League of Geeks, and Never Submit. All great shows with great content. Tupperware's all around. Jake, loving the DC animated reviews. Oh, thank you. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on Gods and Monsters. That'll be a while. It will be a while. Brian, American Ultra was a taste for me. Eisenberg and Stewart were good, but Tammy Taylor was just not doing it for me. I wanted more action as well. Jay, your laugh is contagious as fuck. Tupperware that shit. Thanks, man. Thanks for the episodes. They keep me sane in the New York City underground. And that was from Christopher Stabel. Thank you so much for that uh, that's email. Good. That's a nice, nice yeah, email. Nice was email. A good Keeping email. it nice and short. And I'm glad that somebody else saw American Ultra and, and gave it a taste of it as well. Chris Hohola sends us uh, an email here, and he says, Hola, I can't, I, I don't know any Spanish. Hola, why, como estas? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. That Left, sounds accurate. Leftovers and left outs. Good job. As I sit here patiently waiting for the Blu-ray release of Jurassic World. It's going to sound good to you because you can't pronounce anything. <laughs> fuck you, fuck up your Perfect. own. Perfect. Good yeah. job. <laughs> I love America. God. <laughs> As I sit here patiently waiting for the Blu-ray release of Jurassic World, I've been thinking about what kind of pet dinosaur I would want. The obvious answer for me would be the Velociraptor, as they are probably one of the most badass dinos to ever have existed. Of course, there is the downside of the whole vicious carnivore aspect, but I feel like I could Chris Pratt the shit out of one or two. My first question to you all is, what dinosaur would you want as a pet and why? My last question, okay, uh, my last question is who remember, okay, yeah, we'll get to that last question here, but uh, which dinosaur would you want to own? I want a pterodactyl. Fucker, you had to steal my answer. Sorry, I want to fly around with my and pterodactyl. We both want pterodactyls. No, you know, I'm going to pick a different one now. I'm going to pick, I can't have a pterodactyl too. We can both have No, them. no, we can't. They can fight It's not other. fun anymore. Aw, it is still fun. It's not fun anymore. I want that one that has the fucking Velociraptor face now. That little T Rex fucking one. Oh yeah. No, I don't know. I, I'll get. I'll get to my answer. Jay, what, 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 what do you want? What do you want? I, I always liked the Stegosaurus. That was always my favorite. He had he had the spike tail. Spike tail. That and, was, the, and like the shield. Kind was that of thing. was that Slag or Slug from uh, Slag? Slag yeah. from yeah. I always liked him. I could hide behind the. I could hide behind his armor yeah. plating, and then he has that fucking spike tail. He fucking whip it at you. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh god, I didn't know it had spikes on it. <laughs> I would have the um I would have the the baby dinosaur from the show Dinosaurs. The Not the Mama. Not the Mama <laughs> That would that's that's who I would have. What kind of dinosaur was that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. A yeah, uh, honey boo boo dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I would have. I like that. I would have her not very intimidating, but was it a boy or a girl? I don't know that That's either. Good. I don't know the sex of that fucking dinosaur either. <laughs> I, I don't either. Holy shit. That's weird. It is weird. Wow. Cute and cuddly, though. Yeah. Did they just call it baby? Yeah. Like, they were just lazy, right? Yeah, they, they didn't even lazy. name their kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like they named it, like, you know, like Johnny or Susie. Yeah. yeah. Joe, Joe Bob. Yeah. <laughs> That's very lazy. That's lazy writing. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, when you get older, we'll give you a name. I'm tossing For now, you're your baby. (laughs) Too late. We're extinct. No name. My last question is who remembers the Dino Riders toy line? I do. I do, too. You didn't like Dino Riders? No. Oh, my God. I love fucking dinosaurs. And you fucking put, like, like guns and missiles on them and shit and make the figures look that badass. I I fucking love them. 
the Dino Riders storyline and cartoon from back in the day. I'm thinking a Michael Bay reboot of this franchise is in order. Dinos and explosions. Of course, it would suck because Michael Bay, but pimping out dinosaurs and armor and weapons and riding them into battle, does it get any better? Until next time, <laughs> Chris, don't let Jay butcher my name. Hohola. <laughs> Poor P- Michael Bay. P.S. Brian, if you loved Flat Top Grill, you should really check out the Melting Pot. You'd really love that place. Isn't that a place where like they put everything in like cheese? Is that like, a, like is a fondue bar? Is that a fondue place? Yeah. Is that what the like Melting it. Pot is? I never heard of it, but that's I don't know. Guess. Fondant is what I said. Just when we thought it was a bad idea to have you on the show this week, <laughs> you come back with a fucking. Hilarious vengeance. Yeah, the fondue. Fondant. I brought it back. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I remember Dino Riders. Yeah. I used to think it was pretty fucking cool. I like Dino Riders. Yeah. I, I don't see a movie, no, but. I think it would be an awesome movie. Yeah, I don't. I think it would be a better movie than a cartoon. I think it would be an awesome movie. You got dinosaurs, you got people riding them. Yeah. Oh, I'm a dude and I'm riding one. <laughs> don't you think that's and I got of, guns on it and shit? Don't you think that's the direction it seems like the Jurassic World franchise may possibly be going though? They are trying to weaponize them. Yes, that's what I, that's where I'm going with it. That's uh, that's what we need. Yeah, fuck it. Hot dudes on weapon wielding dinosaurs. Where else are they going to go? Hot dudes and gals and gals. Yeah, I yeah. do like yeah. <laughs> I like gals. I do like both. Jesus. <laughs> hey, guess who is sending us an email this week? Uh-oh. It's our favorite hotel chain. Marriott? Okay. Hyatt Sutton. <laughs> Hyatt Sutton. Oh, yeah. When's the last time you stayed at a Hyatt Sutton? I've never stayed at a Hyatt Sutton. I masturbated in a Hyatt Sutton before. <laughs> so I've gone to one, but I've never actually stayed the night. Yeah. <laughs> Hyatt Sutton says, hey, guys, I've rode in before. No need... <laughs> <laughs> no need to read this if the inbox is overloaded. Got a question for Comic Book Corner. I asked Comic Slobs the same question, but wanted to get PCL's take on it as well. You're going to be stranded on a desert island. You can bring three trade paperbacks with you, single volumes only. One to cherish and for you to read over and over. One to keep stacked on top of the dirty magazines that you found washed ashore to hide them just in case you get rescued or whatever. And one for kindling toilet or toilet paper. What would they be? Oh, god damn. Yeah, that's on the spot. I think the one I'm going to read over and over again would be the first volume of Astro City, Life in the Big City. I think the one that I'm going to keep the dirty magazine safe with would be uh, maybe the seventh Spawn volume. <laughs> that's a good answer. Which one are you going to use for toilet paper? Oh, that's, I thought it was one to keep the dirty magazine safe. Now, you can bring three trade paperbacks with you, single volumes only, one to cherish and for you to read over and over, one to keep stacked on, keep, uh, keep stacked on top of your dirty magazines that you found washed ashore to hide them just in case you get rescued or whatever, and one for kindling, so uh, fire. Oh, when you said uh, kindling, I thought you meant like a digital comic on your Kindle. No. no oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which you could keep charged on a desert island at all times. No, kindling or toilet paper, what would they be? Uh, what's the toilet paper comic? Spawn volume eight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, man, uh, the, my my favorite comic series of all time was X Men Inferno. That is the one that I read over and over again. I know you'd think it'd probably be Batman, but it's not. It's X Men Inferno. That's a good. You can get that in omnibus now. You I know fucking loved X Men Inferno. Um, for toilet paper, I'd use X Men Apocalypse because I fucking hated that series. Age of Apocalypse. Yes, oh. Age of Apocalypse. Um, what's what's my oh to hide my porn? Hide the porn. Oh man, what would I hide my porn with? Oh shit! Maybe Archie. No. Oh, Death of Superman. (laughs) Death of Superman. That's easy. Had my point with that. No one would expect that to happen. Right. (laughs) All right. Here we go. I can bring three trade paperbacks with me. Single volumes only. One for you to read over and over and over. I would bring Saga Volume One. Yes. Huge fan of Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, One to keep stacked on top of the dirty magazines that I found washed ashore. That is going to be a Volume One of Matt Fraction Sex Criminals. Might as well fucking like you know top off porno (laughs) magazines with sex criminals. They wouldn't expect it either. Well, true. Well, and it's just like whatever. I, they they can think whatever they want to, yeah. honestly, with me. Fuck yeah, I'm on a fucking desert island. <laughs> I'm going to fucking jack off into a coconut. So right. go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I figure out a way to drill a hole in that coconut, I'm <laughs> fucking it. There's other people there. You're not stranded anymore. Yeah. I'm on a desert island. Yeah. I'm going to fuck a coconut. You'll fuck Deal a with coconut, it. But you won't fuck a fucking robot. I want somebody, I, I want somebody, I want somebody to leave a review on somebody else's page. About pop culture leftovers. I love pop culture leftovers so much because their host would fuck a coconut. Right. Let's see your host do that. Let's see your host fuck a coconut. NPR. <laughs> Mark Marin. Mark Marin. Let's see you fuck a coconut. Yeah. Or Live on Periscope. Brian fucking a coconut. <laughs> Brian busting a nut in a coconut. Oh man. Deal with it. What's your toilet paper? My toilet. What am I? Gonna, what, what am what I? Are you gonna, wiping that what am I gonna, off with? Any fucking trade paperback with Greg Landart. There you go. Uh, there it you doesn't go. matter which. <laughs> it doesn't matter which or what. Fucking garbage. Iron Man. It don't matter. I'm I'm wiping my ass with Greg Land artwork. Nice. So yeah. <laughs> Next email comes from Finn Dietz Creek, and uh, he says, "Hey, leftovers and left outs. It's your scrawniest listener." Trying to add to your ever-sized stack of emails once again. First, I don't know what Jake is talking about. We scrawny guys may not have the brute strength of Pete Neen or Brian, but we do have ninja speed and are super quiet since we take up little space. (laughs) I know that if I have the right attitude and the right... That was a great laugh. (laughs) I know that if I have the right attitude and the right weapon... I can destroy anyone who gets in my way. You're goddamn right, yeah, Finn. Yeah, keep up that spirit. I will fight for Jay till the end. Yeah. <laughs> now that that's off. <laughs> he goes, now that that's off my scrawny little chest. <laughs> I, I was wondering if any of you had seen the film Plastic Galaxy. Now, um, we, I don't think any of us have seen it, but I remember us. Do, I, I, I did like a good pop, bad pop on it, <laughs> like talking about it coming out and okay. how it was on Kickstarter or something. But I, I haven't seen it's it. It's out now. It is out now. Okay. Yeah, I think you can watch it like video on demand or something. It's probably available on iTunes or something. If you haven't, you definitely need to. Uh, it made me more hyped for episode seven. Plastic Galaxy is like that documentary that talks about like the hype of the Star Wars toys and oh. and how movies and merchandising kind of like the synergy between the two. Yeah. Um, I'm also thinking of starting my own little podcast about teens and their perspective on pop culture. 
and I think you guys and I thank you guys for inspiring me. You know, what's he gonna call it? Scroncast. <laughs> Finnegan's Wake. <laughs> Scroncast. <laughs> Orphan Black Season 3 <laughs> is a high-tasted, about as high as you can get before it's a Tupperware. Jake, you need to watch it. Stop with all the Funko hate, Brian. Or don't. I don't really care. You do care, Finn. Otherwise, you wouldn't bring it up. Stop yeah. it, Brian. Brian. Stop making fun of my baby toys. <laughs> stop. stop. <laughs> speaking, speaking of bullshit toys, I do have a couple boxes. I'm oh, gonna open. shit. I'm going to open them up after the, uh, after the uh, email segment. I'm fucking biting at the... I, I am excited about this. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. So I'm hoping I get some, he's got his hand on them. I'm hoping I get some, I'm hoping I get some baby toy hand-me-downs. Jesus. <laughs> Funko. Funko, hey, I, I I don't understand the Funko obsession. I don't understand it. I understand that these are characters that you love from pop culture, and I understand that they're, like, easily accessible, and you can just buy them. I just think they look like little baby toys. I agree. And I... I, I, I I, I would rather have like an elite series die cast figure of my Star Wars characters. Yes. I, I, I don't, I'm not into this whole fucking fad. It's a fucking fad. It's a beanie baby bullshit fad and it's gonna fucking, I cannot wait for it to fucking die out and I can't wait to laugh at all you Funko fucks. Nothing will change. I'll still love them. I can't wait for all, <laughs> I, be able to buy them I can't wait. No, 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 no. It's like, hold on. It's like 20 years later looking back at your fucking high school fucking, uh, senior picture. And like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I look like that. And da, 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 da. Mom, your hair was crazy. And look at those glasses. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like going back like 10 years from now, looking back at Funko Pops and being like, oh my God, I remember when people used to buy those. Cause people fucking used to buy the beanie babies and shit. And like, that was like a big thing. And now you kind of laugh at like the guy that like, you know, he went out there and bought all the beanie babies and like that, that's how he was going to put his kids through college. And he, he fucking blew his kids college funds on beanie babies. And they lost all their value. That's oh, how I. No, if you're buying, okay. If you're okay. buying Funkos now to yeah. try to put your kid through college, I'm laughing at you. Yeah, I, Jake, I know. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm taking it from one stri- extreme. I, I'm just basically what I'm pointing out is that they're they're both stupid. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so that's what it comes. That's what I, that's what it's boiling down to. Beanie babies are pretty cool too. Beanie, oh fuck off! God damn it, I can't win with you. All right, let's see here. Uh, or yeah, he says. Um, Jake, you need to watch Orphan Black season yes. three. Stop with all the Funko hate. Uh, but those collector cores are a high tasted. I, I wish you got a little more bang for your buck. Well, I think I've rambled on long enough. Thanks for the weekly dose of entertainment. Hashtag Team J. J has left us. J, J. Team Scray. Yeah. Team Scrawny. Team Scray. <laughs> Just combining Scrawny and J. <laughs> You're really hurting this week. I know. I was, <laughs> Team, I was trying. I'm reaching. <laughs> Team Scray. Yes. That's gonna, that's gonna that's gonna catch on like wildfire. Hashtag, Hashtag Team Scray. Right wow. Wow. <laughs> Jake, you just took the internet by storm. Yeah. Every <laughs> sorry. They, Jake, Jake just went viral with Team on. Scray. Jake viral Elliot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> What do we got here? Who's our next email? Oh, here we go. And I have no problem with this. It's another, uh, it's another podcast plug, but it's Jimmy McKnight from the Ninja Starship podcast. And I know that, I know that Jimmy is a listener of Pop Culture Leftovers. And Jimmy, 
Jimmy, I didn't know you had actually started your podcast. I actually gave it a few listens, and uh, it's good stuff. It's a good, it's a good podcast. What's I would it about? It would, uh, you know, they they do a lot of the same things that we that we do. They talk a lot about like some of the same like news things. But mm. he has interviews. Like I listened to an interview he had with uh, a guy from what was it, Mammoth? This guy, uh, it's like a clothing company and okay. they make t-shirts and and uh, i think it's like a it's like kind of like a skateboard t-shirt company and stuff like that okay. but it's and he goes to conventions and stuff and it sounds way more professional than our podcast <laughs> um but yeah it was a lot of fun so um no i have no problem with that the emails and you like tell me that you're doing a podcast but man dropping your drawers on our fucking itunes wall <laughs> You know what? I, I just want our listeners to start shitting on everybody's wall too. Poop culture leftovers. Shitting on your fucking iTunes wall. Nice. Hey, goes uh, Jimmy says, uh, "What's up, leftovers? Love the show. I have been listening since episode twenty-eight. I don't even know what episode that was. Who what did we? What did we? What did we talk about in twenty-eight? Huh? Look at uh, that. Was I talking about fucking robots? Was Jay? Was, was, no, was Jay no, laughing? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Was I saying gotcha? Gotcha. Gotcha. I'll look it up. You don't have to look it up. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) As a podcaster, I can really appreciate the amount of work Brian puts into the show. Jake, Frank, Dave, and Jay all do great jobs keeping the flow going. I wanted to ask if any one of you have had a chance to check out Todd McFarlane's new comic, Savior. I'm really into this story. And I just wondered if any of you dudes have had a chance to check it out. Keep up the awesome work. I have added – I think I have that one on my pull list, man. So like maybe in the future I'll give a review. I've got a review of like uh, three or four different comic books I'm going to be talking about today. One is not a Todd McFarlane book, but I do have a Rob Liefeld book oh, yeah. that I'm going to be talking Controversial. about. Controversial. So, uh, But yeah, thank you, Jimmy, uh, the Ninja Starship podcast. Uh, subscribe. Uh, thank you, Jimmy, for not shitting on my <laughs> iTunes wall <laughs> this week. I like that name, Ninja Starship. It is, cool. and, and their and their their fucking their um, what is it like their logo is like a it's a starship and it's got like two samurai swords oh, coming out of the that side. Cool. That's kind of badass. It's fun. I it's like fun. that. It's fun. I think how many emails I got left? Oh, last one. It comes from. <laughs> I know. Well, it's until we get to like you know Marvel emails and Marvel. Yeah. Oh fuck. Anyway, this email comes from our buddy Wayne Brunius. Oh, your buddy. For the sure. Bruni. Oh, Wayne hates me. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, who the fuck are you gonna fight for in the PCL? Actually, who are you gonna die for in the PCL? Oh shit. <laughs> What he did there. Wow, Jay. God damn. That was powerful. Jake didn't even catch it. I know. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> no, him and maybe 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 he'll choose he'll choose you, Jay. And I hope not. You'll you'll have your you'll, you'll have your double Jay trouble chamber. Yeah. Fucking I want out of this as quick as possible. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna send the He's just gonna push his guys into ours. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're they're gonna, they're just going to contribute their Funko Pop versions of themselves. Oh, oh no, that would be adorable. Well, yeah. Jake will collect them. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> Jake will have them on his wall. Oh man, I want Funko Pop versions of us. That'd be awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Uh, hello, PCLers and others. You know who you are. Other. Other. First of all, I've been watching Fear the Walking Dead, and I have to say, what a flaming piece of shit this show is. <laughs> Every character is dumb in this show. The wife and her two kids are dumb, especially that kid that played Voldemort, <laughs> Harry Potter 6. 
The husband and his kid are dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, why is the kid videotaping someone trying to bite a police officer? Then they go inside and hide in a barber shop during a riot instead of just driving back to Bel Air or wherever the fuck they live. I'm really just watching this show as a holdover until the new Walking Dead season. Fuck Fear the Walking Shit. <laughs> Wayne, I, I can't believe that you are not, like, writing for, like, a major media outlet. <laughs> I know. Worst People Magazine yeah, I know. calling him up. I know. Wayne, scathing new review. Yeah. New article from Slashfilm, <laughs> Collider.com. Fear the walking shit. Wayne Brunius. <laughs> All the characters are dumb. <laughs> he says, he goes on to say, I'm tired of reading a new rumor about the DC movie verse every day. One day I read a rumor saying that Wonder Brothers ordered more bat flex scenes into Batman versus Superman. The next day I read a rumor that Man of Steel 3 is actually going to be basically Woman of Steel instead. Now, today I read that Booster Gold and Blue Beetle are getting a team up movie. We're going to be talking about that later. Yeah. Maybe it's just me, but I feel that DC needs to shut off their rumor spigot, at least until the Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad comes out. Nice to email you guys. You are the highlight of my mundane retail work day, Wayne Brunius. What do you guys think about? What do you think about DC coming out with new rumors all the time? Yeah, I agree with Wayne. They need to slow it down. Like, let's have. Is it any than, different than Marvel though? Like, yeah, all Marvel these has more than one movie out. So at least there's a little bit of like proof. Yeah, but like uh, of course with like with with having like uh like twelve movies, twelve thirteen movies out right now. I think it's twelve. There's gonna be there's gotta be more speculation on the DC side because yeah, yeah they've only got one out. So it's like a new story is coming out because people want to know what's gonna come out. But you don't know what to believe though. Is the point like Marvel? There's speculation and then it becomes the truth. Stop fucking reading For DC, it. DC, it's speculation. <laughs> speculation. <laughs> I can't. Okay? If you don't like it, stop fucking reading it. Every single movie. This is the day and age we live in. I'm sorry, but every fucking thing that comes out now has. Rumor, rumor, rumor until the fucking movie comes out. Hey, man, if if somebody's gonna fucking, if somebody's gonna put an article up that says, uh, yeah, Warner Brothers is, uh, thinking about making a Booster Gold Blue Beetle movie, I'm gonna fucking read it. Yeah, for sure. I wanna hear about it. Yeah, I do too. And and see, the thing is, is like, they don't have to do advertising anymore. All they have to do is put out some viral fucking rumor. Yeah. And then that's their advertising for the film. Well, I agree with that, but the problem is, is it, can you even, these rumors, like, how believable are they? No, you shouldn't. Jake's right. I mean, like, half of the rumors that we get from these fucking media outlets anymore aren't coming from reputable sources. It's right. coming from a post on fucking Reddit. Right. Yeah. Hi, but, I used to work for DC. Hi, I used to work for Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps you thinking. I'm, I'm not saying... Listen to Pop Culture Leftovers <laughs> podcast. You know, that, that's something else you should be posting. Big on, balls. You should but, yeah. be posting on Reddit. <laughs> I agree, I agree. Yeah. Right or wrong, like, you know, it's just, it keeps people talking about it. Right or wrong. Uh, you that's know, true. That's a great point. It, yeah. It, it I doesn't mean, matter. It's it's just like us talking about stupid shit that doesn't. That's never going to happen in these movies, too. Yeah, it's just on a global platform now. Right. So you know, I I don't want them to necessarily stop that. Then they're censoring everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gets out of hand. Just if you don't like it, don't read it. Yeah, Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Have some huh. self control, goddamn. Jay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> told that guy. <laughs> He told him to find, don't read it. There's, 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 nice. There has to be some sort of like filters that you can put in your computer or your, you know, your, yeah. your iDevice, your, your Android, what's it? <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I, there is. Like, you just don't go to those fucking sites that spread these yeah. rumors. Like, that's all they do. They want people to come to their sites and yeah. read their stories. So that's yeah. why they do this I'm gonna, shit. Yeah, I'm going to give you an outrageous title. Yeah. I'm going to give you an, and I want you to click on it. Yeah. Because I want you to read it. Because, like, the more hits we get, the more people. That's why... Yeah, listen to pop culture. You know, <laughs> I think Wayne is specifically picking on the Warner uh, the, Brothers, guys, though, in not those, the in whole those, rumor mill in general. In those articles where they ask you for comments, just put like "listen to pop culture leftovers." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should be like in every comment section. I've heard PCL has something to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> PCL's behind his Mr. Gold movie. I, I, you know what? Like it, it, they want it, so it's going to be a reality. <laughs> yes. it, it doesn't piss me off. Like yeah. it doesn't piss me off to get on the internet every day and read something about Marvel, DC, or Star Wars. It does not piss no, me off. I, I think that's a whole different argument. I think that his problem is is that you can't trust the DC speculation. Why should you? But it's it's the most wildly untrustworthy of all the speculation. And well, I that's because that, from. that's because they have not revealed as it's the same with Star Wars. I think the Star Wars rumors are just as wild as any of the DC rumors. Mm. I think it's because they have well, not revealed anything that it, you you know. It's well, not like it's crazy. Man of Steel two, no Man of Steel, Man of Steel three. Well, and he's talking about there's a Man of Steel three rumor, and it's like we don't even know if they're gonna, we're going to get a proper Man of Steel two. Yeah, and I mean one day Man of Steel two is being directed by George Miller. Uh, the next day it's not. Right. Uh, the next n- n- one day we've got Hoyt Van Hoytema. You know, <laughs> Doing the cinematography for Wonder Woman, yeah. and the next day he's not. Right. I mean, it's like we don't. Th- there's no concrete. We've got news. a director for Wonder Woman. Right. Now we don't. Yeah. But I mean, okay. On the flip side, it's a lot of secrecy. It's a lot of things being shrouded in secrecy, and nobody seems to have a problem with it when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah. The Force mm-hmm. Awakens. Nobody has a problem with the Shroud of Secrecy. Everybody is just like, yes, keep Don't me. tell me shit. I, I think in the it's dark. different. That's a Shroud of Secrecy, and Warner Brothers has a Shroud of we don't really know what the fuck we're doing. I don't know if that's true, though. I mean, you don't know if that's I, true. I, you don't know if that's true. I agree, because it's like they could have a clear vision of where they're going with everything. And I think that I think that I what I do think is like they are doing everything like opposite of Marvel, and they've got their own direction. And I think that they are they might be able to find that niche of the market that is looking for something different other than the fucking the Marvel movies. They might grab that corner of the market of people that are like, you know what, I'm I'm kind of over this Marvel formula. I want something a little different from my superhero films. And I think I think I think that 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 that's where DC is going to go with this. And on the flip side, they're like, you know what? We just don't have to have our dark universe be a Netflix TV series like Marvel with the Daredevil stuff. You know, oh, yeah, you want to get the dark side of Marvel? Go to Netflix. Watch it there. Not in the movie theaters. We're going to play it safe in the movie theaters. You're going to get Ant-Man. Enjoy that. Now, DC on the flip side, they're like, no, you want dark movies? Yeah, we got Batman. We we got Joker. We got Harley Quinn. But on the flip side, we're going to give you Shazam. And we're going to give you Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Yeah. So it's Who like, are all tied into the Justice League. Right. I mean, so like this is all like these all, – all these crazy movies could interconnect somehow. They're all going to be in the same universe, but it's like one extreme to the other. I think DC has a clear vision. It's just can they put it all together as well as Marvel has? And I'm not going to deny that Marvel has – Marvel has done a great job with putting these all together. I mean when you – for phase one at least – no, I agree. For phase one. I mean, when you look at those separate movies like Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, um, when they all came together in the Avengers, boom, success. It was amazing. Phase one, huge success. 
Phase two, not so much, but financially, huge. But critically, not so much in my opinion. I just yet don't buy that Warner Brothers has a clear direction. I think I I think I've seen nothing to give me that. Indication. I think they I think they do. Yeah. I do. I think that they I think they have a clear direction as to whether people are going to gravitate towards it and buy into it and enjoy it and keep watching these movies. I have no clue. Yeah. I think that they do have a clear direction. I, I don't feel like it's the proof I don't is think in it's, the pudding. Like Batman v Superman is such a response to the reception of Man of Steel that right there it tells me they never had a clear direction. That they're using response from one movie. That's not true either. I, there, there are people that will tell you that the, the events in Man of Steel were always going to lead to the events that happened in Batman v Superman. Where's the proof that until I the hear dis- Zack Snyder tell me that though, I don't know what to believe. Where's the proof? Well, where's the proof? Okay, I mean he can there come is out. There's no proof. It's all but, just exactly. rumor mill. Just like you're saying, yeah. what you're saying is a rumor too. I know. That, like like oh, this is just like the writers are writing Batman v Superman based on the reactions of Man of Steel. But I mean, don't you see that too in Marvel? I mean, it's a, to me, it's the same thing. That's why Marvel's such a formula. It's like, okay, this works so well in uh, Avengers or whatever, so we're going to continue that to the nth degree with every single other movie that comes out because it makes money. I and feel we're, like we're in, having we, different arguments here. I, I don't. No, I, I don't think know. I'm kind of. I understand where Jay's coming from. Jay's like, okay, well. Marvel, Marvel Marvel has a clear direction now, and it's just to keep making safe movies because they've kind of like got their formula down. They they know what's going to sell. They didn't have a formula until Avengers, in my opinion. They had these movies that worked well, and and it was great. It was great. I loved the way they all connected. I loved it. It was fucking awesome as a fanboy. But then they took the elements of Avengers and put that into every single other Marvel movie that has come out since. And so they're therefore they're they're relying on what the public opinion. They're not is. evolving. They're just kind of like stuck where they are. And DC. Nothing's... My my argument is that the Marvel rumor mill is a more solid, trustworthy rumor mill than the DC rumor mill. Okay. Well, that that's different. Okay. Okay. Well, I, not which one. Like I don't even know what this other argument. I, is. I kind it's of whole, okay. I kind of agree with that. And but, I think that's what Wayne is saying in his right. email is that one week you're hearing about. Man of Steel 3, you were just saying it a moment but, ago, too. It's but just, why is that something to, to get up in arms about, that Marvel's... Not I'm arms. not saying you are. Yeah. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying, why would people get pissed off that they don't know what's going on I don't in understand Universe? that either. I mean, like, okay, it's more reliable. I mean, how many different rumors had we heard about Avengers Age of Ultron before that movie came out? How many different endings? But it and was how many about different, Avengers how many Age different, of Ultron, how many, a solid movie. Like, how many don't di- even know what the movies are. Well, how many different origins did we hear about for Vision in Avengers Age of Ultron before we actually watched it played out on screen? It's not like we know concrete rumors for each of these films. Like, they can talk – I know, I know for a fact that Suicide Squad movie is coming out. There's, there's a, a Suicide Squad. There's a rumor about a character and a rumor about who's even making this movie or who – you know what I'm saying? It's completely different. It's – like the DC rumor. Same thing like, with same thing with Marvel. One minute they're talking to uh, the director of Selma to direct the film. The next the next minute they're talking to Angelina Jolie about directing Captain Marvel. And none of this it's none of it's panned out. One one minute we're hearing like uh you know this person's going to be cast as uh 
um, this character, like we're, we're talking about, like Ronda Rousey. Yeah. We're talking about we're talking about uh, you know Charlie Theron possibly being contacted. Emily and, Blunt. Emily Blunt and Emily Blunt's like I haven't heard anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and we hear the same rumors for all these different. It, it's all the same. It's I, the same thing. Oh, uh, do, all right, I completely agree. <laughs> no, I, I, it, it's it, it's just how many. The, the only difference is is that DC has more. Uh, Marvel has more movies that are out, and DC we don't know. We haven't seen a clear. Direction. I think it's also a bigger. Uh, Marvel has a more united core group of people behind everything too. Where DC has Warner Brothers. It's not. It's not like Zack Snyder is Kevin Feige. And in control of the entire DC movie universe, there's there's not that one guy. You know what I'm saying? It's a studio head instead of you know what I'm saying. Who's that one guy for DC? No, I understand and I think that. That's why the rumors get a little bit looser coming from Warner Brothers and yeah. DC. I get that. I get that. I, I I think I would like to see a uh, creative committee plus that guy uh, for DC. I think I think you'd look at a creative ki- committee of like you know Jeff Johns definitely. And then he can make up the rest of the creative committee, but they do need like a, they do need, they do need like a Kevin Feige. They need a guiding light. They and do. I think that's why the, why the rumors are way much more looser and changing and evolving well, just all over the place because it's a giant studio that I, all this is coming from and I they're think, not united th- in all these movies like Marvel is. I think people get kind of upset about it or like hesitant about it because of that. You know, it's just like, oh, we don't have this team behind this. You know, we don't have, we don't necessarily have a clear vision. But that doesn't mean it's going to be bad. The outcome Fuck, of it. DC, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. Right? DC has made some. I think they've made some great moves. Uh, David Ayer as the director of Suicide Squad. Holy shit! Coming off the heels of fucking Fury. Yeah. Great move. I mean, uh, I, uh, it's unfortunate that they lost. Um, uh, uh, Phil Lord yeah. and uh, Miller um, doing uh, Flash. It's it unfortunate. unfortunate, but I mean, I, I could see them really doing something special with Flash. I could really see that, like Warner Brothers was like, "Holy shit, we have something really special here." Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, it's like I I thought it was. I think it's smart getting a guy that's used to an a huge ensemble cast like uh, James Wan. Who had done like a Fast and Furious movie? Let's see what he can do with an Aquaman film. Yeah, I think that's smart. Let's let's get some of these. Let's lock up some of these directors. And James Wan has done like what what some what are some movies that he, James Wan has directed? Didn't he do like Saw? Yeah, the first Saw. So I mean, like this guy's got a range, dude. If you can do Saw and Fast and Furious, you can. I think you can handle an Aquaman movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I think DC's making some great moves. Not all of them have panned out for them. Uh, I am with you, Jake, though. I think that they, they do need to get some other writers in there, and I think they've tried. I mean, we need somebody, we need another voice other than David S. Goyer. Yes. We need, we need, we need, uh, we need clear direction when it comes to the Aquaman movie. We need clear direction when it comes to Wonder Woman. I don't need seven writers on Aquaman. I don't need three to four writers on Wonder Woman. I want, I want to hear that. Oh yeah, you got Phil Lord and Chris Miller doing fucking Flash. They're going to write the Flash movie. That's what I want to hear. I don't yeah. want to hear like, oh yeah, we've got 
a re- re- uh, we got one rewrite of Aquaman. Uh, oh shit, we got another <laughs> rewrite of Aquaman. Yeah. Fuck, we got a rewrite of Wonder Woman. That that's the kind of shit that I can totally agree with you, Jake. I want them to nail. And I know this is not. Yeah. I know this is not rumor mill talk. I'm just yeah. talking straight up fucking DC versus Marvel right now. And I want them to nail those characters before telling me what year Justice League Part One and Part Two are coming out. Like I feel like that's setting up for a disaster. Mm. Like it's like they're going a step ahead too quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Justice League One, Part Two, two part movie. Uh, but, it's the same. It's the same thing that we bitch about though when we're talking about fucking. King Kong movies not panning out yet. Yeah. Skull Island not pan- yeah. panning out. I mean, but the- but like to me, is that just because how important these the DC characters are? Like, in essence, are they not more important to you than the Marvel? Ca- like, they are to me. No, the Trinity is more important to me than what they do with the Marvel characters. The Trinity to me is Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. But but they have but but Marvel has this set plan. You know what's going to happen. You pretty much know what's going to happen. I can pretty much predict what's going to happen with the Marvel universe at this point. But with DC, I have this Trinity, and I'm like. Don't fuck that. Like, I'm holding it so close that I am getting more sensitive about what they do with those characters. Like, I am scrutinizing it more than hearing about news about Captain America Civil War. Your whole, I'm not scrutinizing that at all. I'm just like, okay, go with it. But with, with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, I'm like, don't fuck this up. You See, know that's I mean? the thing. It's like, yeah, we haven't seen the Trinity on screen together yet. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, I think that, like, for the people that that do hold it close to them, like they want to see it done right. Like yeah. for me, seeing that Entertainment Weekly cover, mm-hmm. I haven't bought a magazine in years. I had to buy that Entertainment Weekly cover because it was the fucking Trinity on the yeah, cover. See, that's just I don't blame you, but that's just where I can't relate. Right, right. Like the well, you're you're our resident Marvel fanboy, and I I get it. I mean, that's you 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 bleed. Marvel. I'd be more excited about the Trinity if, like, Cavill wasn't there. But see, basically. like, look how far in advance you knew about Thanos. You know you know what I mean? Like, this is where we're at with DC versus Marvel. You knew about Thanos as soon as Avengers hit. So now we have, we know where this is heading. Yeah. Like, fucking ten films down the road, we know where this is going. But with DC, we don't know where this next film's going to go after Batman versus Superman. So I, I just think... I My think, worry is that they don't either. Jake is saying that... Right, I get you. But I think the microscope is so close that people are getting, like, just over... I, I, I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know how to describe uh, it. I, There's a big difference. I don't think that just because they don't have, like, a Kevin Feige that they can't fucking keep everything tight. I, I don't think just because they don't or they haven't come out... I, I think that if if you've got a collaboration of all the creators sitting down, then you've got a committee... If, yes. if, if, just like the way that Whedon came in and helped Alan Taylor on Thor, The Dark World, if you have different creators coming together and meeting together, I think that can all, that can almost be better, a, a better relationship than, but, but is DC Warner Brothers going to do that? Uh, you know, are they going to have like James Wan sit down with like, you know, Zack Snyder and like, uh, uh who is it? Patty Jenkins, mm-hmm. who's doing like Wonder Woman. Are they all going to sit down as a committee and talk about like, what can I do in my film to like make your film better and, and to have these worlds kind of just like all kind of like mesh up very well, like the Marvel phase one did. That, that's huge. I, I don't think it has to come down to like they, that they have to have like a Kevin Feige guy in charge of it all. I just think like they all need to communicate. 
they all, you know what I mean? I agree with that. They, they need to just be cohesive with mm-hmm. each other. But right. We've yet to see whether or not that's going to be the case. Right. Right. Does like this one script line up with that script? And yeah, I yeah. think even we could already see weird shit with both Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Already seems like we're going to see weird shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was way more hopeful for Suicide Squad with the first bit of, bunch of news that came out, and like the last few weeks, I've been kind of bummed about what I've been hearing. But I don't know. We'll see. I don't know, uh, guys. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna take a break after that. Wow, Wayne, thanks for opening that up. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> Fucking twenty minutes of my life I can't get Wayne back. Wayne ruin us. Yeah, yeah. Wayne <laughs> Brunius. Wayne ruin us. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking. He didn't even supply any lube. <laughs> was, wasn't that a, that was like a Frank thing to say? Right? Yeah, that yeah, was. That was yeah. a Frank thing. Yeah, I sewed to Frank. Yeah, we, we miss Frank, right? Yeah, we do miss Frank. We yeah. do. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Back. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to learn how to <laughs> talk. And uh, you know what? You know what? While we take this break, you should get on iTunes and uh, leave a review for Pop Culture Leftovers on someone else's wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something that ha- that happens. Yeah, that happens. Uh, yeah. It's been done already. See if mine have been approved right. yet while we're on break. This sh- <laughs> don't even mention their show. Don't even don't even mention their show. No. You know what? Honestly, just have a review that says, you know what? I've never listened to uh, Grant Popland Culture or whatever this NPR podcast is called. I've never listened to The Nerdist. I've never listened to uh, Fat Man on Batman. <laughs> I've never listened to this podcast in my life. I just wanted to, to let you know you should be listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Yeah. Here's my five-star five star review for a podcast I've never listened to. <laughs> but I do listen to Pop Culture Leftovers. Tune in every week. Yeah, that would be <laughs> subscribe awesome. on iTunes. <laughs> be be our little pimps. You know what? That's just where we're going. Yeah, we have. To. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. Somebody, I fuck it. If we're just if people, what the fuck good is if, an army if they're not doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> Get to work. Got the laziest goddamn army in the world. <laughs> Jesus. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> everybody hey welcome back yeah a little bit of this behind the scenes action for all the periscope viewers there missing out if you're not on periscope you know, not really <laughs> <laughs> not really no not really <laughs> all right yeah so you know what we're gonna we're gonna get the good pop bad pop but right now what i'm gonna do is i've got i've got a nerd block i subscribe the only reason i subscribed to nerd block this month is because like they kept sending me fucking emails saying hey if you want Star Wars The Force Awakens items, you've got to subscribe this month because we've got them. Yeah. And so 
on top of that, they got like this fucking like this this little promotion where they're going to send you a welcome block. So basically, they they want to set the expectation of like what you're going to get in the other fucking boxes. So they send you this welcome block. Like this is like, hey, welcome, you know, welcome to uh, uh, a lifetime of fucking knickknack bullshit. <laughs> this is this is the knickknack bullshit you can expect to receive in our regular boxes. And what's funny on this is like they actually like in the actual nerd blocks, they don't tell you what items are in it, yeah. but on the welcome block they're just like oh okay fuck it whatever they used to do that on the nerd block really? i used to get so pissed i would be pissed too i was like the whole point of this they're like mm-hmm. one mouse pad and i'm like what the fuck why are you telling me so here we go here we go here we go and they give you like the weight of them too <laughs> in kilograms which is fucking weird so if like somebody asks like how much how much how much does that button weigh you can be like ah oh, it's 0.02 kilograms is <laughs> <laughs> there a button in there here we go. Here's here's the list of uh, all the wonderful items that I'm gonna get in this welcome box, and I love how they they welcome in and uh, all these different ways to say welcome, and then they pimp their other shit like the horror block and the the nerd block, the arcade block, and the comic block, and the nerd block junior. And- <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't pimp the cock block. Hey Finn, nerd block. <laughs> Nerdblock Junior, buddy. There you go. It's for you. But um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a dick. Uh, it, this is going to come with one vinyl toy, one cinch bag. Ooh, cinch, those cinch bags. Those are like the they got the strings on them and shit. Yeah. Right. And you can you can cinch. Is that what you cinch them up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about boners. Uh, it comes with one button. A cell phone toy because all cell phones need a toy. I need a toy with mine. I need a. You know, what are, what are the, they, they, they 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 like like hold on to your cell phone like a little charm? I don't know. Like a little dangle charm. You remember those little dangle charms that you put on your cell phones? Yeah, I don't remember those. Chicks with like, ah, I got a unicorn. Like on the on the phones, there used to be like a little thing where you could like oh, clip yeah. okay. like this little cell phone. I know thing. what you're talking yeah. about. I know what you're talking about. Is that what this is? A cell phone toy? I have no idea. <laughs> and it cut one coat. Poster. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, can yeah. I have that? You know, if you ever, if you ever want, like coasters in the home that don't match, just random fucking coasters. Subscribe to one of these boxes. <laughs> just, just come to my place. All right. So here, I, I'm gonna use the, I'm gonna use Rambo's first blood. Fucking <laughs> Knife Watch your here. wrist. <laughs> yeah, Jesus no Christ. <laughs> Had an accident on the show this week. <laughs> Jay, make sure you secure that from Brian while he looks through this stuff. He's fine. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. So here, here, here uh, we'll take a look inside here. I uh, put the vinyl toy off to the side. Uh, let's take a look at the cinch bag first. Ooh. Because, you know, no box is ever complete without getting a cinch bag. Um, what do we got? Is this a, is this a, uh, what is this? Is this a Zelda shield? I think it's, um, Attack of Titan. Oh, wow. Attack of something I could give a rat's ass about. <laughs> Attack on Titan, yeah. Jake Harms, he seconds that. It's, it's Attack on Titan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to start watching Attack on Titan. Maybe I wouldn't fucking shit on this cinch bag. Yeah. I think, what could they put on a cinch bag that you would give a fuck about? <laughs> I guess if it had fucking um, Kylo Ren on it, you'd be, oh, yeah. you'd be about it. If it had a Pop Culture Leftovers review on it. Oh, nice. Maybe I'd care about it. Then. Hey, you, got, you guys will get that when you listen to the episode. Uh, yeah, if it, if it was a Kylo Ren cinch bag, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. That's cool. But uh, yeah, I don't really care about that. <laughs> They're saying you should shit in the cinch bag, not on it. Oh, I should shit in it? Yeah. Wow. Creative listeners. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? One button's not enough. 
this month, we're going to give you four buttons you don't care about. Oh, those buttons are sweet. <laughs> what? Oh, you got a cat bus button. Oh, God. I'm not. Uh, you know what? I don't want to encourage you. It's like, like this is like where I'm supposed to be like, hey, Jake, would you like these buttons? But like, honestly, I'm a good friend. And this is like an intervention. Like, yeah. Jake, you don't need these buttons. Oh, I'm man. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to keep these buttons with me. I hate you. Like, and I'm not going to do anything with these buttons. Oh. <laughs> They're going to stay in the box, and I'm never going to use them. I'll probably never see them again. I want that cat bus button. I know. I'm sure you would. But you know what? I'm not going to help. I'm not going to help with your addiction. It's Aww, sad. It is sad. It is sad. <laughs> no, your addiction is sad, Jake, and I want you to realize that. Yeah. Your button addiction. I have a sickness that only more buttons can cure. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those sick Mizaki buttons. Send them to me. I agree. <laughs> what? What? What are these called? What are these called? That's the creator. It's um my neighbor Totoro. The anime. The- oh, hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are sp- you're speaking another language to me right now, Chief. Oh man. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh man. Well, <laughs> love it from a distance because you're not getting those buttons, and I'm probably gonna burn them. Touch control. Touch control. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> That's it's a fucking keychain. Is that a dick? It's a. It looks like a, it looks like an old classic. Uh, oh, okay. Joystick, Ugh. and because uh, you, you can never get enough. Apparently, in these boxes, you can never get enough. Key, how many fucking keychains realistically do they think that people have now? <laughs> with the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you were to use every single one of these keychains, oh my god, you it couldn't would, move. It would weigh you down. You'd have to have like a wheelbarrow for your fucking keys. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's gonna be a second. I gotta put my keychain in the trunk. Yeah, I'll be right there, honey. People are always like, these keychains are the talk of the town. Well, <laughs> you know what? These boxes, like, they, they should just call this shit regifting, Right. Because, like, none of this, I'm, I'm not going to keep any of this stuff. Hey, my niece and nephew might like crap. Did this I see that? Cool thing to burn. Oh, God. Don't give it to him. Toss it. <laughs> you can see it, but it's... I'm not going to keep it. If I was going to trick you into anything, I'd get them buttons. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking you and your buttons. And put it on your desk and then sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, ooh, classic control, uh, classic console cartridge coasters. Uh, this is uh, it's a coaster. It's, oh, it comes. It's a set of two coasters. Is that fucking knockoff Super Mario Brothers? It doesn't even say Mario. <laughs> no. It says uh, it says something in Japanese. And uh, yeah, it looks like a classic uh, NES coaster. And that's dumb. <laughs> What do I have here? And then they gave me a toy. What's the deluxe item? Holy shit. Oh. Now Ghostbusters. That's, that's kind of cool. It's an Ecto. It's an Ecto-1. Is Jake Harmon still with us? Yeah, I think so. Jacob Harmon, would you like this, sir? He's there. He's there. Let me know. Jacob, talk to me, Chief. Do you want this? Jacob, do you want that do you Ecto-1? Want it? Do you want it? It's an Ecto-1, like a little Ecto-1. Uh, Jake! <laughs> he says, fuck yes! Does he, does he want it? Yeah, fuck yes, and then a bunch of exclamation points. All right, Jacob, it's yours. It's yours, buddy. There you go. I, yeah, I knew if anybody is going to really appreciate this, because I think it's cool. I, I like cool. the Ecto-1. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. It's a Nerd Block exclusive. Harm says he wants the buttons, too. 
Uh, well, now you don't get the Jacob, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you pressed your luck. <laughs> you pressed your luck. You, you lost the Ecto-1. <laughs> oh, all right, I got I to gotta say, I was lied. I was trying to get <laughs> Jacob, Jacob Harmon, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook you up, dude. Send me an email. Just send me an email. He, says he, he says he has your number. He'll shoot you a text. Shoot me a text. Because, I, yeah, I still got your number in my phone, man. Shoot me a text. I'll, hit, I'll, I'll mail this out to you, dude, like this week. So that is yours. That is the welcome block for. Uh, Do you feel welcome? I, I basically, I think like this. This is like um, it is an introduction to like what kind of garbage you're gonna get. <laughs> so you you don't blame him. God, you're gonna get so enraged here. <laughs> really? I spent yeah because I spent like a I don't know I spent like a pretty penny on this. I, this is the worst nerd block I've ever got. Really? Yeah. Fuck my life. <laughs> Sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> and it's it's a for, it's the Force Awakens this month, right? Yeah, they send you a Force Awakens item. Oh yeah. T-shirt off to the side. Let's do this. All right. So first one I got is a. <sighs> now keep in mind the theme of this month is hyperspace. While you're looking at that item, so I got a supernatural. Funko figure. What does that have to do with hyperspace? That's that's my whole point. <laughs> Supernatural, the CW show, that has nothing to do with hyperspace. Or any sci-fi or space drama or anything. No. But that's the theme of the month is everything is hyperspace something. All right. This is a, it's a Supernatural. I don't watch Supernatural. Ten seasons in, I don't think I'm going to start watching it. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a toss it. Um, uh, what do we have here? St- yeah, Star Trek Springs. Ugh. It's a <laughs> Enterprise on a spring here. It's a it's a dashboard accessory. So oh. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in the old Camaro. <laughs> oh man, all the chicks are gonna be yeah. on you. Yeah, call it the old pussy wagon. Lock the doors. Yeah. Oh man, you're gonna have pussy on warp drive. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Engage. Engage. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Uh, what? I like the mashups. I'm yeah. sorry. Do you? I, I like it. I, I remember this. I do remember this picture. Jurassic Galaxy. I like it because I, I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy. I enjoyed um, Jurassic World, both starring Chris Pratt. And then, of course, he's got the Kylo Ren uh, lightsaber. That's kind of cool. I, I like this. I like it. it. It says, life finds a way, Kevin Bacon. I like this. <laughs> That's hilarious. I like this. I'm a big fan of this. This is cool. More more shit like this, I'll be happy. That's fun. Um, <laughs> There's what you paid for, your Force Awakens item. Yeah! This is what I paid for. This is the whole reason that I subscribed. And I got a little baby toy. <laughs> A BB-8 baby toy. And this is not even exclusive, right? Like, I could probably go to the Disney store and get this. Yeah, it's like, not right exclusive. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I legitimately feel Tear the terrible. head off, Jake. I terrible. <laughs> I will if you want me to. These are all garbage. <laughs> These, It's all garbage. I don't know. I don't It No, seriously. It's like, it's like, it's like you, I don't know, man. It's like, I, I, it's a risk. <laughs> it's like gambling. You don't know what you're gonna get, and I got garbage. This What's month. the shirt? Oh yeah, I got a shirt too. <laughs> I think the shirt's kind of cool. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, is it a Cylon? It's a mashup between um, Battlestar Galactica and Daft Punk. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like the shirt. Cool. Yeah. To me, the shirt. Somebody and the, will and appreciate the it. Nice. <laughs> I everything else. You did not get a golden ticket either, huh? I didn't either. No. What's a golden ticket? You got two Force Awakens items in 500 blocks. Oh, you get the Hot Wheels yeah. Force Awakens item. Nope. Did not get a golden ticket. Yeah, they fucked me on that too. People are going crazy about that shirt on the Periscope. The shirt is nice. You like the shirt, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man next time you want to yeah. get rid of 30 bucks give it to me i'm poor yeah i yeah i'll give, I'll give you a box of crap. i get see i signed up for like the monthly subscription where it's like 27 bucks just yeah. so i could get the force awakens item make sure you cancel before the fourth or they won't let you cancel i'm gonna cancel like tomorrow <laughs> yeah so right, but, hey but you got that cup yeah, but I didn't get this from a box. I know, but look at it. I know. God damn, that's tight. Can I have those buttons? That ain't happening. <laughs> oh, man. That is not happening. When you piss, I'm taking them. That is not happening. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piss on the buttons. <laughs> I'll still take them. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll give you the goddamn buttons. Yes! You already got buttons, though, right? No, wel- the welcome blocks are different. Oh, that's right. You got the... Yeah. <laughs> There you go. I didn't get no welcome block fucking my neighbor tutorial. Here's your welcome block button. Friendship. Look at that. Yeah, friendship is mad. Look at that friendship. God, I'm just like contribute. Look at him looking at it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like Gollum with his precious and shit. Oh, those are are good ones too. God, I want to take him away right now. All right. I'm rubbing my balls on him. (laughs) Shut down the periscope. We're moving on. Moving on to good pop, bad pop. Later, y'all. Bye. Bye. I know it is sweet. Cap us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, moving on to good pop, bad pop. Where are we? Oh, yeah. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop. Bad pop. Good pop, bad pop is where we talk about the things in the previous weeks and or weeks, uh, previous week and or weeks that we either liked or disliked, that we watched, read, all that shit. You know how it works. Yeah, I'm fucking it up this week. <laughs> good pop, yeah, good pop, bad pop is where. What are you? What are you looking at? Nothing. <laughs> I'm looking at. We're not passing notes. I'm looking at Jay's <laughs> weird ass cigarettes that he brought out of the table and they were distracting. Herbal smokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the brand name. <laughs> Can I try one? Yeah, go for it. All right, cool. Here, you want to suck on shit? (laughs) Whoa, look at that filter. Oh, it's tight. It's tight and sick. I don't know know if I should try one of these or not. I don't want to fail my probation. Oh, be careful. (laughs) All right, yeah, good pop, bad pop is where we talk about the things in the previous weekend or weeks that we either watched or read that we liked or disliked. We do have a unique rating system here on Pop Culture Leftovers. If you're not familiar with our rating system, here it is. Clive, welcome back. Yeah, here he comes. He's sitting down. What's going on, Clive? Talk to us. Come on, Clive. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right. So, yeah, toss it, taste it, Tupperware. That's the three ratings. All right. Good pop, bad pop this week. I know that you guys... um, 
we didn't discuss this on break, but I know you guys got something that you can kind of talk about here in a second. Yeah. I wanted to talk real quickly. I did finally get a chance to see the Defiance finale. Defiance finale um, was uh, absolutely amazing. Really? So nice. fucking good. It was a season finale. And my God, Daytac Tar, there's a scene in this. Daytac Tar is, uh, spoilers, Daytac Tar fucking like cut off his fucking arm in a previous episode and shit and he's got like this cyber fucking arm now and it's got like this fucking like spiking shit that comes out of it and he's a badass now and there's a part where he's fighting the Omec and the Omec are these fucking badass like ancient alien race that fucking like they're all powerful and shit and like that alien race used to fucking like have the Castathans as like their fucking slaves they would use them as slaves and food and it's like this Omec race is fucking it's they're badass. Okay. And fucking Daytac Tar comes out like a badass motherfucker, and he's going to fight, like, five or six Omecs that have just, like, come out of, like, the sleep hibernation and shit. They're, like, new Omecs. They're, like, brand new Omec. And so they're not quite, like, full power and shit, but still very badass, very hard to kill. And Daytac Tar is just, like, there's a part where he's just, like, who wants a piece of Daytac Tar? <laughs> That's a badass name, Daytac Tar. Oh, and he's, like, come and get it. Who wants to feast on Detectar? Come and get it. And he fucking, like, all of a sudden, like, takes out that fucking spike that comes out of his, like, cybernetic arm and shit, shoves it right through one of the Omex fucking head, and then fucking, like, runs off and shit. Dude, Detectar is a fucking badass. God damn. So I, I, <laughs> I love that fucking scene. Uh, the the like the very end of it spoilers for defiance Arisca, Arissa when she asked Nolan to save like the rest of the Omac and not destroy them that scene I thought was kind of like fuck why is she doing this it's kind of stupid they should just destroy the Omac because they're too powerful but she's like I want them to you know I don't I don't want to kill them off blah 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 there's children on that ship Omac children. It led to one of the best scenes I've ever seen in Defiance, where Nolan and Nolan raised Arissa as his daughter. Okay, mm-hmm. she's uh, she's an alien, and uh, Nolan raised her. But like, she, Arissa found out a lot of things about Nolan's past that she didn't know, and Nolan was Nolan found out some things that she had been thinking about him. And there's been a lot of conflict between the two characters. It's almost like a father-daughter relationship, but, like, a lot of conflict this season between the two of them. Okay. And so it's like I felt like I just wanted – like, the whole season I'm just like, fuck, dude. I just wish Orissa and Nolan would just, like, come together and, like, know and just love each other as father and daughter. You know? None of this fucking, like, being apart from each other and shit. And the season forced them to be together even though they wanted to fucking, like – break away from each other that and that'll make sense if you watch season three there was like an implant in both of them that if they left if they got too far away from each other they would one of them would die oh, they, wow. they both die so they had to stay within the same vicinity of each other but oh my god there's a scene where um after all the lies and mistrust of the season where like fucking nolan looks at her and he's like i love you and she like looks at him and she she doesn't say it out loud she just whispers like to herself and to him she's like i know and it was just like of course it was like that fucking star wars yeah, yeah i was thinking that too moment. The Han Leia moment but it was 
it was much more than that because it, for like me, it meant like finally I know that these two characters they they do love each other and like all the hopefully this all the mistrust and lies is, is it's gone now and they have a mutual respect for one another and I almost like I almost teared up and shit at that fucking point. It's been three seasons I've been waiting for. Darth this. Brian tearing up. Fucking yeah. <laughs> hey, are you on Periscope? No. Okay, turn that. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, Darth Brian tearing up. But man, it was just like I've been waiting three seasons for these <laughs> these these fucking characters to like work their shit out and it felt fucking good that they finally did it in this fine in this season three finale and even if it doesn't come back for season four i felt like man that was a great way to great way if they're going to end the series that was a great way to do it that's up in the air i don't know i haven't heard confirmation if they're coming back for season four or not but man if if this is the end if that's the end of it man it was a great way to go out and i i loved season three of defiance so yeah if you're not watching defiance Find a way to watch it. It's so fucking good. I love that show. That show is something you've been talking about almost since episode one. Like, mm-hmm. it, I really feel like it started at the same time we did. Yeah. So if they're, if they're quitting, we should quit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I agree. You know what I think you should do is you should find a Defiance-centric podcast, mm. go to their iTunes wall, and leave Pop Culture Leftovers a review on their wall. They talk about Defiance and better than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and two of the guys don't even watch it. <laughs> They're still more well informed than you guys are. Um, but uh, I wanted to read, uh, as far as defiance, I wanted to read uh, uh, Reese's email from last week. Reese from Liverpool. There's oh, a I part remember of, you skipped over part of this email. I couldn't read. I'm going to read it this week. Nice. Uh, he says uh, he's talking about defiance. He says the finale was a Tupperware. The twist of Nolan sending Arissa down to Earth and taking the ship into deep space with the Doc. Oh yeah, he went with Doc Yule. Holy shit, dude. Is Doc Yule, Doc Yule is part of the Omex ship. That was fucking great. Doc Yule, one of the best characters in all of science fiction, in my opinion. I love her. Uh, and him seeing space for the first time was great, as all the other races have, but he hasn't, so it was a real emotional and uplifting ending. Can't wait to see what happens next season if it comes back. Me too, man. So fucking great. Love Defiance. Tupperware the fuck out of this season. So, all right, guys, what what do you guys got for me uh, as far as good pop, bad pop? I know that both of you watched uh, Black Mass. Did you guys want to talk about that? We did. You wanted, Jess? Yeah, I did not see it, guys. So let's talk about. It. Let's talk about. Okay, Johnny Depp. I mean, this guy has kind of been in the doghouse in the Hollywood doghouse for quite a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. What right do you guys up, think? Is it, right is off it, the bat, I'm going to say this. I don't know what Jay thinks, but. Big time return to form for Johnny Depp, in my opinion. Big time. I thought the trailers made it seem like he was like silly and really focused on like all the silly moments that he had in this movie. But I, in my opinion, I, I thought he was a very creditable character and um, super like scary. Just like his eyes and the acting performance. One of the best performances I've seen from Johnny Depp in a long time. Maybe not his best performance. But definitely up there. I mean, this to me, this was a big time return to form for Depp. What do you think of Depp, Jay? Yeah, this I I I think this film is gonna like kind of go down as a cult classic because of how well Johnny Depp was in this. This is definitely like one of those characters that you cannot get out of your head, and it's not a cool character. No, this character sucks. Like, I mean, he's a horrible fucking person, and. Johnny Depp portrays him so well that this is scarier than any fucking scary movie I've seen. 
you can focus in this movie. They, there's scenes where they focus on Johnny Depp's character, and you are freaked the fuck out I just agree. because of how well he is, just of how intense this guy is. Now, it's based on a real character who was a, a, a major motherfucker, not a good guy. None of the guys in this movie are good guys, but in a way, it's like. It's it's one of those anti-hero movies in a way. Yeah, yeah. And and, and it's not good. Like I I feel bad about saying that because this guy did a lot of bad shit to people. This is a this is based on a real dude. In in the in the he, he wasn't really he wasn't mafia. He was definitely against the mafia, but he kind of created his own crime syndicate in in South Boston. He was a Southie. Yes. Um. But God damn it, man. The, he is haunting in this. Okay, uh, what is your what is your okay? What's 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 the hook? What's like like I know it's based on a true story. Like I, I what, what is this about? I mean, and I like like I'm intrigued by the cast. I mean, I I unlike Jake loved the gift, and I think it was like a like that was a standout performance. You'll by, love this by thing. Joel Edgerton. And uh, th- I want to thank Greg Caliente. He loved the gift too. He Tupperware. Joel Edgerton was great. In I this did not game. hate the gift on record. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but you weren't as sold as I was. I didn't toss it though. I loved it. Um, but yeah, it's um. And then Cumberbatch, how was he in this? Uh, oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get okay. to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Qu- a quick description: the true story of Whitey Boulder. No, no Cumberbatch patch. <laughs> no. no. Okay. <laughs> the brother of a state senator and the most infamous violent criminal in the history of South Boston, who became an FBI informant to take down a mafia family invading his turf. Wow. And so Whitey Bulger, of course, is played by Johnny Depp. Who's the director? Uh, the director is Scott Cooper, mm. who I'm not entirely familiar this with. This sounds like a, like a Steven Soderbergh movie. He, he did Out me. of the Furnace and Crazy Heart. <laughs> out of the Furnace, the Christian Bale movie, yeah. which I still have not seen. He also, he also did Crazy Heart. Now, Spy Shagged Me. Crazy Heart. Was that, was that Josh Brolin? Yes. Who did Crazy Heart? I loved that movie. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Was it Brolin? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jeff man. Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Yeah. I loved Crazy Heart. That was such a great movie. Holy shit. I mean, this movie just has a hell of a cast. I mean, you've got, um, Johnny Depp, Joel Edgerton, Benedict Cumberbatch, Dakota Johnson, Kevin Bacon, Peter Sarsgaard, um, Adam Scott was in it. Just, wow. I mean, just, even Adam Scott, who you think is this funny dude, it, it was he definitely did a good job. Yeah. I thought as mm. as who he played. You know, he played one of these FBI guys. Or he was just was a he snark- cop. Was he snarky at all? No, no, not at all. Just not flat, all. just a flat fucking cop. Okay, and he looked like a like a Boston native. It sounded like what, a Boston. It, it, this native. is one thing I thought about. Like, what is it about mafia movies that brings out the best in all these fucking actors? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's what is sapped. it? Except Benedict, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch was the weakest link on this fucking wow. oh, by far. And the biggest problem, I don't know if Jay's on the same page as me here, was his accent was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Every okay, time so, he spoke it threw me out of the movie. It's a, it's a Boston, you know, it's a Southie Boston right, accent. Right, right, right. Park the car in the yard. Right. Yeah. Wicked hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was not fucking wicked hard though. It's, he sounded like he was like just got off the Sherlock set. Right. Like he still sounded so British to me. So is that? So does this lead you to believe that Doctor Strange, in fact, will be uh, speaking in a British accent? I hope he is because I don't want him to try it's to do any other accent. But, it's yeah, too distracting. Otherwise, right? Yeah, it was terrible. Like, yeah. and I thought like his acting was good. 
But like you never believed that he was Johnny Depp's brother. No. Mm. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Ever. No. Like and Johnny Depp was so good not to get back on. I was that. I've heard I've heard a lot of mixed reviews on like the look of Johnny Depp and oh this, like, my God. the makeup. Yeah. No, I the, thought it I heard, was great. I forgot he was Johnny Depp. And yeah, a lot I heard the makeup the like a lot of people were saying like the makeup in this is awful. No. So the, the, the makeup uh, department they I did thought a good it looked, job. I thought it looked good. Okay. And like I said, I, I think Jay agrees. Like I forgot. Johnny Depp was even in this movie. Mm-hmm. He was so fantastic, man. This is, he, is, is he kind of playing both sides? Is he still kind of like, huh? No, he's just. <laughs> he, this is what happens. He's one hundred percent informant. One hundred percent bad guy. He's not an informant. Yeah, he hates snitches. He fucking hates them. But basically, what he what, what happens is Joel Edgerton plays an FBI agent yeah. that grew up with uh, Johnny Depp's character, uh-huh. and he's like, you know, I can make my career better if I can get. Whitey Bulger to be my informant, but at the same time, it'll, it's like an alliance. They call it an alliance. Do they have like any flashback scenes of those two as no, like they don't, younger? They don't. Okay. okay. But you believe so, it. You believe you, that they're buddies so more than you believe Even without that. that fucking flashback. You guys, just, just yeah. on that topic, you sure. can watch a documentary on Netflix about Whitey. Oh, yeah. It, it's on there and it tells more of the actual story. And this is recent. They just got him and jailed him in 2011. Mm. Number two on the FBI's most wanted list behind Osama bin Laden, this fucker. Well, yeah, I gotta watch this movie, now. dude. It was so good, but basically, yeah. Johnny Depp hates snitches. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be a fucking snitch. The only reason he agrees to do it is they're pretty much gonna let give him free reign to do all of his dirty shit, and he'll never get busted. And on top of that, he'll get to take control of all his rival turf people's stuff. Because he's helping bust down his rivals, but in the meantime, taking over their property and gaining all their profit. Does this sound? This sounds like Gotham. Well, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it kind of is. It, the, 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 the Departed was based on this story. Yes. It, so he's the Penguin, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of. Kind of. I'm kidding. This, and it, this uh, sounds awesome. And it is. Good. Awesome. And, and Jason, so what's your ratings? I Tupperware. Tupperware. This. Really? Yeah. Okay, I got to see this now. Yeah. yeah, it was. It blew me away. I did not expect the Tupperware either. Yeah. I was going in like you're like, oh my god. And I, like I said, I think the trailers did a disservice to this movie, where they kind of focused on the few scenes where Johnny Depp was kind of being a little bit goofy as this character. Yeah, but like when you see it, terrifying. When you see it with everything else and all the other stuff he does, like the goofy stuff doesn't come off as goofy like it did in the trailer. It comes right. off as fucking creepy. Huh? It, it's a it's a fucked up story. Like. You know, they, they pit this guy, they pit Johnny Depp's character, uh, what's his, Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger, yeah. Bulger. They, they, they pit this guy, he's, he's a Southie, like, he is trying to, at the, he's trying to take down the mafia at the same time as take down the fucking police department and the FBI. And so, they pin this guy, um, and they use him as an informant. Which he doesn't really give them much information. And even when you watch the real documentary on him, he doesn't really give the cops any really relevant information. And they pin him as a snitch. They put him away. He's, he's like serving two life sentences now. Mm-hmm. Um, the cop that he was working with, John, John Connolly, right? Yes. He gets 40 years. When you watch this documentary, he, he fucking kills a guy on the documentary yeah. while the documentary is being filmed. He fucking it, – it's either him or the FBI. It, it, what it is is like a, – What's the documentary called? Uh, 
God, hold it's on. called he fucking killed this guy <laughs> yeah, hold on. during the documentary. And there and there is like in the first like third of this movie, you yeah. do feel some sympathy for the Whitey Bulger character. Whitey USA like, versus James Bulger is the documentary on Netflix. Whitey USA? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's nothing that justifies like the hideous acts that he does and everything, mm-hmm. but you do see him going through the death of his son. Like Here's- his son dies at like a really young age. Mm-hmm. His mom, who he truly cares for, dies, and that's kind of when he loses both those two people. Right. He kind of loses all sense of right and wrong, humanity, yeah, and, and humanity, yeah. and he kind of just become. That's what so truly puts him over the. Would edge. you guys recommend that? Like for me, I haven't seen either the documentary um, or the movie. Would you recommend that I watch the film first? Watch the film first. I agree. Watch the film first, and then watch the documentary yeah. second. Yeah. And okay. then if, if you like it and you want to learn more, then watch the documentary. Okay. The the film definitely parallels the documentary, but it's not all factual. They do some stuff that's like symbolistic, yeah, but it's not actual fact. That's Hollywood, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and what it really is 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 a, a movie about the corruption within the fucking FBI Agreed. and the police department. So this is probably the best movie since Serpico? Uh, I mean, I love... Like, you guys are giving it a Tupperware, and I mean, like, if I'm going to compare, like, what you're telling me, that's Serpico. Kind of. And I, I Serpico is a fucking Tupperware for me. Yeah. It, it really is. I mean, it's really kind of but the same... It's, it's hard to, like... Is, is it hard to, like, compare this in the same breath of, like, fucking Al Pacino? It's... Yeah. It's, it's way more of an ensemble cast movie, for one. It's not Johnny Depp's Black Mass. Okay. It really does feel like like everyone. It's Johnny Depp. It's Joel Edgerton. It's all the different side players. Okay. Yeah. Everybody is fantastic in this except for Cumberbatch. Yeah. And you know who else is fantastic in this that we haven't brought up is the actor that played Yellow Jacket and Ant-Man is in this. Yeah. Corey, Corey Stoll. Stoll. Corey Stoll. And he, oh, he doesn't get much screen time, but yeah. what he, he's in, he just eats it up. He like takes over the head of the FBI after the guy that's letting everything go corrupt. And he's really the foil to Joel Edgerton's character. Oh, okay. Kind of making him, like, justify so they, what I, they're doing with Whitey Bulger. They yeah. made good use of him as opposed to uh, Peyton Reed in <laughs> yeah. Ant-Man. It was yeah. great to see. Because I hear he's a great actor. He was great in this. Yeah. Just like, I, I mean, you're supposed to, like, be like, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe he's really stirring all this shit up, like, in... Oh, he was great. You guys got me excited. I definitely want to see this now. It's, it's really fucked up. Just to cap it off, like this is really fucked up. It is political, but it's so fucking crazy how fucked up the system is. Mm. This case proves it. Like they're killing. It's more than likely that the FBI killed the guy that was going to testify against Whitey during these recent trials. Because they don't want people to know how involved the FBI was in letting this guy fucking terrorize South Boston. Yeah, people are coming in for FBI protection, mm-hmm. and Joel Edgerton is throwing them out, basically. Oh, wow. And letting them die. Because the stuff they're going to rat about is going to impede on the connection he has with Johnny Depp's character. Wow. So he basically is like, no. Unless the guy's going to squeal to every – take lie detector test and squeal to everything. He's like, no, get him out of here. I got to see this. But but if if for anything, like, yeah, Johnny Depp, goddamn, I, like, I want a T-shirt of his character even though I feel fucking terrible about it. Like, he he was a terrible well, fucking you're dude. You're wearing a Charlie Manson T-shirt right now. <laughs> yeah. okay, so I don't know. But it's so – it's, it's <laughs> definitely like an iconic fucking performance like Marlon Brando, mm-hmm. fucking James Dean, goddamn method acting out the ass. This is Johnny Depp coming – like I am so fucking enthralled with his character. Uh, Oscar – 
worthy of performance. Yeah, in my opinion. really. Yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. Awesome. You know who else is in this? Is uh, Rory Cochran, who like I always think of from Dazed and Confused. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and who, who uh, is that? who is that? Who did he play in Dazed and Confused? Um, God, let me let me bring his picture up here real quick. It's been so so long since the. Oh God! They, of course, they don't show. Here's the actor, though. Here's Rory Cochran right there. Yeah, he he was in Breaking Bad. Okay, so right. I have never seen Breaking Bad. I like him. Yeah, he yeah. was great in this, really? and just like super fucking evil too. These guys play like a backseat to his character the whole time. The supporting cast definitely plays like a backseat, I would say. But the more you watch it, the more you're just enthralled with every single one of these guys, even if they're not doing anything. They're still amazing, and that's so. How is the mafia portrayed in this? Is it like it's not it's not Goodfellas? Is no, it, it's not Sopranos. No. It's okay. not Goodfellas. This is this is a guy. This this is like the underdog story. All right, this is a guy from Southie. He went to fucking Alcatraz for protecting his girlfriend. Is it Johnny Depp basically playing the character of Al Pacino and Donnie Brasco this time? Is that what it is? No, not Except necessarily. Way more scummy and low. I'm just trying to get a feel. No, this, you know what I mean? this guy it's very this, unique. This okay. guy, a okay, okay. Here's his backstory. He was a low level criminal. All right, and then he started doing mafia tactics where he'd go into like a, a, a liquor store and say, "I'm going to protect you against the mafia, and you need to pay me. If not, I'm going to kill you because if I don't kill you, they're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that, I'm going to kill your kid right in front of you." Like, he was a bad motherfucker. Holy shit. He went to jail for protecting his girlfriend so that she wouldn't go to jail. He ends up in Alcatraz after being in solitary confinement for months. Mm -hmm. He goes to Alcatraz, comes out of Alcatraz, goes back to Southie, South Boston, and then makes this deal with one of his buddies who he was friends with as a kid, this cop. And then he uses him to basically create his own... Mafia Empire in wow. South Boston. Yeah, the FBI themselves help him pretty much get all the power that he He was gets. killing people left and right. This was in the news. Like he was there they would find dead bodies like every fucking week. So they're using him killed. for information to take down the mafia and he's just using it to get more power. Yeah, right. He's sounds, killing people in public in daylight. This yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, he just walks this. up and kills him in daylight. So you guys are giving this movie a Tupperware. It's Tupperware and it is very, very close to the truth too. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So it's fucked up. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out by next week. I'll have watched this. Cool. Yeah, it was super good. Uh, and, and I also want to see uh, Maze Runner. I want to see it. So I do too. I'm going to go too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, I got uh, three comic books that I kind of want to go over here real quick um, that I want to talk about for my good pop, bad pop um, this week. The first one is called uh, The Beauty. It's by uh, Jeremy Hahn. Uh, <laughs> looks like uh, art is by Jason A. Hurley. And the colors is done by John Rauch, and I actually know John Rauch personally. Nice. He lives in uh, Decatur, and uh, is a friend of my sister's, and I've met him on many occasions. Very nice guy. Anyway, it's called The Beauty, and uh, I've never read anything Jeremy Hahn has ever done before. Mm-hmm. Name sounds familiar. I've never, I, I don't know what else he does, but I've never read anything he's done. And uh, reading this book, you know, it's crazy. Uh, it, it deals with uh, sexually transmitted disease, but unlike most sexually transmitted disease that, uh, you know, do something, I don't know, like it, it, sexually transmitted disease that harm you. This is weird. It's, it's a weird sexually transmitted disease. It's called the beauty. And once you get it, it changes your body composition and it also changes the way you look and you become a beautiful person. Like <laughs> whoever gets it becomes like a model. 
but uh, and but there's people that uh, are that want to contract it because they want to look beautiful. Yeah, I was gonna say a highly desirable sexually transmitted disease. The only negative, yeah, the only negative that they know about is that you have a slight fever all the time. A slight fever all the time. That's the only negative. Now you are watching this, and there's a woman. Apparently, she's got the she's got this uh, the beauty. She's on a subway train, and all of a sudden, she starts bleeding from her nose. The next thing you know, she like incinerates from the inside of her body out, and uh, it's almost like a human. It's like what is it? Spontaneous human combustion. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like that happens to her. So they 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 they. They start showing like the two different uh, detectives that are on this case trying to figure this out. You know, like what is this? Is this like is this like a homicide? Did somebody try? To, did somebody kill her? What's going on? Um, and then, oh my gosh, it's I don't know. You'd ha- it, it deals with uh, beauty sex clubs, um, and uh, there's people that want to contract the disease. There's scenes in it that remind me of um, Seven, where they're tr- where they're tracking this one guy down, and this guy says that you know he's doing this to uh, he, I, I'm just trying the beauties, I'm trying to save us and people like her, and like they shoot him in the neck, they kill him. I mean, it's 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 a very cool book. At the end, there's a twist, um, but it deals with like this whole like this whole world in which like this beauty disease is like. A thing. I don't know. It's really weird. It I, sounds kind of good. I like Fucking it. Fucking makes you beautiful. I'm gonna give it. Yeah, it's. A, <laughs> yeah, it's. A, it's. A, I'm gonna give it a high taste. It. I want to see where it goes. I'm gonna keep reading this. I really enjoyed it. Real quickly, uh, Jeremy Hahn did work for Detective Comics, mm. New Excalibur, mm. and is most known for his own indep- independent books, Berserker and Battleheim. I've never read Battleheim. Yeah, I never read any of them. Yeah, mm. that was bloody good time. <laughs> well, I like the beauty, so I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep picking it up. Nice. Um, and that's on Image. Yeah, it's Image. Cool. Next book I'm going to talk about is Star Wars Lando. Look it's at that the guy. Lando Calrissian Marvel book. Nice. And I posted on Facebook that I was been reading this. And uh, Ryan was it? Ryan Mears, the comic slob, says he tosses it. Yeah, I saw him poo poo in it. I don't know what it is about this book, but I absolutely loved it. Really? I, I had a great time with this book. It was, it's Lando Calrissian. I feel like, and it's by Charles Soule, who I don't like. No, me neither. Charles Soule. I'm not a Charles Soule fan. I didn't like his She-Hulk. I, I, I mean, I'm just not a Charles Soule fan. There's, I hated his Wolverine. Yep. Uh, there's, there's certain writers that I just can't get into. Charles Soule's one of them. Alescott is the other. I can't read any Alescott. Um, but Charles Soule in this book, I think he really gets the voice of Lando. Uh, it starts off with like him uh, being a pimp, <laughs> of course, and he's talking to some chick, and he like he's like he's like talking about this is see this little artifact there. Yeah, she owns it. This little spherical artifact, and she owns it. And he's basically telling this woman that he's been sleeping with that. I was going to steal this from you and leave and never come back. But oh, now shit. he's like, now I have, you know, I know you. Um, and she's like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You weren't going to steal it from me. And next thing you know, she's pulling a gun on him. Now she's got a gun on him. <laughs> oh, man. And he's such a smooth fucking talker. He basically talks her into gambling for it. Of course, he wins it from her. Nice. Next thing you know, they go into his interactions with Lobot. And him talking to Lobot and trying to bullshit Lobot and Lobot cutting to the chase and being like, listen, (laughs) you know, I I fucking love it. And I don't know if he's captured the voice of Lobot, but he has captured the voice of 
Calrissian. Did Lobot have a voice? The fact yes. that he's even talking to Lobot yes. is awesome. And I, I, I absolutely love Lobot in this book. Awesome. The, well, I mean, in the movies. In the exactly. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and, yeah. and so I, I think, like in the movies, he really didn't. And so, like they're they're able to flesh Lobot Lobot out as a character in this yeah. and do anything with him that they want. And I love it. Nice, That's cool. why I love it. What? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What's the timetable on the Lando comic? That's uh, I. Somebody else answer that question for me because I don't know. Is it? Is it? It's pre. We see Lando and Empire. It's pre Empire. Right? Okay. It's pre Empire. Okay. Yes. Lando still owes a lot of money to a crime lord, and his name. What is his name? He's got a cool, uh, Papa Torin. And Papa Torin has the, these little fairy-looking demon dudes yeah. that do his talking for him. Oh, that's cool. And they relay all the information. And Papa Torin is is basically – so this item that, that he brings that he stole from that – that he gambled away from that woman, he brings it to Papa Torin and he's like, this should cover my debt with you. And Papa Torin's like, uh, no, that covers about 10% of the debt. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to do this big job, this big heist. Interest, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> and so, like, Lobot's pissed off because he thought, like, this was their last job. They're going to be even with Papa Torin. Papa Torin says, no, they got to do this final job. And then they introduce these two characters that are going to do the fighting. If there's any fighting that they have to do, he's got these two characters right here. And they're kind of like, you see them with the staff, and they're, yeah. they're doing this training here, and they're badass. They almost look very cat-like, almost like Avatar. Yeah, really. it does. Um, but their names are Alexan and Pavel, and they are very cool. And they go, and they perform this heist. And at uh, the end of this heist, we find out that this ship that they stole from is not just any ship, and it's not just owned by anyone. Oh, shit. It's owned by... Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> oh, damn. And that's where episode, that's where the issue one ends. Fuck. And I loved this book. I, I don't, Ryan, I understand. I don't know why you didn't like it. But yeah, for, I wonder what he didn't like about it. For some reason, I, I really, really was just, I, I had to have been in the right place, had the right mindset. I really loved this book. And I thought that Charles Soule, who I typically don't like, really captured the character of Lando in his voice, and I loved it. Nice. The next book I want to talk about is Bloodstrike <laughs> uh, by Rob Liefeld. Yeah. Art by Jeremy Colwell. And I have never read Bloodstrike any- before. And this is, I guess, a reboot of Bloodstrike. Jay, this is something that you read back in the 90s? Back in the 90s, yeah. I read it too. Yep. Let me start off by saying, like, <laughs> holy shit. I fucking love Bloodstrike. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my shocked. god. It's fucking crazy because this book's nuts. It's fucking nuts. Does feel draw it? Yes. Oh. Yes. And I, I love, I love the art. <laughs> I love what? this. They start off, they start off in, in, in this book. With Deadpool? And basically, yes, this is <laughs> basically what Rob Liefeld has done. It's a total ripoff of the X-Men characters. I mean, you're looking at like this, this guy right here is mm. Deadpool. Um, you've got a cable-like character. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a character at the end that almost just looks like a rip-off Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is it's it's a complete rip-off, but that's what makes some of the book fun. It's because like you're putting these things together in your mind. Yeah, this guy he's been basically disemboweled. He's got no legs. He's just hanging on there by his fucking arms and chains, and he's telling you the story of how he got there. And he's in this. He's he's involved in this thing. It's called. Uh, 
Born Again. It's from this company called, uh, this corporation called Rome. And Born Again, when you die, they can bring you back. And he's talking about how, what a great soldier he is. He's only been brought back five or six times <laughs> when other soldiers have been dead like 50 or 60 times. So like, he's great. And so like, in order for them to like find him again, he's got to change his, uh, he, he's got to move around a little bit. They gotta, they gotta know where, they gotta pick up his signal again. So what does he do in order to move around a little bit? Cause he's all chained up. His arms are chained up. Up and he's got no fucking like legs and shit. He chews his fucking arm off. Oh, I see that. And he swings around from his chewed arm. And I'm right now. I'm just like, holy shit, loving I, it. I don't know how he got through the fucking bone. This is amazing. <laughs> I love this fucking book. And then like they show him like, yeah, yeah, 15 hours earlier in Tokyo, Japan. Yeah, that's a total Deadpool ripoff. Yeah, he's also got like fucking like a Wolverine, like a huge like Wolverine blade. Oh, like a, it's a blade. I like thought he was holding swords. Like a Baraka blade coming out of there and shit. And they just show him just kicking ass and destroying these white ninjas. And, uh, you know, he starts, he fights this one woman who's like one of his arch nemesis. And then she like, she like hits him with toxin and like, she's the one who knocks him out and she's the one that like chains him up. So here he is all chained up and shit. Here's cable. Here's the cable guy. Yeah. He looks like cable and he's naked and his ass is sticking out. (laughs) Some cable butt. (laughs) Then they show, they show this guy blood wolf. Yeah. Blood Blood wolf is a fucking alien and he's got these chicks here and these chicks are like, Oh my God, you know, we were in prison and now we get to hang out with you and you're gonna fuck us and he's like he's like no what's I'm, up with those girls nipples I, well they've got i don't know they've those got pasties there's those pasties and they got pasties on their nipples and they're like they're all happy and shit and they're like oh rob liefeld drew us perfect bodies and uh wow we're awesome and we're gonna have sex with this alien and he's got a huge cock we're gonna fuck him and the next thing you know the alien's like you know what i don't want to use my cock to fuck you i'm gonna eat you and he eats them <laughs> Blood Wolf is hungry and he needs food for his next mission, so he eats those fucking women. Nice. They're not smiling no more. Not smiling anymore. And then we we go over there and they're like 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 yeah, huge huge alien cock on the next page in the shadows. Oh nice. Yeah. And then uh, we get to Cable and Cable's gonna rescue the Deadpool like character, and it's not really Cable, but it's Cable like dude. And then like he goes to rescue him and he regenerates his body and when. This Deadpool like dude regenerates. It regenerates everything on him, but his penis, <laughs> which leads us to the villains in the on the final page. And they're like, "We have what we need to defeat them." And penises, yeah, right oh, there. Oh, right. She's got she's got that dude's penis in a in a uh, glass jar. And uh, she kind of looks like Harley Quinn. Yeah, big yeah. time. But my, <laughs> God, I don't. This book is like so fucking like crazy i didn't think like at the beginning when i first started reading this i was like you know what i bet in the last panel i guess guess we're gonna i bet we're gonna see a woman holding a pickled penis (laughs) and that's what happened it is what happened in the last page i'm looking at a woman holding a pickled penis that's what i like about life i loved i love penises yeah i cannot wait for issue two of blood strike i had so (laughs) it's so bizarre and so fun Tupperware blood strike. Nice. Wow. Tupperware the fuck out of this book because it's so nuts. It gets me. It's like, <laughs> because like I'm sick of predictable books. Yeah. Where every page it's like you can guess what's going to happen. Is Leefield writing that too? Yes. Wow. I he writes and he does the art. I absolutely love blood strike. Uh, real quick, uh, I've been reading the mantle by Ed Brisson. I am going to give the series so far a low tasted. I think it's a little too predictable. I'm only two issues in. I'm going to continue to read The Mantle. But uh, if you're reading The Mantle, hopefully tell me tell me it gets better. Because uh, if it doesn't get any better, I'm going to drop it. 
So yeah, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for comic books this week. I'm so fucking surprised. Bloodstrike. I'm shocked. Gives too. a Tupperware. I fucking. Love that's insane. Too. I'm gonna let you read the older episode because they're nothing like that. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah the old stuff is shit. But, but Liefeld introduced uh, Blood Wolf in a darker image series, and and the Max was in that. I know you remember the I Max. I remember the Max. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, called Darker Image. Yeah, yeah, Blood Wolf was introduced in that series, and it was the best thing I ever read by him. So I, I'm assuming this is along the same lines. If you want to read this, I'll keep it here. I do want to read it. Okay, because yeah. I, I, I had a great time with that book. It it's was awesome. It was just fun. It's like I'm not a big Rob Liefeld fan. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I can't deny when I'm having fun reading a book. And mm-hmm. like this is one of my most anticipated comics coming out right now, and I can't wait for issue two. Damn. Wow. Um, real quick, I did watch Moonbeam City this week. Jay. Oh, did you? Um, you know that, that it was a show that I had a hard time really getting. I had a hard time getting into it at first. Yeah. And then when his character started to interact, yeah, this is the Rob Lowe animated yeah. show. When his character started to interact with Will Forte's character, <laughs> yes. that's when I was sold on this because yeah. the chemistry between those two characters is absolutely phenomenal. And I think pilots are hard to gauge anyway. Sometimes absolutely. they're not always the best, but like there were some really great takeaways from that episode where I could see like they were doing something special here. And then Elizabeth Banks. Is fantastic. She's great yeah. in the role that she's doing on that show. I think it's really funny. I think it's only going to get better. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it a. I'm going to you know I'm going to give it a high taste it right now. And this could be a Tupperware after a few episodes. I, I really enjoyed Moonbeam City though. Nice. The, the when I first started watching, I was like, this is rough. This is a little rough. And yeah. then like Will Forte's character and like the whole like number one cop yeah. mug. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It was funny, and I I, I like it. And I like the animation, and I. And uh, I kept remember your ladies' man statements. <laughs> it was funny and shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, like you said, maybe it just had like a lot of shows have that pilot blues. Now that the right. the universe is all laid out, they yeah. can just have fun with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's like a work of art, but it's really funny. You know, yep. it's it's 80s pop art to yeah. me. Like watching it, I'm just like, yeah, 80s pop art. Yeah. But I do love I do Rob Lowe. I love listening to him as a, as an animated character. And uh, just a real real quick, and then I'll let you guys if you have another. Good pop, bad pop. Let you guys interject. But South Park, the season premiere, mm-hmm. which was one was on, it? and it was the the one where uh, uh, Kyle said uh, Caitlyn Jenner is not a hero. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I saw some Tupperware this episode. Yeah. It, it, it is so good. Like, yes, they're, 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 like South Park is really hit and miss with me. Was this the PC? Principal. Yes. Yes. This episode was awesome. Yes. This Tupperware is season premiere. It's PC Principal. You got to watch it. Definitely watch the new South Park season starting out. It, it was fantastic. It yeah. was so damn good. So yeah, South Park uh, season. I don't know. Whatever. Nineteen. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. This is it's like. Great. It was like one of those episodes where it really, it was like one of those episodes where it was so fucking relevant, mm-hmm. but funny at the same time. Yeah. I was laughing my fucking ass yeah, off you, at this. You, like, you know, like, like, like the statements of like, you know, like uh, Jerry Seinfeld coming out and, yeah. you know, his, and people getting pissed off about him, him saying he won't, Jerry Seinfeld said, I'm not going to speak at any more college graduations, any more college ceremonies, yeah. because like you have to watch you got to be so PC. Yeah. And yeah. people getting pissed off about that and stuff like that. And it's like, this episode is just like in your fucking face. And that's, I loved it. I fucking loved yeah. it. And I love it when these guys just fucking like, when they do this shit, because it is topical and it is relevant. Yeah. And it was very good. 
It was crazy, man. Like I, I, I don't follow South Park. Mm-hmm. I haven't been watching it. I went to my friend's house to play some video games, and he played that mm-hmm. for me. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> it was so right on the money with the times, especially the the Bruce Jenner stuff and yeah. everything involved with that. Matt but, Stone and Trey Parker, they, they like they don't hit on every episode. There's been there's been seasons where it's just like, "Oh God, this is <laughs> bad. This is bad." But then they'll have like that. They'll have that one episode where it's like the the when they did the Game of Thrones black. Friday mashup and that was brilliant. Yeah. The World of Warcraft episode was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And then like this episode was absolutely phenomenal. So yeah, PC Principal episode or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, watch it. Even if you don't follow that fucking show, watch yeah. that shit. All right, what you guys got anything else for good pop bad pop this I week? I got some quick bites. All right, go for it. I've got a couple real quick video game bites for us this week. Okay. Um speaking of World of Warcraft, I became addicted to something called Hearthstone this week. I remember Frank talking about this, and I've actually heard Kevin Prayer talk about it on Pointless Pod. What is Hearthstone? It's basically, if you know what Magic the Gathering you is. You gave Frank shit for playing Hearthstone. I did. You did. I remember I did. this. Oh, I, I gave everyone that's ever played Hearthstone shit for that's playing Hearthstone. That's true. Hey, Frank, you need to be listening to this episode. <laughs> I am you, converted. You, you, yeah, you really fucking came down on Frank for I playing Hearthstone. I am converted. Okay, talk to me. Um, it's... Like I said, if you know what Magic the Gathering is, it's basically just, in some ways, and I don't mean this as an insult, it's a little bit of a dumbed-down version of Magic the Gathering. It's just everything's made way simpler. Mm -hmm. They cut all the crazy rules out and bullshit out and just, like, got to the core of what Magic the Gathering is. It's magic for dumb people. Yeah, but I don't mean that as an insult. The more I've played it, the more I realize that that's kind of its thing. And it makes it a lot more intuitive than Magic. Mm-hmm. You can figure out how to play the game in, like, in less than five fucking minutes. You know everything right. there is about this fucking game. And on my iPad and iPhone, it's real easy to just build a deck and play another opponent from anywhere around the world instantly. And I've, I've become addicted to this shit. I, I can't... Anytime I'm on break at work now, I'm like, oh, I can fit in two matches of Hearthstone real quick. Maybe earn some more hmm. cards and build a better deck. Right. It's, it's a lot of fun. There's like eight different classes you can pick from. You know, Mage, Warlock, Priest, yacht Hunter, Warlock, right. yada, yada. And each one has its own group of cards that you can use. And so that makes it really fun. Like, Magic's pretty much... There's none of that. Magic's just like, here's 8,000 cards. Build the deck to the best of your ability. So this is like Magic Junior. A little bit. That's a little bit. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it's like it's very accessible and yes. very easy, and you can just kind of like pick it up and and run with it. You don't have to be an expert. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been having a lot of fun. If any listener out there wants to challenge me to Hearthstone, I am Mister Four Eight Fifteen Sixteen Twenty Three Forty Two. Oh on gosh, heart, damn on it! Heart, uh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna remember that. <laughs> any any Vinny Riot will remember my name if he, if he wants to play Hearthstone. <laughs> So it's Mr. Look Up the Lost Numbers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no period. And four four one eight. Four eight one five one six two three four two. And then also this week I picked up NHL two thousand sixteen. And um just real quick on this, it's it's a taste it for me, and I realize how much I hate DLC while playing this game. I think it's atrocious that sports games have this much DLC going on. I feel like if... What DLC do they incorporate? There's, like, to make your team, you get packs. And if you play the game, you slowly earn the packs. Mm -hmm. But if you're willing to dump 
twenty to two hundred dollars into this game after you buy it, you can get more packs than the other person. That's bullshit. And therefore, you're better playing this game online than I am. Uh, that has nothing to do with how good you are at the game. Right. It's just because you have all the better players than I do. That's right. that's the trend now, and yeah. it's fucking bullshit. Like yeah. I can understand on like the new Batman game. Like okay, you've completely beat the game. For fifteen bucks, we'll give you a couple more levels. Yeah, like I, I hate that too, but I can understand that. Yeah, but this is just intolerable to me. I love a good hockey game. I want to go online and be just as good as anyone else and have it come down to who's better at the game. Yeah, who has the better arcade hockey game skills than mm-hmm. the other person? Not assholes. Who spent, has the most money? Spent eighty bucks on his right. team, and the game's been out literally for less than a week. And there's nothing I can do to fucking beat this online opponent. Right. I think the the pairing online is shitty. Where if if that's going to be the case, at least have a system set up to where you'll Equally pair yeah, you'll pair me against a guy that's also a cheapskate like me <laughs> and isn't going to spend dick dollars on fucking downloadable content. Right. So uh, the game it's a lot of fun to play with my friend. Like my buddy Jordan came over and we had a blast playing each other three or four times. But online, but online just frustrates the piss out of me, and it's all because of the, and it doesn't come down DLC. to skill. It just comes down to like who's right. got a who's who's spending more on this fucking thing. I fucking hate that just like magic the gathering it, it kind of becomes a paycheck sport yeah. if you're willing to buy more cards than i am then you're going to beat me mm-hmm. and that kind of shit really drives me crazy how about hey, when it's when it comes down to like those magic cards and like the pokemon shit yeah do you think that they should have like the like wasn't that a thing like there was like limited cards and like only some people got like certain cards and like now they're like oh we have to make the same amount of cards for every card is that a thing was that a thing for a while? Yeah, Magic the Gathering. You're allowed to use four cards that are the same in each deck. No, I'm talking about like 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 the ex- exclusiveness of certain cards. Like some some cards are like more rare yeah, than well, other cards. What they do now is they have cards like that, but they're the same cards as other cards that aren't as hard to get. They just have exclusive artwork on them. Oh, okay. Which I like is a way better trend. Mm. Like Joe Schmo can't get the the deck killer. It's just like the same card with a different picture on it from mm. a different artist. Okay. And Hearthstone only exists digitally. There is no physical Hearthstone. Physical. Right. Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. But it's the same way. You can you can pay a hundred bucks while playing Hearthstone and get fifty packs and have a better deck than me. Wow. Which is kind of like I'm I'm not willing to give it a fucking dollar. It's like I can't believe people fucking play Angry Birds and buy like the fucking like level beaters or whatever, like those you know what I mean? Yeah, like, why play it? Why if play you need it? to pay money to have the level right. beat. Yeah, I'll spend like whatever and Give me a like, dollar, I'll come beat the level for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't understand it. When I was a kid I used to beat like Mario games and Mega Man games for my buddy. I never mm-hmm. made dick. I was losing out. <laughs> But yeah, um, just real quick, Frank's not been here, so I wanted to throw out some quick video, video game reviews nice. for us. Jay, did you have anything else? Uh, I I uh, I watched just one quick thing. I watched uh, the Bastard Executioner. Oh, the is that an FX show? Yeah. I have not. Seen, I've got it on my DVR. I haven't seen it. What did you think? Um, I'm going to taste it. Okay. Um, it it starts off pretty weak. It starts off as definitely like a Game of Thrones light. Mm. Um, terrible CGI special effects stuff going on. 
But it's a two-hour long episode, the pilot is. Uh, did they really need two hours? No. They could have split this up. Uh, it was definitely longer than it needed to be. That's quite a commitment for a pilot episode. Yeah. It, it's like watching a movie, man. It's it, like, I hate it when fucking pilots do this shit. It's, it's like watching a low-budget film uh, based in medieval times. Yeah. But it is good enough for me to want to watch the rest of the series. Uh, uh, the guy that plays Bill in True Blood is in it, and he's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Um, and it, there's there's a lot of people that are kind of this is like their first go around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it, it was good. Like I, I definitely tossed it in the first half hour. I was like, I'm going to toss this whole fucking thing, and then I realized it was two hours, and I was like, God damn it, I don't want to watch fucking two hours of this shit after right. seeing the first half hour. But it's definitely worth watching the rest okay. of the rest of the pilot. Is it something that you're going to stick with? Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Okay, I'm going to stick with it. And it, and it definitely gets a taste. And like I said, I was willing to throw this out. It's 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 got enough. It, it's it's definitely like just to sum it up real quick. It's about a guy who's kind of this conflicted uh, Catholic dude who's you know he he kills people. He's in the knights, and they're 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 facing off against this other faction, the the King of England. Um, and eventually, he ends up being somebody who he's not in order to survive. Would you say he's a bastard? He's the executioner bastard. Okay. His wife, uh, spoiler alert, his wife gets, uh, his pregnant wife gets disemboweled, Mm. and he has to see her disemboweled on a pile of other dead corpses and his Uh, dead baby. Oh, God. Yeah. That's brutal. Wow. It it is fucking brutal, yeah. But, But at the beginning, you're like, this is fucking stupid. They're stupid fucking little... Until they disembowel her? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm in. Shit gets, <laughs> shit gets fucking... <laughs> it gets... It, it really... Dead, dead baby spillage? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Woo! I didn't... I'm sold. I'm not saying you I... You got me. I'm not saying I enjoyed it. Like, it was hard to watch. Yeah. There were parts of it that were hard to watch, but at first I'm like, this is going to be silly. Right. And it's going to be stupid, but then it takes this fucking turn, and it gets really fucking dark mm-hmm. and, and a bit intriguing. So... I'm going to stick with it. Um, Hashtag dead baby spillage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trending. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, I mean, it's medieval time. That's like the one part that you, you're going to point out in this. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, hey spoilers. No, but they, they, they set up this whole thing. <laughs> They set up this whole political thing, um, and and like the main in, bat in the, in, the, 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 in the future, just let people find this out for themselves. The, don't, don't bring it up on the, the main bat. <laughs> <laughs> the the main bad guy gets killed in this. So the whole time you're like, I fucking hate this guy. Right. All right, well he gets killed later on. Yeah. And then there's this turn of the of the main character. Mm. And it it's pretty interesting. You know, you, you have people from Sons of Anarchy in it. Um and like the main character, like I said, he's this unknown Australian actor that was doing Shakespeare before this. Okay. But Get, I'll watch it. Get past the first half an hour where you're like, this is shit. Okay. Well, you will think it was fucking shit. You'll right. laugh your ass off. And then later on, it gets really good. Yeah. Um, so like, just wait until that lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gets disemboweled. It is horrible. You'll be hooked. Yeah. It You'll is fucking hooked. horrible. It, it is horrible. Okay. So, but anyway, taste that. Yeah. Um, and just real quick. Uh, I finished out BoJack Horseman season two. Fucking Tupperware the shit out of Oh, that. God. Frank tossed. 
Bojack Horseman. Uh, this 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 uh, this season was way. I'm still I'm still uh, I'm still like watching season one. Okay, I haven't been through season two yet, but I, I I have been like every once in a while, like I'll just pick up like an episode of Bojack Horseman. Yeah, and what I love about this show is like they are not afraid to do comedy in a dark place. It, it is it's so weird, isn't it weird, dude? It's it's, it's it, they're not afraid of like. Bojack Horseman is it's sad. It's it's, it's terribly it's sad. It's very sad. Yeah. But but they 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 focus on the dark comedy and it's because of the creator. The creator's been in some dark places in his life and like he's like there are funny moments in dark places and that's what Bojack Horseman is. It yeah. totally is. And it's I I think it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant comedy. I love it. It's one of those things that hits you later. Like you don't, you don't necessarily. It's not like it's not like laugh out loud, loud funny the right. whole episode. It's smart comedy. It's smart comedy, yeah. and then when it's over, like watching this whole second season, I was just like, all I do is think about how fucking sad that shit yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> but so also funny. It's also it's funny. It's also funny because you can yeah. relate. I mean, I, I mean, we've all been in sad places, and yeah. we can all relate to the character. It's, it's smart really as fuck. Good. Like the animation is shit, and yep. everything else. But it, the the characters are all great, and it, it is so fucking smart. And the voice actors that they've got, like some of the special guests that they have, like on the show, are great. You know, they've got like Patton Oswalt, yeah. and like they've who else? Who else? I mean, they've had some big time prolific actors, like. I don't know who's all been. On I don't. I don't know all the fucking names. Yeah. You'll know them when you. You'll you hear them. Hear them. Yeah. 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 But like, I I definitely encourage binge watching it. Yeah. Watch the whole second season through because it's just one of those things where you're like, after you get done with it, you see the whole picture of what yeah. they were trying to tell you. Yeah. It's so fucked. Well, I'm ch- I'm still chugging through ep- uh, season one. I'll, yeah. get, I'll get the season. It's two. even better. Okay. Season two is even better. Cool. And okay, just finally. Fear the Walking Dead, you watched it. Yes, the episode three. The dog. Episode three, the dog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I liked this better than the other two episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm still tossing it. But it definitely had a little bit more with, with the barber. I mm-hmm. think the barber was a good... They introduced some better characters, mm-hmm. I think, than the family, which was totally weak off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Monopoly it was, game, it was the Monopoly game. It was the best episode so far. Yeah, but it was like it's still not. It's still not good. Yeah, still not good. Still definitely a toss it. So yeah. just wanted to bring that up real quick. My final thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, fear the Walking Dead. Actually, fear the show. <laughs> yeah, fear for one hour of your life gone. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, the final thing that I wanted to talk about before we pause, take a break, and come back and do news is I've been watching Project Greenlight. Uh, season four, it premiered on HBO this past week. Mm. Uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are, of course, producers on this show. They also star on the show. Um, I had never seen Project Greenlight before. Have either of you? I watched ever- season one. You watched no. season one. Yeah. I- and uh, I've always been intrigued by it. Um, Project Greenlight is one of those shows. Basically, what they do is they—it's uh, a reality show, and uh, they have what they what they've done in the past is they've they. They've got a movie that they're going to make, mm-hmm. and they're trying to find the perfect writer mm-hmm. and the perfect director and have them collaborate and make a movie. Well, this year, this is season four, 
And th- I think it's really interesting, like, why they even started doing the show again. It's been years since they've done this yeah, show. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd think it'd be on season 12 if they'd be doing one a year. Exactly. See, the thing is, I think, like, what happened is, like, Stars last year had a show called The Chair, mm. which is very similar. It's a documentary, and it's dealt with directors and things like that. And The Chair was very successful for Stars. And so I think, like, Project Greenlight was like, oh, shit, we're slipping. We're the ones that are supposed to be the pioneers in this fucking kind of, like, <laughs> reality show. So they're going to come back. And so they came back, and, and they're doing things a little bit differently this year. Like, in the past, like, they look for a writer and a director. This year, they have their writer, and they're only looking for a director. Okay. Okay. And so, like, the they've got um, the Fairley brothers there to help – write the script as they make the movie. Okay. So it's a comedy. It's a comedy this year. What What's interesting is in this first episode, you kind of get a feel for like all like these directors. And uh, like in the first three seasons of the show, like people used to have to like record it on film, like on, on like a VHS, mm-hmm. like they submit like their VHS types. Now everything's like done digitally right. and they can just like upload it. They can just email it to fucking Ben and and Matt. And so, like, they showed all these different uh, filmmakers, their short films and things like that. And they had, like, one guy who I think was, like, really adept at doing, like, a comedy. Um, They showed, like, one of his comedies that he had done. And it was, like, it was called, like, Mini Jigsaw. And it was, like, the Jigsaw character from Saw. And it was just, like, this little fucking pest it was like like Elf on the Shelf, you know, like right. the, the, yeah. But yeah. it was a little jigsaw, and like this guy would like open his bathroom door, and like you'd see mini jigsaw, and he'd be like, "You have to be at work in half an hour, <laughs> but there are razor blades all over your floor. You must navigate through the razor blades to the sink." And it's just like you know all these stupid fucking. It was a hilarious. That's kind of funny. Yes, and like you know, there's all these obstacles for this guy within his home because of this stupid little pest of a jigsaw yeah. character. And you know, from the, from the Saw films, and uh, he was great. And I was like, "Wow, that guy is going to be the best choice for this movie." Then they've got this other guy, and his video was completely different than everyone else's. Like everyone else had, to, like everybody had to do like a speed dating video comedy. And this one director, his was like a more. It was a different take on speed dating. He did like a speed dating at like one of like you know like. Uh, Fight Club when they go to those different meetings. Mm-hmm. He did it in like one of those kind of like like a support meeting. Like a support meeting. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was such a it was kind of like a dark comedy, but it was like this guy is a director. Like he's like got his own vision. So he did things differently. And th- so like everybody's arguing about like, oh, should we go with this director who's like really good at comedy? Or should we go with like who we think is like the best filmmaker right. and has the best vision? But on the flip side, like this guy, like his movie is not what the Fairley brothers want to write. Yeah. And when they sat these guys down for the interview, the one guy was like, yeah, I want to make your comedy. I want to make your comedy. It's going to be really funny. I can't wait to work with the Fairley brothers. The other guy was like, yeah, if I want to do this, I want to do it with my own vision. I want to do it this way. And I've got my own ideas for it. I've got my own ideas for the script. Right. I could, I guess I could see myself doing it if I had more control over it. 
And so, like, it's like, do they want Peyton Reed or do they want Edgar Wright? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so, what ends up happening is because, of course, it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and they want to make the most interesting show because they're producers on it. They choose the guy that's conflicting because it's going to make for a better reality show. Right. And so, I'm hooked. I I absolutely love this first episode. I want to see, and like the. First thing that this guy does as soon as he's chosen is he goes backstage and starts t- starts telling Matt Damon and Ben Affleck that he wants to fire the writer and, <laughs> and bring in a new writer. And I'm just like, holy shit, can't wait to see where uh, the season four of Project Greenlight goes. This is this is really good. That so they just good. they just follow this same guy the whole the they, whole season. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be this director, and he's going to be working with the Fairley Brothers, and Dude. they're going to show you like the behind the scenes of making this movie. That's fucking yeah. Great. Project Greenlight. It's not really a reality competition show. It's more of like a behind the scenes reality of the process right. of making the movie. Right. Wow. Right. And the next up on my list is because of like like this. I think I think the chair brought this back. The next up on my list after I, I think I'm going to watch the chair too. Okay, it was on stars. So I got to Tupperware this this first episode. I, I've never seen Project Greenlight before, but man, this is this is a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch the. Rest I didn't of know it. it was back. I'm excited. It sounds back. awesome. Yep, you yeah. can watch it on HBO Go. So cool, Jake. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have yours. So. I'm sure they do. Because <laughs> sure sometimes when I try to watch it, it's like there's too many users using your HBO Go. I'm like, God damn it. All right, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back with news greetings leftover army pop culture leftovers is the people's podcast they're always looking for new writers and youtube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them in all honesty they're not even sure frank can read but their listeners can so send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com and if the leftovers like it They'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. Hey, we're back. Hey, back. It's time. Uh, it's time now for uh, pop culture leftovers news. read all about it. It's a leftover news, and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo. Gangster as fuck news coming straight at your dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let your dick hole get caught into a pickle jar. You're not going to hear that on any other. Yeah, exactly. Keep it, keep it away from Rob Liefeld. You know, you're not going to hear that on any other podcast. No. Gangsters fuck news coming straight at your dick hole. Yeah. Stay no. on target. You should tell other podcasts on their iTunes page how you're never going to hear that exactly. on their podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I listened to this podcast called Pop Culture Leftovers. They were giving me news and they were injecting it straight into my dick hole. Right. You guys don't do that. Yeah. No. You're not doing that, Mark Marin. Crowley <laughs> <laughs> ain't fucking get putting shit straight to your dick hole. Yeah. yeah, they're not invading your dick hole. No. Kevin Pollock isn't, isn't fucking. We go straight for the dick hole. No, see, we're, <laughs> I, you know what? Instead of like, honestly, like instead of having like an explicit banner, we should have like a dick hole intrusive banner. Yeah, this might be intrusive too, because it's very dick hole intrusive. <laughs> Unlike show. fucking Grantland. Yeah, Grantland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When's, when's, when's the last time Grantland backed up into your dick hole? 
took a stroll down your fucking like dick hole. Yeah, let, let me count how many yeah. times. Uh, never. Never. <laughs> Fuck you, Grantland. <laughs> Fuck you, Grantland. <laughs> no one else makes that claim, period, I no. think. <laughs> no. 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 We're backing up into your dick hole. We will, yeah. yeah Guaranteed. Fuck yeah, we will. Guaranteed. Yeah, people think we're slipping. <laughs> no. You know, slip back into your dick hole. Feed <laughs> you some fucking news. Yeah. <laughs> Intravenous through your dick hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's right. Dick hole. News. <laughs> All right, guys. Here's our news. Uh, Universal Studios, who has ruled the box office in 2015. I mean, with J- Jurassic World, fantastic, uh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Rule it. They killed it with that movie. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> killed it with that that movie. was Fox. No, uh, Fast and Furious Seven, uh, Pitch Perfect Two, and Straight Outta Compton. Uh, Universal Studios is now uh, rumored to be worried about an upcoming 2016 movie, saying it's a quote problem movie. Hmm. That movie is Warcraft, based on uh. World of Warcraft. I can understand that. I, I personally, I can understand like the executives at Universal Studios being worried about this movie. It, number one, it's a video game property. Yeah, it's high fantasy, very, very high fantasy, and it received mixed reactions when the footage was released to Hall H at San Diego Comic Con this year. Which I'm a little surprised that like we haven't seen any of that footage. That's that is weird. Yeah, it is odd. Um, not even a leak. Not even a leak. I only know of descriptions that I've heard. From it, there's a, I guess there's a scene of like, you got your main, that ogre guy, yeah. and his name's Ogrim, and he's like, <laughs> talking about their baby, and about the humans, and how humans and the ogres don't get along, and then there's, I guess there's some sort of a wizard, and the wizard says, I need human souls for my gate, and then you see all these humans screaming, and then you see souls leave their body, and then the gate open up, and then the ogres, or orcs or whatever run into the city and start fighting with the humans and it's very high fantasy and yeah jeez and yeah and and I guess there's dark elves in it and it's just so I I is the studio are they scared are they trying to I mean this movie's coming out in in a year I mean I don't know I mean less than a year yeah it's a summer movie I mean we're in the fall so. I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting to see at least a trailer or something or some footage or, you know, other than, I mean, we've seen like pictures of the act. And it's not like this does not have like a huge cast. I mean, we're looking at guys, we're looking at fucking like Toby Cabell from, uh, you know, Planet of the Apes and also the Fantastic Four. It's got Dominic Cooper Mm. in it. I mean, it's got a huge cast. It's got a huge cast of like actors. Like if I were to rattle off their names, you'd be like, Oh, I know that person. I know this person. I know that person. Um, what do you guys? Th- I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on this? I mean, uh, the budget is supposed to be astronomical. I, I, we're, we're talking about we're talking about um, we're talking about nine digits. Okay. I mean, over a hundred million. Wow, this is over a hundred million for this. It kind of has to be for this kind of high fantasy, mm-hmm. or else it'll just look like some sci-fi TV shit, right? So. Is it a, is it a big gamble though? A oh, huge gamble. So, <laughs> yeah. but Universal, I mean, they're definitely in the black this year. I mean, they've made their money. So, like, is I, this going to be the one that puts them in the red for the next summer? I don't blame them for making this gamble. There's no reward without risk. And if by some miraculous way this does pan out, they got themselves another franchise. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So, <laughs> see, the thing is, it's like I. 
I understand. Okay. It's a huge gamble. Not, mm. Over $100 million in the budget. I, I'm going to guesstimate that it's going to be over, I, I'm going to guesstimate 150 to 175 million. I believe it. Okay. Um, I think this is going to suffer from a lot of problems that other movies suffer with. I think it's going to be a lot of green screen on this one. Yeah. And I think like, you know, like a lot of the problems, like we talk about the prequels and like Jay and I, we, we're not big fans of the prequels and j- even Jake, I think you could admit that some of the acting is a little suspect in the. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think a lot of that is because, like, they are working with green screens, and a lot of the actors, a lot of the times, are trying to react to things that they can't even see. Yeah. Sometimes they're not even told exactly what it's going to be until mm-hmm. the final product, even. And yeah. they're not getting great, exactly, they're not getting great direction mm-hmm. sometimes. And I mean, you know, like, I think that's why Star Wars The Force Awakens is going to be such a great film, because they're actually using practical sets, and they're using practical things for these actors to react to. I don't care how great of an actor fucking Mark Hamill and and uh, Carrie Fisher and, and even Harrison Ford, one of the best actors ever. I don't ha- care how good of an actor they are. It takes a special actor to react to something that's not even there. Agreed, agreed. And, and like, you know, um, I'm trying to think of like, like people that have pulled it off, um, I think like Chris Pratt was, did That's who I was going to say. Yeah, Chris Pratt did such a great job with with uh, you know Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic World and Jurassic World, absolutely, yeah. Uh, but you know, on the flip side, you've got like Megan Fox <laughs> working with the turtles, and that was just like an abomination. Or even like Mark Wahlberg yeah. working with Transformers. Yeah, this is a huge gamble for the studio. Um, uh, w- w- I mean, when you, when you a lot, I've seen a lot of studios play it safe. Like uh, you've got Bloomhouse Productions, Bloomhouse Films. They, they, they're the ones that um, that the guy that that made the Paranormal Activity movie. Mm-hmm. They made paran- the first Paranormal Activity movie uh, was made by what's his name, Jason Bloom, mm-hmm. and he was one of the producers on that. They made it for fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, they made a killing. And they figured out the formula. Mm-hmm. And Jason Bloom went off, o- opened his own studio, Bloomhouse uh, Productions. And what they do is they make movies like – this is so fucking cool. They're, th- what they do is they make movies for $5 million or under. They won't make anything more than $5 million. They, they, they're responsible for Whiplash, which yeah. was like one of those like Oscar-nominated movies. Yeah. $3.3 million. Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons, that movie, it costs $3.3 million. That's amazing to think of. It's a great way to do movies because the returns are huge. Yeah, you spend three point three million, and then like you've got like this Oscar nominated movie, and of course like you know once it's like Oscar season again, they'll like put it again in the theaters, and like it'll make even more money because everybody wants to see it now. And, and it's hardly a gamble, even if it's a flop, it's making even, a turnaround. Thank you, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it, it's the movies like like Fantastic Four, which is like a hundred and like you know twenty five million dollar budget that when you rake in eight million dollars that first weekend you're fucked yeah you're fucked like uh what is it uh the boy next door that jennifer lopez movie that came out oh yeah that movie costs less than that movie costs less than five million dollars four point five million i think i believe it and it made a ton of money back it's like yeah are are you wanting to bet a hundred million dollars on jennifer lopez no (laughs) No. me either so let's give her 4.5 4.5 million dollars and that movie is going it, to it's going to those movies find their demographic audience that that buy that purchase the movie that that buy the ticket that pay that movie off. Yeah, it makes 10 million, it's more than doubled its money. Thank you. Exactly. Like yeah, 15 million, you tripled it. Yeah. 
So it, agreed. World of Warcraft is a huge gamble with Universal. But Universal, I can – Jake, you're thinking like this could be a huge payoff though. Well, I mean, yeah, if it's a hit, it's a mm-hmm. hit. I mean, it's, it's – I, I, I think that's why they're willing to roll the dice on this one. Maybe – okay, and, and maybe you're right. I mean, Universal, they've been kind of like on the money lately. I mean, they've mm-hmm. been able to do no wrong really except for like Black Hat coming out earlier this year. I mean, it feels like they – like they've got like they've really got like they they're feeling the pulse of like what people are wanting. It's like, oh, okay, you know what? Yeah, you people are really digging these comic book movies. Well, we're gonna give you something different. If you're not digging a comic book movie, if you want something different this summer, we got Jurassic World, we got giant dinosaurs. And it's like everybody was like, Holy shit, I wanna see big dinosaurs. Yeah, they re released it to big numbers too. Yes. Yeah. And so like the thing is it's like next year it's like, Oh, have you missed fantasy? Have you missed <laughs> Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I know Hobbit was like, you know, not as great as like the Lord of the Rings, but like, have you missed that shit? I mean, do you want to see some fantasy? Well, we've got your fantasy. Yeah, you can watch whatever, you know, Civil War and Batman and all these other comic book characters, but we got something for you different this summer. So it could be huge. I mean, this could be, this could, I mean, World of Warcraft, for all we know, could outgross any of those other movies. Do I, do I think it will? No, I don't. I don't. I do. Do I think it's going to be a success or a flop? I think it's going to be a flop. I do know, too. I do personally. Too. I think I they need a solid script. That's the key component here. Solid script. They need to not alienate people that think they have to know all this lore from these video games. They really need to make this a really accessible movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and from just from like I haven't seen the trailer, but just from like what I heard from people that have seen the trailer, mm. they don't know what to make heads or tails of it. They said it was really high fantasy, and it kind of like left them scratching their heads. Like, I don't know what this movie's about. I don't know why I want to see this movie. So, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting. I, I want to see the trailers for myself before I can really make a determination. I agree. I think it would be great if this movie was a hit. I would love to see more fantasy shit. I mean, I mean, it doesn't. I, I don't want it to all like start and end with Tolkien movies. I don't want it to all be adaptations either. It'd be nice to see a original fantasy movie. That where a bunch of people already know what's going to happen in the next four movies, right? Like it'd be nice yeah. to have that sense of unknowing in a fantasy franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about um, franchises uh, that are unknowing um, and uh, original properties. Let's talk about the sad news that I heard this week about uh, Pacific Rim Two. Yeah, mm. did you guys hear about yeah, this? I did not. The the rumor it comes from I was if you've listened to our podcast I, I can't remember the episode that we did but we reviewed Pacific Rim and it was our first Tupperware party for a film yeah one of so, the first twenty episodes yeah it was I mean we loved Pacific Rim yeah mm-hmm. fun movie it was a surprise movie Guillermo del Toro directed it we absolutely loved it um, and now you know we find out like oh yeah uh, the studio is going to greenlight this one I mean it did gangbusters overseas in China. I think it did over four hundred. I think it did about four hundred eleven million dollars. That's crazy. So that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good numbers. Um, so THR reported recently. Here's what they said: Legendary wanted to produce a sequel to Del Toro's Pacific Rim, which was made under the Warner's deal and turned into one of those films that grosses a lot while being so costly that a follow-up isn't a sure thing. Sources say Legendary liked that. The original performed exceptionally well in China, where the company is heavily invested. But for now, the project, which had been ramping up to make a release date in August 2017, has been halted indefinitely and will be pushed back if it gets made at all. 
we may not see Pacific Rim 2. Now, this is news to Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that sucks to find out this way. And he was like, yeah, he hadn't heard anything. Wow. I mean, this is a guy who's already planning a trilogy for Pacific Rim 3. Yeah. He wanted Pacific Rim 3. You know, I guess the only to make lemonade out of lemons, del Toro always has his fingers in so many things. Like, I'm sure if he can't do this, it's sad for us, but I mean, he's, I'm sure he's got all kinds of other stuff he can turn to. We, I would hope. I, I, I know he's dipped his toes in the TV stuff with the strain. The thing that I'm, that I'm hearing though is the reason that this is not, that they're not like going ahead possibly with a, with a Pacific Rim 2 is because of reactions to people that have seen Crimson Peak. Mm. Um, so, I mean, just like we saw like a resurgence with M. Night Shyamalan with The Visit may not be such a great, like a Cinderella story with Guillermo del Toro and him not getting out of the park with Crimson Peak. Like, I've heard like maybe, I've heard people are not really liking this movie. <laughs> so, I hope they're wrong. I hope they're wrong. I hope this, I hope Crimson Peak is a hit and then the next thing you know, we've, we're like, we find out like, oh yeah, Pacific Rim, uh, Pacific Rim 2, it's still on target. I still like to see him involved in the uh, rumored Justice League, Justice League Dark movie too. Yeah. Well, shit. Think. Well, think about all the things like, like they, they, they've rumored him with, dude. Like, remember the, the they were talking about doing another Hulk TV series with yeah. him. Oh yeah. yeah. That never happened. He was originally going to do the Hobbit movies before Peter Jackson came. That's back. true. I would. You know, and like I think me and Frank had this discussion when we did their. You got the hiccups, yeah, don't you, Chief? Sorry. God damn it. How dry I am. Shh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold your breath there, Chief. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, thanks. He's trying to surprise him. Yeah. yeah trying to scare you. You're losing your hiccups. Um, oh, fuck. What was that? Uh, Del Toro doing um, Hobbit. Hobbit, yeah. Me and uh, Frank touched on this on the episode that we talked about. It's like we, we were always going to kind of like wonder like what Guillermo del Toro would have done with The Hobbit. Would it have totally. been better with the, than Jackson? Because I, I can't see like Del Toro doing like the cheap fucking like digital fucking effects. Or, or having so much prequelitis going on too, where mm-hmm. he felt like he had to like exactly bridge the two things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, didn't Guillermo del Toro still get like executive producer credit on that movie? I'm not. He, he I, did I'm like half of that. it. Yeah, he did like half of the first one. I don't know. Mm. You know, as far as anything else, but. I think he got executive. I don't know. He may have gotten executive <laughs> yeah. producer credit, but you know, it's like it's one of those things. It's like I think like the, like Guillermo del Toro. Like you watch like Pan's Labyrinth and shit like that, and it's like fuck, dude. I think he would have made like the orcs. I think he would have made them look like they did like in the original movie, not some fucking CGI and shit. I agree. Know? He would have so, gotten way more practical yeah. with it. Yeah. So anyway, way spookier Pacific Rim Two. That fucking sucks. That does suck. Did did you guys like the Crimson Peak trailer at all? I'm I'm tired of it. Really? I see it every movie I go to. I'm intrigued. I thought it looked okay. I'm intrigued. You know. I don't know. I hope I'm hoping it's good, man. I'm intrigued. As much so. as I love Stephen King, I get scared when they use his tagline as the main tagline for a movie too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he'll say anything is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. When they're like Stephen King says it's a cinematic horror masterpiece. I, I just I'm wonder. Like, I wonder if people like miss his like artistic vision, you know? Because to me, it's like it's not so much a horror movie as it is an artistic. I agree. You know, thing just like Pan's Labyrinth. I think it's creepy, but it's like his artistic vision that 
makes yeah. it cool. It was like a dark fairy tale. Yeah, so I wonder if that's like what people are missing. I don't know. Guys, coming up here uh, October 21st, what does that day mean to you? I'm not sure. Nothing. That is the day that Marty McFly came to 2015. Oh, yeah. oh it's Back to the Future cool. Day. Back to the Future Day. And so like leading up to Back to the Future Day, October 21st, Jacob Harmon, I hope you're listening to this episode, man. Because leading up to Back to the Future Day, and I'll send you guys the link. I'll put it on the page. Bob Gale talked uh, recently about Back to the Future Day coming up October 21st. Um, there's a lot of things that are coming out for um, Back to the Future Day from the 21st and on the 25th. Um, of course, Back to the Future is going to be re-released yeah, on Blu-ray. Awesome. Uh, yeah, there, there's going to be a new special feature. Um, Christopher Lloyd has a new uh, – he, he recorded something new as Doc Brown, and he's going to be talking about why the future now is not like the future in the Back to the Future movies. Like, hmm. what happened in the timeline to change these things? Oh, that's super cool. So it's a new, fun featurette cool. on these uh, on I'm these glad theories. I waited to get Me Back too. to the Future Blu-rays. Now. I have the DVDs. I have the DVDs, yeah. too. So, but, but, but the Blu-rays, the, the, what was it, the 25th anniversary? I did not get those. Me neither. Me uh, neither. So I'm glad I waited as well. They have a deluxe set coming out. Ooh, what's it look the like? The deluxe set is actually a flux capacitor, which, oh, which fluxes. That's nice. cool. Um, and then it comes with not only all three movies and then the featurette with Doc Brown, but it also comes with the original animated TV series. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. So, Ooh, that news went straight to my dick hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in your dick hole. <laughs> there's also a bunch of, uh, there's also a bunch of different events. I'll, I'll post the link on our Facebook page uh, to the uh, it's like a video it's like a seven minute video I was going to play it but it's fucking seven minutes I forgot that even existed the animated series I, I, I yeah. don't think it had too many episodes but I remember loving that as a I kid I, for some reason I thought like they said it went on three seasons really I th- I don't I could be wrong I, I used to watch that and then the Bill and Ted yeah oh, I love that too but I'll be honest with you out of all, all all of them the the one eighties cartoon that I loved the most was Teen Wolf the animated show. Oh, that yeah. was great too. Teen Wolf was my favorite. I fucking love that animated show. Is that out anywhere? Like I, you can buy? I have never seen it. I haven't I w- seen it. Since I would I was totally a kid. buy it. Yeah. I would love it. My favorite cartoon when I was a kid, eighties cartoon was Captain N and the N Force. I God, I loved that. Oh shit. yeah, Captain yeah. N the. Uh... Was that the Nintendo? Yeah, he had yeah. the Nintendo Zapper and got sucked in. Yeah, and was I, fighting Mother Brain. I love that. God yeah. damn, we had good shows. I actually uh, <laughs> you could actually get that on uh, DVD, and I actually bought the, Can all, you? all those. Can okay. yeah. That's great. Um, but yeah, October twenty first, uh, they're also going to be turning a. There's a. Uh, I can't remember what state it's going to be in, but they're going to be turning a town for like a week. They're going to be renaming this town hill valley dude uh they did this i think in europe last year they played the movie what they're going to do is they're going to have people you you, you come and you're going to be a, a resident of hill valley and you're going to be able to go to like a drive-in movie theater they're going to make it look like the clock tower i'm not donating any money towards it where the clock yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> The clock tower is actually going to be uh, the screen for the movie. It's going to be like a drive-in theater. Awesome. It's going to be a – you're going to be able to watch the movie and in tandem with the movie going on at the exact same time, they're going to have actors there reenacting scenes from the movie. So cool. like when – you know, when uh, the when uh, McFly's father uh, punches Biff in the face – 
you're going to see them do it in at the exact same time in the film. Cool. Um, you're also going to see like they'll have stunt actors there too, like that playing Doc Brown that do like the the zip line yeah. from the from the clock oh, tower cool. all the way down. Yeah. Man. So like like uh, they did this I think somewhere in Europe last year. Now they're going to be doing it in Los Angeles. Oh wow. Um, and I think one of these events, Christopher Lloyd himself is going to be showing up. So. Yeah, I, dude, I, man, I, I wish I could fucking save up a little bit of money and, and yeah, head out to that'd be fun. Los Angeles. Yeah. Remember when we were kids, how, how it seemed like 2015 was like so this far away. Fucking <laughs> that could never even happen. Back to the Future 2 came out. Did it come out in 89? That sounds right. It came out in 89 and I think 3 came out in 90. Mm-hmm. But like when it came out in 89, after it came out and you saw like the future and stuff like that, it's mm. like back then it was so far away that it was like you, we were thinking like, yeah, we're going to get flying cars. Mm-hmm. We'll have flying cars by then. And yeah. like, we'll, yeah. And then like there was a whole thing like Zemeckis like came out with like one of the first viral videos of where like yeah the the hoverboard was real yeah, and like yeah. people actually thought that like fucking the hoverboard was real you know because like because <laughs> he came out with that fucking video <laughs> and uh yeah dude it's great i think i'm really upset though with a lot of these companies now um that haven't really capitalized on this. Like yeah. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Well, I mean, there's no way to make a dehydrated pizza. <laughs> yeah, but you can still advertise the movie. Yeah. Yeah, pizza. But Pepsi Perfect. Oh, yeah. They could have come out with the exact same bottle, and they haven't. And that's upset me a little bit. Just like a collector's bottle that yeah. you could get. And then, like, I think, like, um, of course, you know, we don't have hoverboards yet. Self-lacing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Cubbies are having a great year, though. We, we don't have what? Cubbies are having a great year, though. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have a Mr. Fusion yet. Yeah. Oh, it's true, that. though, but it's it's about, it, you know, it's like the corporate, like, everything's the way it always has been. Yeah. We haven't seen, like, really cool, yeah. like, things that change the way we, we, I don't know, we have, like, our cell phones and yeah. shit. Yeah, we don't have fax machines in closets, But though. this isn't yeah. as fun as, like, why a don't fucking I, hoverboard. Why don't I have a fax machine? in my closet right. alerting me that I've been fired. Or in the bathroom. Right. They, had, <laughs> they did a good job predicting the whole smart TV thing. Yeah. Yeah, they had the, well, they had like the picture in picture. Yeah. Yeah. But. Flat screen though. Yeah, and nobody's wearing their like their, uh, their uh, pants pockets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, I know. It's like you, you never get the future you're shown. Never happens. No. Except for maybe Blade Runner. That might happen. <laughs> Walking Dead. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Back to the Future was the fun fucking future. All right, guys, we're going to move on to Marvel news. <laughs> <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Marvel news. All right. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, she plays Scarlet Witch in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She recently spoke with uh, MTV News. I wanted to play this uh, little clip here. Hopefully it'll come through. Oh, God, I got to watch an ad. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. I got to take a sick day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the entire cast is on Civil War, yes. yes? Yeah, everyone's done. So, are there new, you, what's the, the Wiggly Woo? What do you call it? Your little. Wiggly Woo, yeah. Wig, okay, so talk to me about what's the new hand technique? What's the new one you bring to the table this time around? Um, it's not a new hand technique per se. We're trying to grow 
her movement as a whole. So you see her do new things in this. Okay. But I think the next time we see her, Jenny and I have found great pride. Who's my movement coach? For Scarlet Witch. <laughs> she and I have great pride in um, trying to make this a huge transformation the next time we see her Got of it. her abilities. So there's, I think that's going to be the biggest change. You do see her do new things that Captain America So how is she doing considering she's, spoiler alert, okay. if, if you missed the last film, she's you know lost what? a key component in her life. She's okay. Yeah? She's, she's doing all she's right. She's over it. She's confused. She's conflicted. Okay. She's, she's Her brother's dead. <laughs> no big deal. But she's doing all right. Um, they released images of Team Cap yes. and Team Iron Man. She wasn't there. I was going to say, what's going on? So she's, I guess, she always rogue? the wild what's card. What's happening? Yeah. yeah. It's good she's to be the rogue just, one. I like being the wild card. God damn it. Rogue one. Okay. Like, Shut what your am mouth. I do next? At home. <laughs> she's unpredictable. <laughs> she could hit me in the face right now. I don't even know. Maybe I'll pick my nose. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. I would marry her. <laughs> do the do the old wiggly woo with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's interesting that she did say that. Uh, you know, like, and we saw like the images that came out, and like one of the things that I mentioned to you guys in a previous episode is like, where does like where does her uh, her uh, allegiance lie? And, and you guys were under the belief that yeah, she's going to be Team Stark, and she's saying she's the wild card. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. I've also heard that Black Widow's the wild card, though, too. Really? Yeah. Where'd you hear this from? Uh, that was just one of the articles I read this week. I don't. I think it might have been. I, I don't remember the exact. Source. You know what? If you're, if you're going to come to my show, Jay, <laughs> God damn it. and you're going to you're going to fucking you're going to fucking throw out these fucking theories. I'll bring it to you next I want, week. I want you to come correct, son. I have it. Okay. I will bring you it. Better to bring you. it next I week, will. then. Jay's trying to do the wiggly woo. But I think yeah. even I think even trying she, to give me some wiggly woo. <laughs> I think even Scarlett Johansson said herself that she is kind of the double agent. Okay. So, I don't know. I think you're maybe a double agent. You're working for a different podcast. I could be. I'm I trying to sab- Hail Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, guys. I still marry her. Deadline is uh, <laughs> reporting that director uh, Rupert Wyatt is now leaving Fox's Gambit. Being headlined by actor Channing Tatum. Here are the details from Deadline. They say that he is leaving due to schedule conflicts. He was supposed to start shooting in November. That has now been pushed back to March. And so he is forced to leave the project. Mm. This is a huge blow to the film. And not really... I I think... Okay, these... I don't think it's a huge blow um, because it's Wyatt leaving. I, I... I think they would have. I think he would have done a fine job on the film. Um, I don't think he would have done an amazing job, but I think it would have been a good kind of like taste it film. Yeah. Uh, but it's the fact that they originally they've originally wanted to get Darren Aronofsky. Mm. You know they and they chose this guy over him. No, they didn't chose this guy. Like Darren Darren Aronofsky. They, they Fox has been chasing him for a long time. Yeah. Darren Aronofsky. They wanted him to do the Wolverine movie. I remember that, and they had their hearts set on him, and he was, and he was like, "Now nah, I'm going to do uh, fucking uh, Noah or yeah. whatever." <laughs> so he did, he did Noah, unfortunately, with Russell Crowe, yeah. which I've never seen. It's either. horrible. So, so they didn't get Darren Aronofsky, and so then they they chased Darren Aronofsky again for Gambit, you know, because I mean, you get you get Darren Aronofsky, you get that name, and then you get Channing Tatum, you get that name. Oh, holy shit, Shuin. 
holy shit, yeah, yeah, people are going to watch this movie. Yeah. People are going to be watching this movie. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And then uh, they they didn't get Darren Aronofsky. So then they, what they do? They they did the uh, Cumberbatch patch, <laughs> and they got Rupert Wyatt. You know, when you can't get Joaquin Phoenix, you got to get Cumberbatch. <laughs> they did the old Cumberbatch patch. They got Rupert Wyatt. Safe choice, right? Yeah. Guy did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. No, not the second film. The second film's the better film. Yeah. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, in my opinion, that was by I Matt, agree. Far Matt, superior. That was by Matt Reeves. They got the guy that like came in there and just like you know he kind of like teed up Matt Reeves for like the next film. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. like gave him like the the assist. Like oh yeah, here's here's a good launching pad. Alley oop, alley oop, exactly. Here's a good launching pad. Pippin to Jordan, exactly. <laughs> he's like he's the Scotty Pippin. Yeah, Matt Reeves is Jordan. Right. So they got Rupert Wyatt and like Rupert Wyatt. They're like okay, yeah, we can't get Aaron Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Rupert, we got Rupert Wyatt and Rupert Wyatt's like oh uh, fuck. I, <laughs> Guys, you guys are – I thought we were starting in November. We're not starting in November? Shit. I thought we were going to do this movie in – well, shit, you're going to – March, I'm busy. <laughs> and so now now it's like, fuck, Gambit does not have a director, guys. Talk to me. Talk to they, they got you in March. <laughs> yeah, but you, you've lost Darren Aronofsky. You lost your you lost your fucking – you lost your fucking safety net. Yeah. Rupert White's your safety net. I mean – what I'm worried about is like Edgar Wright, Peyton Reed. I was thinking get Peyton Reed. Oh god, <laughs> I'm scared. No, no, I'm scared no, now. no. We, <laughs> I mean, if you if you got to if you okay, I, Channing Tatum, this they can't do this to him. I mean, yeah, like, he's like, already left once, kind of. Well, he's already left once, kind of. And then on the flip side, I mean, like, holy fuck, does he need another Jupiter ascending? Mm. No, <laughs> fuck no, he doesn't. I mean, this guy's stock is like really high right now. Yeah. Even, even after Jupiter ascending, this guy's stock is really high. He doesn't Stucky. need this, and he they, cares about the character. They need a good director, am I right? Yeah. Like, who could do this? Like, I was thinking, like. I'm, you know, I'm saying go for broke, go fucking just offer the sun, moon, and stars to Chad Stahelski, the director for John Wick. Mm, I think that's a great idea. That's great dream directing. I'd love to see some action like that. Imagine like, imagine like a uh, old boy, uh, fucking Channing Tatum, you know, throwing fucking trading cards and shit. Instead of like shooting guns like in John Wick, a movie you haven't seen yet, which I loaned you <laughs> like damn two goddamn months ago. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming. I gave you fucking John Wick and Ex Machina, and they're just fucking sitting collecting dust on your fucking like DVD shelf it's and not, shit. It's not because I don't love you. I That'll do want to watch you. Fucking life. What's that? That'd be the best double feature of your fucking exactly. life if you haven't exactly. seen Exactly. Yeah, John Wick and fucking Ex Machina sandwich. Yeah. Who d- who With did you the- in the middle? You in the middle? <laughs> you in the middle? Who- Holy shit! Yeah, I'm getting fucking I'm getting fucked in the ass by John Wick, and then I got fucking like uh, I got ex machina fucking give me that big ex machina dick in my mouth hole. Hold that's on, a fucking, that's a that's a fucking that's a that's a movie sandwich orgy happening, Jay. What what was that that movie Christian Bale was in? Where it doesn't he was, matter. You went and watched it anyway. Where he was the cop with the fucking you know he had the guns and he was like a guns. You know what I'm saying? God damn it! I'll look it up. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, the cop with the guns. Yeah, here we go. I think that was John Wick. No, it, it, I think it's probably pretty close. Does it have anything to do with Gambit? But it would be cool. Does it like, have anything to do with you watching those movies that I loaned you? <laughs> yes. Does it have anything to do with that? Yes. Is it? Is, is, this, is this the reason you haven't been able to watch those movies? I'm going to say yes. Okay. That's, the safe, that's, that's the safe Peyton Reed answer. I, I do not recall. <laughs> Hold on. Brian's well, well, you guys go ahead. His dick hole. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hold on, goddammit. Well, you guys go ahead. I'll, I'll look this All up. All right, so yeah, Rupert Wyatt leaving this. I mean, <laughs> you're nice. I was going to let him filibuster. How, how, how is there any is like is there anything that you would do to save this, Jake, or are you just kind of like, oh, they're fucked. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I'm a jerk. <laughs> uh, uh oh, this movie's fucked, right? Uh oh, yeah. yeah, they're they're fucked. Wow, it's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. Yeah, like you said, I mean, it's amazing that um, Channing still has stock after Jupiter fucking, I want to call it descending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, yeah, you got to think like, you know, he, his stock, I, I don't know, he's like, he's, he's not, he, his stock is is good. I mean, he still had like Magic Mike XXL, which I guess did okay. Yeah. Not as good as the first. It wasn't the hit like the first was, but, you know, like, and then the. I don't think acting fans were fans of that movie, though. Sure, it was just yeah. more like soccer moms and yeah yeah that's true housewives so equilibrium you guys saw that shit no. never heard of it never you guys didn't it. see equilibrium sorry fucking watch equilibrium well you're well, talking about I'll me watch, not watching shit i'll watch it well you've we'll never asked first. me to watch it before this is the first i'm ever hearing of this movie Why? You, well give me a fucking copy yeah. of the movie yeah. jay i don't have a copy well you've got a copy of ex machina and john wick <laughs> waiting for you to watch seriously though equilibrium Kurt Wimmer. Love it's, how you try to flip it on us. This was well. You guys haven't watched Equilibrium, a movie that I just brought up to you just now <laughs> that you had no idea existed, I, no, and I can't believe you assholes haven't watched it. No, yet. It took him like five minutes to find you the name of it. Next week, next week, <laughs> next week, I'll give my, I'll give you my fucking Equilibrium review, <laughs> and I'll wait for your John Wick and Ex you, Machina review. You know it's not because I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I do want to watch it, and I, just, I, re- I respect for both you and Jake. I'm just giving you, <laughs> and I do no, want to watch. It'll it. mean that much more when you do finally get around to it and watch it we're gonna talk about it, it. when you actually you get, have to watch no. ex machina before episode seven no but i'm like saying you just have to i'm saying guys equilibrium was like a precursor to matrix okay okay and 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 and, and he played like uh christian bale played like this cop that was like a, a samurai almost with guns so if it, just check it out because I think like this guy would be great for something like Gambit. It's never going to happen. Oh, the director of uh, Equilibrium. Yes. Who's the who's who's the director? Uh, Kurt Wimmer. I don't think he's done anything else major, but like this movie was like one of those movies where you're like, God damn okay. it, this is badass. Okay, Equilibrium, and I, I will watch it. John Wick and <laughs> Ex Machina. I will. I promise. Yeah, empty, empty promise. <laughs> <laughs> don't put me in a trunk <laughs> <laughs> just like just like dad used to say I'll, I'll be there for your birthday oh god <laughs> cat, wow <laughs> that hurts the heart <laughs> cat cradle silver spoon fuck you dad hope floats <laughs> moving on moving on to dc news because gambit's fucked <laughs> why 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 spend any more time talking about this fucking movie yeah, that's pretty much gambit's Next. fucked <laughs> DC News tracking board is reporting that Warner Brothers is now wanting to make a Booster Gold Blue Beetle team-up movie. Here's what they're saying about it. In a massively different approach from Warner's current slate, the film will team the two heroes together in what's being pitched as a superhero buddy cop movie. Comedy is the emphasis here, which is a stark contrast to the other titles in DC's cinematic universe. Breaking the mold of the uber-serious and grounded Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Um, thoughts on a uh, Booster Gold Blue Beetle team-up movie? 
Yeah, I love those two characters. Yeah. Two of my favorite DC characters. Who do you think wrote them the best? I'm going with Jeff Johns. Uh, yeah, Jeff Johns is really all I know. I don't. Oh, I'm brain farting. Who was who was the guy that wrote him that wrote for the the one Justice League? Uh, Giffen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm Keith Giffen. Yeah, I'm a fan of Giffen's writing. Okay. Yeah, get, uh, I, I, I'm just familiar with Jeff Johns. Jeff writing. Johns, yeah. Blue and Gold. Yeah, yeah. So the classics, right? So um, I am totally down for this. I, I did not think that this would be a cinematic thing. I thought that this was going to be introduced. Maybe like the characters were going to be introduced in like Legends of Tomorrow and CW. Yeah, I'm a little blown away that they're going to want to do this in the cinematic universe. But being, uh, I'm elated. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised DC would do this. I'm, I'm very glad. Yeah. I hope I hope it's true. It'll add a, a nice, yeah, a nice depth to what they have going on currently. What's, exactly. What's odd, and I want your thoughts on this though, is that the fact that I'm hearing that for the movie universe, that a dire- the director and one uh, and a producer is going to be Greg Berlant- Greg Berlanti. Mm. Greg Berlanti is highly involved in the CW Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl. So we're talking about a guy with a lot of, like, TV experience, but not so much like a film. Like, he's more of, like, your episodic guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, when you think about, like... I, I love Stephen Moffat. I love Doctor Who. And, yes, yeah, so I'm sorry that I don't have a Doctor Who Season 9 fucking pilot review. This I haven't watched it yet. I apologize. But I'll get around to it. I'm going to watch, I'm gonna watch uh, the new Doctor Who season. But when you think about Stephen Moffat, like, he does episodic shit pretty well. Mm-hmm. Greg Berlanti is, like, the same kind of, like, guy, I think. Like, he's really good episodically, but, like, can he do, like, a movie? There's a huge difference between doing film and uh, TV and film. Well, hopefully, I mean, he can. I mean, let's, um, like, if the Russo brothers can do it, maybe Berlanti can. Whedon, too. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I know. I'm I'm hoping that he can. I'm hoping that he can. So yeah, I guess it's a, it's one of those wait and see things. But it's it's always a question. It's like you know, can a guy that's like used to like episodic TV, you know, like think about like Whedon, a guy that did like Firefly and Buffy, mm-hmm. can he like make a successful t- like, a successful film? Yeah, and he did. I think he made one successful film. Yeah, well, two if you count Serenity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a big Cabin in the Woods fan too, to be honest. I've, I, guilt, uh, I've not not guilty pleasure. I was going to say uh, shame. I have still not seen Cabin. Shame. I have not seen Cabin in the Woods. I, I love Cabin either. in the Woods. I'll, I'll try to <laughs> if you try to remind me, I'll bring it with me next week. I, yeah, I have it on Blu-ray. I would love to see it. I, if I had it on Blu-ray, I'd watch it. Yeah, I I'd watch it. it. Um, but yeah, uh, Greg Berlanti. Uh, I'm willing, like you said, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, like, if you say the Russos and you say Josh Sweden, I'm, I'm willing to give Greg Berlanti a shot on uh, a Booster Gold Blue Beetle. Yeah, movie. worth a gamble. They're, they're the fucking cool characters, goddammit. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got uh, Booster Gold. It's like, it's like a superhero that's like a narcissist that, yeah. that fucking like has corporate sponsors. He's yeah, one of the coolest. That. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. It's funny. And it's like he doesn't want to be the hero at first and he, he, he turns into a this hero. This is what happens when you get heroes. It could yeah. be a great, it could be a great movie. Yeah. Who would you want to see cast though as Booster Gold? Who would you want to see cast as Blue Beetle? 
Man, that's a tough call. That is tough. I'm so bad at fantasy casting. Who- All right, for blue uh, for booster gold, I've got I've got my guy. Um, just dye his hair blonde. When I think about this character, I think like uh, I think of uh, I think of the runner up for Star Lord, Chris Pat. He got Star Lord. Yeah. Who was the runner up? And in my opinion, I think the honest the runner up for Star Lord was Michael Rosenbaum. Mm. So I think you need to chase down Michael Rosenbaum and ask him to be your booster gold. Give him blonde hair. Yeah, he's he's done Lex Luthor. Yeah. But oh my gosh, I've watched him in Impastor. I've watched him in Breaking In when he was on Fox. I've watched him on Smallville. I think he's very talented, has a great range. He's very funny. Comedically, he's hilarious. Yeah, uh, that Impastor show, I love it. I fucking love it. I fucking, it's like, it's like, uh, like the, it's, it, it's like, it's a comedy, but it's kind of like, like that My Name is Earl type of, yeah, okay. the way it's shot, but yeah. it's so much better than My Name is Earl. It's so good. I love it. But yeah, I'd go with Michael Rosenbaum. I love him. I think he'd be a great fucking booster gold. Um, as far as Blue Beetle, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't even really know what Blue, Blue Beetle looks like without the mask on. Mm hmm. Necessarily. Oh, you got well. You got Booster Gold, who's got the the blonde hair. Yeah, he's then, your typical. And then he's got the brown hair. Yeah, I don't know. I was just I'm trying to think of like a good comedy actor. You know what I mean? You need to get. Yeah. You need to like look at that. Like fucking like go into that. I mean, Jason Bateman. I mean, I don't know. That would be kind of cool. I like Jason Bateman as um, <laughs> that would be Booster cool. Gold. Yeah. Really, Jason yeah. Bateman? Uh, yeah, yeah. That would. So be would you cool. would you would you flip flop? Would you do Jason Bateman as Booster Gold, and give him blonde hair, and then fucking. Or are you just saying fuck I'm Michael throwing, Rosenbaum? I'm throwing, I don't dislike Michael Rosenbaum, but I'm firing him and hiring Jason Bateman here. Fred Armiston is Blue Beetle. I love, that. <laughs> I love that too. I love that too. I don't know. It just popped in my head. I'll go with it. <laughs> it just popped in my head. I'm still saying Michael Rosenbaum because I'm a Michael Rosenbaum fanboy. Yeah. I keep thinking of the tick by accident and thinking, let's just get Patrick Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, no, he's not. He's not. You know, it's, you know what's fucked up in. Um, What's fucked up in Ted Two? It's it's actually one of the best parts in Ted Two. Is Patrick Warburton? Yeah, he's uh, Patrick Warburton is in it, and uh, um, Michael Dorn is also in it. Uh-huh. They show up to San Diego Comic Con, and fucking Patrick Warburton is dressed as the Tick. That's yeah. awesome. And Michael Dorn is dressed as fucking. Um, Wharf. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Nice. It's so fucking good. I loved it. It was it was fucking hilarious. That I was like that about Ted Two very often. Yeah, that was one of the best parts of Ted Two. Actually, I'll be honest with you. Ted Two was funny. I, I liked yeah. it. It's not as I thought. The first was really funny, but the second one was just kind of. It was okay. It wasn't yeah. horrible, but it 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 yeah. It shit the bed. I mean, it didn't make a lot. of <laughs> So, yeah, dude, fucking uh, Booster Gold movie, fucking yes. a. I love. See, that, like we're talking about earlier on, we had that discussion about the direction of DC. They're going all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, next week you'll hear that this has never happened. That's true. Well, Latino Review, Latino <laughs> Review, Latino Review backed them up. Latino, because okay. uh, I, I had never heard of who was the media outlet that reported this originally. The tracking board. Okay. <laughs> the tracking board of Hollywood is what they call themselves. <laughs> I'd never heard of the tracking board, but yeah. like. Latino Review backed them up. Okay. So this is a thing, apparently, that's being talked about. So we'll see. Guys, we're going to move on to Star Wars news. Then we're going to end this fucking uh, train wreck of a fucking show <laughs> that you listen to called Pop Culture Left. That's a good movie, train wreck. Trainwreck is really good. Yep. I enjoyed that movie. Tupperware. <laughs> a- Amy Schumer, her stock is really high these days, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. agree. 
Potter needs to say me listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible. Luke's a whiny bitch in that. He really is throughout the whole series. Like the whiniest line of Luke (laughs) going there. I think he's still a little upset about the Tashi station. Yeah, he still talks about that. He does still talk about that. It's hilarious. You think it's an inside joke and then Mark Hamill brings it up. Star Wars, we got a Star Wars email to start off this fucking uh, segment. Oh, great. <laughs> Coming from Rob Lopez. He says, hey, leftovers and left outs. None of the left outs care to show up anymore. Yeah, they're completely Don't left even out. Dave, Dave just dropped off the fucking, <laughs> fucking earth. Yeah. He haven't heard shit from fucking Dave. He got yeah. caught by Boba Fett and got yeah. like chirogenic. Boba Fett. Fucking Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Fucking yeah. a vagina with teeth swallowed yeah. him up. Yeah, not very He's intimidating, gone. that Sarlacc. Frank, I haven't heard from Frank in like two fucking weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's out there. I can feel it. Yeah. I feel the disturbance in the farts. <laughs> in the farts. <laughs> Rob Lopez, his email reads, For whatever reason, I have never watched a Star Wars movie since probably around episode one release on VHS. I am 22 years old. And watch the original trilogy. 22. Jesus Christ. Young whippersnapper. Fucking kids in your... Yeah. Noob. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Fresh out of the fucking womb. He's 22 now. I'm 22. I'm, that, 20, I'm 22 years old. He was like nine when episode one I was 22 out. like years ago. <laughs> I was 22 at one point. 15 fucking years ago. Yeah. 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 I was... I, a Finn Dietz Creek ago, <laughs> I was I was 22. Yeah. I am 22 years old and watched the original trilogy when I was real young. What the, what the fuck are you calling real young? <laughs> when he was 19. Uh, shit, I'm calling, I'm calling 22 real young. That felt pretty young. The young. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you, like, fucking, like, you just plop out of your mom's pussy? What the fuck? <laughs> Plop. Jesus Christ! Plop. <laughs> just plopped. I am. Uh, I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Fuck it. This show's stupid, right? <laughs> Hashtag pussy plop. Pussy plop. Get it trending, leftover army. Pussy yeah. plop. I am 22 years old and watched the original trilogy when I was real young and saw the Phantom Menace in theaters. But feel off after that. With the upcoming episode seven and your enthusiasm for the franchise, I went and watched the previous six and loved them. I did it wrong and started with the prequels, but still say it's obvious the originals are best. I wanted to get more in depth with the whole Star Wars universe and wanted to know where to start. Mostly interested in animated films, comics, or video games. Also, what are your rankings on all the films? Mine is A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Attack of the Clones, and Phantom Menace. Thanks, guys. Sincerely, Rob. You guys discuss. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, I mean, on his first question, what else can he seek out? It's There's never been a better time for that because yeah. they wiped all the cannon clean, so you pretty much have the Clone Wars cartoon. You can Rebels. see all six seasons on Netflix. And then Rebels, they just released season one on DVD and Blu-ray, and yeah. um, season two has had one episode, which I'm sure they're sure they'll replay before they start the full season. Yeah. And then as far as books go, there's only like 
four or five books out there that are currently canon. And then all the Marvel comics are pretty much the only comics that are canon. And they're not, at this point, you can pick them up and trade pretty easily. And there's not that much out there to get. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great time to, like, just be able to dive into all the expanded universe stuff because you can pretty much whip through it all before the movie comes out at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of other stories that aren't, aren't, legitimate anymore unfortunately uh, that were good question yeah. uh you have the marvel unlimited now yes. are all the dark horse is the dark horse stuff available through it's all Mark? there read a lot of that i mean that was though, my favorite even though it's not canon i mean a lot of it's still really good and a lot of fun i love dark empire yeah that was kind of the unfortunate thing when they Took the cannon under the bus. They had to do it, Dark though. Horse. Yeah, they had to do they it. They had to do it. They did have to do it. They never knew they were going to go past episode six, and once they decided they were, they had to wipe all that yeah. shit clean. Yeah. But if you like the original trilogy and you want to, like, use your imagination, some of the Dark Horse stuff was fucking awesome. I, you know, I have to agree. I mean, I, I think you got I think you got Watch Rebels. Yeah. You got to watch Star You got to watch Rebels. It's fucking great. I and think then, you got to watch Clone Wars, too. Got to watch Clone Wars. Absolutely. Fun. I also think that you have to uh, start reading some of these comics. I I, I don't know. Like uh, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk a little bit about the Star Wars main title, but like I I enjoyed the Lando comic, and like I've got the C three PO one shot on my pull list. I've also got the new Chewbacca comic on my pull list. I mean, I'm willing to give every one of these fucking series at least one issue. Yeah. Before I and before all I that's on Marvel Unlimited too. Mm-hmm. Like they're up to like issue three or four of the main title on because Mar- Marvel Unlimited and Darth is six Vader. months behind and yes. Darth Vader because they came too. out at the same time. So and yeah. those are coming out with annuals and in the new Star Wars annual and Darth Vader annual, I think they're introducing a new character that should be important. Is oh, what I'm hearing. Exciting. So wow, yeah. So. Um, We're going to find out why C-3PO has the red arm in the comic. Yeah. I want to know. I didn't want to know, too. I wasn't <laughs> I making Inquiring life. minds want to know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. And then we got, he wants us to rank the Star Wars movies, huh? Yeah, he wants us to rank the Star Wars I movies. I tossed all of them, so. So, no. All of them? What <laughs> yeah. the fuck? You know All six? <laughs> yeah. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I tossed them. Yeah. I like Tron. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rank them. Uh, I'm really interested in, in Jake's rankings. So yeah, you ready? Go for it. Number one, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Number two, A New Hope. A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Number three, Don't you dare! I'm not. Don't you dare! I'm not. Don't worry. Can okay. I punch him? It's Return of the Jedi. Thank you. Number okay. four, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know, I know where it's going. I'm sure. Number Phantom five, Menace. Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Number six, and by far the worst of all the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. Okay. Jason, talk to me, Chief. Give me, um, your, give, me your, give me your list here, man. Empire, New Hope. This isn't much different. Yeah. Um, Jedi, Return of the Jedi. Mm. Um, Clone. Attack of the Clones would be my, my, my next one. Attack of the Clones is your fourth? Yeah. Get the fuck out of town. That's my fourth. Phantom Menace. And then Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith is your least favorite? Yes. Why? I fucking hate Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. It was weak as shit. Why? Why? Why exactly? I don't know, man. It was weak. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. Comparatively to the other movies? Here we go. Uh, of course, Empire. Best Star Star Wars movie ever. Yeah, hands yeah. down. We all agree. Next is A New Hope. Return of the Jedi. Then I gotta go Revenge of the Sith. 
Then I gotta go Attack of the Clones and then Phantom Menace. Yeah, Phantom Menace is my least favorite of all of them. So because much better than Attack of the Clones. Too much Jar Jar Binks. I love too much Attack, Attack of, the of the Clones has too much of the romance bullshit. That oh, brought that God. brought me back to the original trilogy. That was the only one. Hayden out of Christensen the three. is so terrible. He's worse than anything that happens in That's why one. the Sith suck fucking balls. Yeah, yeah but he's way, <laughs> way more tolerable in three than he is in two. No, he's not. What did what did uh, I think I got a text from Eric Gruff. He was like, he talked about uh, Attack of the Clones, and it was uh, one of his gripes was the CGI fruit. Like, he's like, why do they need CGI fruit? Oh, I hate that too. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, holy shit, you are absolutely right. Why can't you just have like fucking like a prop? <laughs> I know it's like why does it like have Star to, Trek every, CGI fruit? Yeah. Are you serious? Attack of the uh, Clones is... But, but to me, Attack of the Clones was their attempt at bringing back Empire, shades of Empire It's the least back. Star Wars of the Star Wars movies, too, and how it has the one narrative for But the it was so Obi-Wan cool-centric. The Obi-Wan shit fucking rocks that's balls. Why I, that's why I like it better. I, uh, Revenge of the Sith fell flat. Like even You knew what was going to happen. First off, and it was fucking anticlimactic as shit, and they had this fucking stupid sword fight. You're going down a path that I can't follow. Yeah, I, I just—I <laughs> don't know. I think that was like the weakest of the whole series. It, I thought, I thought that Revenge of the Sith—it's—it's it's my favorite of all of them. Yeah, it's by far. Yeah, it's the best prequel. It was the safest of the prequel movies. The rest of them are just stupid. I don't know. It's just my opinion. Guys, tickets uh, for The Force Awakens. The rumor is the tickets are going to go on sale October 19th. You buying it? No. Am I buying the tickets or am I buying they're going on I'm sale? I'm buying tickets already? whenever the fuck they go on sale, but like October 19th? That's crazy. A little bit, right? Yeah. I'm going to look, though. <laughs> <laughs> Comicbookmovie.com had an article saying that, that – did you guys see that fucking that – they're re-releasing the uh, Star Wars, the originals yeah. uh, on Blu-ray? Is I this did. is this fucking legit? This, who was this leaked by? It was um, – Comicbook.com. Yeah, but they got it from – They got the story from who? Oh, god damn it. Someone brought it up at a fucking convention or something like that. I oh, it, was it a Disney representative that said that this was happening? Because, like, if it's a Disney representative – then maybe I'll believe it. Oh, let me look at my stupid safe links. And like, it's not like they—it's not like they can just go ahead and do this. Like Disney can just go ahead and do this. They have to have Fox owns the rights to A New Hope. Correct. So they have to have Fox behind this as well. Yeah, I'm sure Fox would be all about it though, making that little extra money. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been all about it. They're they're still involved with special editions being released too. Sure. And they've never like balked at that. Right. So I'm sure they're fine with it. Star Wars has also been rumored to be um, coming out on Netflix too. Like yeah. the, the title cards yeah. are like yeah. there. If you like well, it them. makes sense. I mean, uh, we haven't talked about it in a while, but remember they were talking about uh, those uh, two or three Netflix TV series for Star Wars. Do you remember that? Yes. Remember that whole rumor? I do. I do. Yeah. That was the thing. You guys are just looking. Collider. Shit oh, it was John Landis that leaked this. Oh, okay, John Landis. Yeah, he uh, was doing a Q&A Max session. Landis's father. Yes, yes. He was doing a Q&A session um, just last week at something called Halloween Horror Nights. And this is his quote. What is his connection with this? Well, this is what he said. He said, first of all, um, or they asked him, Star Wars came up as a topic, and he dropped the bombshell that everyone had wanted to hear for a long time. He said, first of all, 
they wouldn't let me. George owns his movies, so he can do what he wants. My personal opinion is George hurt his movies by doing what he did, talking about the special edition. Right, right. However, George said to me, but they're my movies. I thought, that's fair. Did you know Disney, by the way, is putting out the original Star Wars the way it was? So Disney, they're like money on the floor. Of course, there's no real way knowing where Landis got this info or how concrete it is, but it's hard to think he came up with it out of nowhere. Sure, it's great news, but just how possible is it at this point in time? So, that's all we know. That's like the whole – all these articles all came from just that John Landis drop. I think it will eventually happen. It will eventually happen. Somebody's going to want to fucking cash in on this shit. Yeah. I but agree. we'll – hold on. But, like, is it going to happen – is it going to be ha- happen because of this? I don't know. Yeah, and then Empire Magazine tweeted, apparently George mentioned it when last they spoke. Someone put Yubnub on, let the celebrations commence. <laughs> Empire Magazine is saying that when George Lucas and John Landis last talked, right. he was who told him that their Disney was going to go ahead and put the originals out. On okay. Blu-ray. Okay. So it's interesting. I hope they do. Oh, me too. Me too. I'll buy them in a heartbeat. Oh, gosh. Me too. Absolutely. Me too. I'll be having that shit pre-ordered on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. I've been, I, fuck, dude. I, uh, this week, uh, as far as like Star Wars shit, I've been buying some more stuff. Yeah. What'd um, you get? I, uh, I bought, um, the, uh, TIE Fighter awesome. with Poe Dameron. Nice. And, uh, got that at Target. And then I got the, uh, uh, let's see here. No, no, no. The the uh, X wing. Oh yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was scratching my head like something's not right. Yeah, I know. Saying. I knew when I said. Flat it. twist. I know. <laughs> I knew when I said it. The uh, X wing. Excuse me. With Poe Dameron. Okay. And then I got the Tie Fighter with like a with like a the the First Order Stormtrooper pilot. Yeah, yeah. Tie Fighter pilot. Um. And then uh, what else did I know? I got uh, I got a Resistance fighter, which I don't know why I didn't get one sooner. And then I got a flame trooper with the armor edition, like the the armor up. Yeah, yeah. Um, flame trooper. And then I got the just like I had the armor up Finn, and then I got the regular Finn figure. Nice. So I got that one. Um, and then I pre-ordered on Entertainment Earth. They have like um, like they have like a, a vehicle that's an Entertainment Earth exclusive. Okay. So I ordered that. It was like thirty bucks. And then they had like. The Kylo Ren, the three and a quarter inch, mm. which I didn't get to get. Hard to get. And so they had it available there, not in stock, but they're going to release it in December again when they get another shipment. So I just fucking ordered it from them too. Might as well. Pretty reasonable prices for those from Entertainment? Yeah, it was eight ninety nine for the Kylo Ren and it was twenty nine ninety nine for the vehicle with the Stormtrooper. I've seen those figs going from anywhere to seven to ten bucks at all yeah. the different department stores. So that's fair. Yeah. That's not um, too much of a markup. Right. So, yeah, um, especially considering how hard it is to find that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I, my God. Like I found like the Kylo Ren, the armor up and I found like the black series again. They were yeah. at Walmart. Again. I've seen those mm-hmm. again too, but. but it's like the three and a quarter inch just on the card. Fuck dude. I, I, I've, I've gone everywhere trying to find it. I've seen three in my entire life and all three were at Toys R Us on the mm-hmm. first Friday midnight. Yep. Yep. I had my grubby little mitts all over that motherfucker. I missed out on it. I got my Captain Phasma though, and that's that's hard to get too. Still is, yeah. So I'm very, and I, I've got my Ray, which was hard. Yeah, yeah. But you know, um, shit. 
I fucking love. I had to get that X wing. I had to get that fucking Tie Fighter. Yeah, I want both of those in Lego form, really bad. I was really happy to get those, and I got Race Speeder, and I'm happy to have that. But yeah, I want that. Um, let's see here, Benicio del Toro. Um, was con- who? Uh, he has confirmed, guys, that he is going to be in Star Wars Episode Eight. It's awesome. What he hasn't confirmed is whether he's the villain or not. Right. Uh, let's listen to some audio from uh, Entertainment Weekly here. Can you officially confirm that you are playing the villain in Star Wars Episode Eight? I am gonna be playing in Episode Eight of Star Wars. Benicio del Toro confirms his role in Star Wars Episode Eight, but is he actually playing the villain? Hmm, maybe not. We caught up with a Sicario mm. actor at the Toronto International Film Festival over the weekend, where he revealed just a smidge more about the coveted role. The villain line, we just uh, we, we're gonna take it out because I don't know if he's a villain. I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, people are saying that, but it's like, wow, they read a different script than I that I that I read. Okay, you know? but, all right. uh, but uh, hold on, let me pause it here. <laughs> hey, Benicio. Maybe people are saying that you're the fucking villain because, like, just last week you were talking to a Spanish media outlet, yeah, and you said you were the fucking villain. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why people are saying that. What's going on with that? Why are people saying this, making up these fucking crazy rumors? Yeah. Him and Michael Shannon are on the same fucking <laughs> drugs here. Michael yeah. Shannon talking about being locked in porta potties and shit. Yeah, fucking. Fucking backtracking, but backtracking bullshit. Yeah. Why are they saying that, Brian? Why are they saying that about me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Benicio. I don't know. Jesus, here we go. Here's oh, the rest. Oh, here's the rest of the interview. You know, I can't, it's nice to say, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, it's nice to keep it uh, keep people in the dark. A little bit of mystery is good. <laughs> That was the weakest cover-up of all time. (laughs) He's like, I don't know why people are saying it. Well, hold on. Let me fucking quote you. Yeah. Hold on, Benicio. Here's let me let me quote you what you said to the Spanish media outlet just a fucking like week week and a half ago. Here's what you said, Benicio. Maybe here's why. Maybe here's why people are thinking that you might be the fucking villain. You fucking jack. (laughs) (laughs) He says. The thing is, they don't let me talk about it. They, they don't let me. They don't let me talk too much about it. I'm like the villain. <laughs> but we'll see. Maybe he's saying he's the villain for trying to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. like the villain. Don't make me out to be a villain. Because I'm, I'm, ta- I'm just trying. About... To, I'm just trying to talk about Star Wars Episode Eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a villain. I'm I just not a villain. I'm just like the villain. <laughs> Like the villain who likes to talk too much about Star Wars Episode Eight. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that was that was pretty perturbing. Yeah, ridiculous. I don't know. Backtracking bullshit. <laughs> Him and Michael Shannon. Why are they saying? <laughs> yeah, he's acting like he's all surprised. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, whoa. whoa! This came out of left field. Whoa! <laughs> Who's saying I'm the whoa villain? Well, let's. Talking out of you're taking this out of context. <laughs> I said it in English on Spanish television. Yeah. You guys don't know what I was I'm saying. So, I was speaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in Spanish, villain means hero. Right. Oh, oh, I know. There we go. Yeah. Wink, wink, wink. 
quick, quick. Plot twist. All right, guys. <laughs> this next Star Wars rumor comes to us from StarWars7News.com. Guys, um, the first thing I'm going to talk about when it comes to StarWars7News.com is, like, that's their website. Yeah. When you want to go to StarWars7News.com, you go to Star Wars. You type in StarWars7News.com. They really didn't think about the yeah. future, did Aren't they? Aren't you going to be fucked real soon? <laughs> well, they're starting uh, – well, that's exactly what I'm saying here. Like, they're already reporting rumors about Star Wars Episode Eight. They've kind of like they've kind of like I don't know they kind of like trust their news on I don't episode either. eight. Me either. <laughs> I mean, these guys are Star Wars episode seven news. Yeah, I'll it's go to StarWars8.com dot com for ex- my Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, let me news. go to Star Wars episode eight <laughs> news dot com. Star Wars eight news dot com. It's a way more reliable source. Way more eight. reliable. These guys weren't thinking ahead. <laughs> I don't trust these guys. I don't trust them either. Yeah. At least when it comes to episode eight news. Yeah, Give episode me, seven. I'll seven, buy whatever yeah. they're selling all day fucking long. Give yeah. me your seven news. <laughs> Seriously, give me the – shove that news into my dick hole. <laughs> Back it up into any, my dick hole. Any way you can. But as yeah. far as like episode eight news, I'm not buying it. Jake, I'm glad that you agree, man. I do. I do. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. They weren't thinking ahead. Fucking you know, idiots. When it comes to episode nine news, I'm not going to trust fucking the episode eight <laughs> website. No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so production for Star Wars Episode Eight, directed by Ryan Johnson, is underway, and it looks like they are back to Skellig Michael Island. Some of Episode Seven was shot here, and this is where we know we'll see scenes of Luke Skywalker as he was present for these scenes. A traveler named Ronan Nissenbaum. Ronan, the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor. Hmm. The Executioner. The Executioner. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know. <laughs> he was very inquisitive about what they were doing filming there. Uh, a traveler named Ronan Nissenbaum, who had arrived on the island before it was closed for the weekend, took some pictures of the crew and gave us possible spoilers for episode eight. These are some of the loosest spoilers yeah. I've ever heard. It's, it's, yeah. Hold on, Jake. I'm yeah. just very loose. Very loose. Lindsay Lohan loose. <laughs> Very loose. Lucy Lohan's going to be in episode eight? Yes. <laughs> but StarWars7.com reporting don't, that. Don't ask Benicio Del Toro if she's a villain or a hero. Yeah. Yeah, Star, yeah I only trust episode eight news. Uh, and according to um, Ronan Nissenbaum, here are the things he's said to have overheard. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What was he doing? Hiding behind Come, a CG exactly. rock while this was going he's on? He's dressed up like a bush and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas put a CG rock in front of him so he could stay hidden. <laughs> right. All right. Tents and tarps full of equipment were all over the island, completely unguarded, apart from one tent which lay on top of a fake sandy-colored rock built for the filming. My guess is Luke will be standing on that tomorrow. My guess is Luke will be standing on – you know, it's like he takes liberties here. I guess Lindsay Lohan could be standing on right. it tomorrow. So this guy, he's like, uh, yeah, there's tents and tarps full of equipment. They were all over the island. Uh, there's a fake sandy – there's a fake sandy colored rock built for filming. You know what? I, I bet Luke's going to be on that fucking rock. <laughs> if I were to bet, you know what? I, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to lay it all on the line. I'm going to, I mean, you know what? Seriously, I'm going to bet my first, uh, firstborn's life on this one. Yeah. Luke is going to be standing atop Whoa. of that rock. Dang. Yeah. That's sure, huh? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, shit. Absolutely. Wow. It's, it's, well, it's a sandy colored rock and it was built for filming. So maybe it's just a Tuscan Raider. <laughs> You're going to feel real dumb giving away your kid if it's a Tuscan Raider. Fuck me. God damn it. You might be right. He says, he says, my guess is Luke will be standing on that tomorrow. 
talking to people who I can't name as they were afraid of getting in trouble. We discovered like that was part of the, the topic. Like he was talking to people and they were giving him information, but they're like, "Ah, don't give them my name. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. I don't want to get fired." They're gonna, yeah, we're talking to Ronan. You gotta let this Ronan guy know what's going on. We're so excited, Ronan. We're not supposed to tell you this, but Luke's gonna be standing there on that yeah, rock. Right. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anybody, Ronan. And then that fucking Ronan. Fuck God damn it, Ronan. Squealed it to everyone. Yeah. You snitch. Ronan says he's talking to some people. He can't, he can't name them. He doesn't want to get him. He doesn't want to get him in trouble. He says, we just, Ronan. He's a real whitey burglar. Yeah. <laughs> We discovered that there were definitely droids already locked away on the island, presumably BB-8 or R2-D2 or both, or Ronan doesn't know and Ronan's just making anything up. Yeah. Or the gonk droid. Right. Or R2-D2 with this like, beer serving tray from Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. But couldn't confirm because they hadn't seen any of the movies. Along with the droids were weapons, presumably a lightsaber or two. We also <laughs> or disc- a blaster. Who knows? Whatever. It's or a- one of those like staffs that the episode three guys sure, had. Sure, why not? <laughs> we also discovered that the set had been described as a Jedi monastery, although I don't know the validity of that. And scenes were to have wind and rain machines, which we later discovered. And took photos that you can see here. Okay. So, based on all of this, people are now saying that this is a, like, a Jedi monastery. They're saying that Ray is going to show up for filming and then this is going to be the training ground for Ray, uh, with Mark Hamill, uh, as, um, you know, her Jedi master. Um, Mark Hamill is, more than likely going to be in episode eight. So I don't think he's going to die in episode seven because Mark Hamill's family is in the UK right now, Mm -hmm. according to their Instagram pics. So the last time that there was filming for star Wars episode seven, his family was also in the UK at that time. So it's safe to say that he'll be filming more scenes in star Wars episode eight on this Skellig Michael Island uh, set. So, so from the picks and the rumors, um, just from these picks and rumors, they speculated that Daisy Ridley will show up to the to film scenes, and that she'll be the new Jedi in training. Um, little evidence, but that's what they're saying. So, what are you thinking? Jay's got a break in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Somebody just arrived here. Oh no! What's going on? We got drama. Oh, good, good. <laughs> that was a thing. That was a thing that happened. By the way, Brian, so sorry. <laughs> we can we can talk about the apology off air. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Welcome, Becca. Have a seat. Join us. No, you should. It's good. It's it's fun podcasting. It's a good experience. <laughs> All right, so yeah, guys, uh, this is pretty loose information, right? Yeah, Am I yeah right? super loose. Terribly loose. It does loose. nothing for my dick hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't enhance my dick hole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it did zero for my dick hole. Yeah, yeah. None of this news really shot up into my old dick hole either. No, no. <laughs> it's all hearsay bullshit, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Hey, Jason, I wanted to talk to you about the Star Wars trading cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. You kind of sent me a link to that information. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, are you, are you, the trading cards, um, do you think we learned anything or do you think it's bullshit? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's, there's no way to confirm or deny this story. Okay. These trading cards, there are pictures of different characters in the Star Wars universe in episode seven that we know about now. Ray being one, Finn being one, and then Kylo Ren being the other. And on these cards, there are symbols and these symbols kind of like, define the characters and like what their roles might be in the film. Their allegiances or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Uh Ray has the resistance yeah. on hers as well as Jedi symbol. Yes. Um Finn only has resistance. Yeah. Uh and Kylo Ren has a symbol too that is not the first order symbol, but in fact looks very much like a Sith symbol. Yeah. Mm. So what doesn't make sense is that the Finn card doesn't have a Jedi logo, but the R2-D2 card has a Jedi logo. Does it really? Yes. That's awesome. Does that mean that it's just saying that he's owned by a Jedi, which would be – you know what I mean? He's on hashtag Team Jedi. It's weird, right? Yeah. So that would mean that – that's just weird. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So does that mean like BB-8's card would just be like a – I mean I guess he's if, part of the resistance? Yeah, I guess if it's like talking about their allegiances, then – No, 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 no. I mean like he can be – I mean they, they should all be allegiance – show allegiance to the Jedi then if they're good, right? No, not necessarily. I don't know. Not all rebels are Jedi. But R2-D2 having a Jedi like symbol? That's well, weird. if he's Luke's – Pet, basically. Then, yeah, but yeah. I would think, like, that would make it, like, if they're going to put, like, a fucking Jedi symbol on there, it means, like, like R2 is a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I know a Jedi, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know this guy. I don't know if Jedi. I put any stock into these cards. Yeah, so. well, now, I didn't know that. I didn't see the R2-D2. I wonder what C-3PO symbol is. Yeah. Red arm. Who's <laughs> on team? Poe has the red arm on his card too. Yeah, he's a pirate <laughs> of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fucked up. I don't know, man. I was kind of buying it until I saw that R two card. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting thing too. I was thinking, okay, shit, Kylo Ren. Yeah, his yeah. allegiance is. Yeah, he's first order, whatever. But shitty. Because it's not like Abrams has lied about shit before. Yeah. He definitely has lied about shit before when it pertains to Star Trek. I hope it's not true. I don't. I don't want to see him just be a Sith. I, I was kind of like digging this whole fucking like Knights of Ren shit. Yeah, like uh, something new. You know, I agree. Yeah, and I, I was kind of digging Jay's theory that maybe by the end of it he'd like turn into a good guy. Yeah, yeah. And this might squash that if it's true. Let's talk about crazy rumors. Crazy rumors. You want to talk about crazy rumors? Yeah. I wish I had a crazy rumors button. A uh, bumper. <laughs> yeah. Button. Not button. Bumper. A pin? Like, 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 as soon as, like, as soon as there's a, let's talk about crazy rumors. Like, you hear, like, you know, like crazy, yeah, like, this, yeah. We said Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> crazy rumors. Here we go. Remember when, uh, Ray was Kira? Yes. Remember that? Yes. What if Ray isn't Ray? And in the movie, we find out that Ray is Kira. Hmm. Kira Solo. The child of Han Solo and Princess Leia. Wow, holy shit, it runs in the relationship. You had the hiccups earlier. I did, yeah. She's rocking some hiccups right now. No, I'm just trying to go away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm about to do. We did both have hiccups. 
Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like in sync. The Match- force. Matching hiccups. Matching hiccups. Can we talk about midichlorians? There is another. <laughs> 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 anyway. See ya. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay, guys. Uh, In the Star Wars main title comic book, we find out that Han Solo, there's spoilers if you're not reading it, Han Solo's married. Yeah. He's married to a woman who looks like an African-American woman, and her name is Sana Solo. What and the rumor is? What if Finn is the son of Sana and Han, and Ray is the daughter of Han and Leia? <laughs> Thoughts? That's crazy. Crazy. It is crazy. What if all the new principal characters in Force Awakens are all kids of Han Solo from, <laughs> from different mothers? Oh my gosh! Kylo Ren, Ray. Poe and Finn. No, all... no redemption story for Han. No. <laughs> he is just a fuck. He's smuggling pussy all over the galaxy. Well, that's why he's still a smuggler because he owes so much money in back child support. Yeah. All these different <laughs> wow. So him and Chewie are like, they can never retire. <laughs> yeah. It. It's crazy, man. It's an interesting theory. I, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm not buying it because like, okay, you think about it like Finn and Okay, so Finn and uh, Ray, they're around the same age, right? Yeah. Maybe yes. a couple years apart. Okay, so let's say Finn is like a couple years older. That would mean like 10 to 12 years after Return of the Jedi, Han bangs Sana Solo. She has Finn. And then maybe a year or two later after that, he bangs Leia. She has Ray. Hmm. Because, like, if 30 years have passed... Yeah, what's he doing banging this other woman after he's already so close with Leia? Exactly. Unless he's... You know what I mean? Yeah. And 10 to 12 years later? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, they've got to be in their 20s. They're not, like, in their 30s. They're not separated by 10 years. Right. I agree. Right. I think it's a stretch. Yeah. I think it's a stretch of a rumor. I agree. Um, I don't know. But and and, and, and you find out like like Han Solo is like the biggest piece of shit ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> want them to. I don't know if I want them to do that. Yeah, I, I know that there's gonna be there's got there's got to be some conflict between him and Leia. They're I want not dirty together. Scoundrel Han. Yeah. Well, this is not that dirty. Not yeah. this. Is, no, Real this dirty. is like, like this. Put a fucking condom on dirty. No, this is like holy shit. Um, I, we're on Maury, and I just found out like my husband of the last like thirty years has like another family in another state. Yeah, um, that'd be hilarious. That's fuck no. I don't want that from my Han. That's really that's, <laughs> that's fucking horrible. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it does take away from yeah how much I enjoy Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I like it. Jake Jake loves it. I do. I Big love fan. It. I want all four of the characters to be Han's kids. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I want there to be in episode eight, there's gonna be four more Han kids. <laughs> <laughs> I just want yeah, throughout eight, the eight is enough. Episode eight is enough. <laughs> BB eight is his kid. Throughout the entire <laughs> throughout the entire trilogy, they just keep finding Han Solo's kids like yeah. all over the place. He's just planted his seed on every planet. Talk about the force, eh? That's <laughs> That's it. That's the name of episode eight. Star Wars episode eight is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Han Solo plus eight. 
<laughs> Guys, that's all I got. I got I got nothing else. I got one quick little thing I wanted Go to talk for about it. that I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, I saw on the Walmart website that if you pre-order Battlefront from yeah. Walmart, they have a oh, really yeah. cool incentive gift. They have mm-hmm. a um, Han Solo and Carbonite refrigerator. It oh, holds shit. Uh, it holds a six pack. It holds six cans. It's one hundred and twenty nine dollars and change, dude. And get, I like yeah. yeah, I'm 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 torn on if I'm gonna get this or not. I'm torn too. It's a really cool device though, because not only is it a refrigerator, but it also it's also a warmer. You can flip it both mm. ways. Holy shit. Like, just and like it you, comes with both the home adapter and it comes with the car charger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So and like, it comes with the the Bonus edition of Battlefront too. Yeah, which like the bonus edition is like uh, that's like uh, seventy bucks anyway, and it comes. You get like twenty dollars yeah. worth of DLC for the price of ten. So you're 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 basically paying sixty bucks for a mini fridge. Yeah, which so, I would if they just sold me the. I know you you would. <laughs> <laughs> you can. It's a sweet mini fridge. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool. I, I'm debating. It's like I'm up in the air. I probably won't. Ah, fuck. If I could just buy the fridge for sixty bucks, I would. Mm-hmm. But ah, I just do would. they? They don't. They don't sell it separately. No. That'd be like that's something you think you'd see on like ThinkGeek. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? ThinkGeek.com. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, here's your carbonite uh, fucking fridge. I'm in the gamers club. I'm gonna pay forty two or forty eight bucks for fucking regular edition Battlefront, yeah. and I'm good to go. I'm gonna get the deluxe edition. Yeah, I'm not. Frank, Frank told that. me that you can earn all that stuff just by playing the game without spending any money. You know, fuck Frank. <laughs> he hasn't been here in three fucking weeks. So, I, you know, I'm just going to buy it. I'm going to spend the extra 10 bucks just to spite that motherfucker. Because he hasn't been here in three fucking weeks. Fuck, fuck him. Fuck earning shit, too. Yeah, fuck earning shit. <laughs> just give it to me. Oh, fucking DLC. <laughs> I thought you want. I want it now. You don't pay it 10 more bucks. I'll yeah. fucking pay it, too. Right there with you. This is episode 107. I hope it. I hope it sucked. I hope. It, I hope you fucking hated it. Yeah. I think it's a You're return upset. to form. The slipping's over. I'm gonna write on my Grantland we review. Thought, I thought two episodes. This is ago. a return to form. I thought two <laughs> episodes. I thought two episodes ago was a return to form. I Me thought too. people would love that episode. I didn't hear shit. Yeah. People hated it. I didn't hear shit. Crickets. Nobody like, said shit. Like, Where's Frank? Where's Frank? <laughs> 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 Where's my white knight? What's going on with that new Destiny game? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody 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 cares about the OG fucking like leftovers and shit. Yeah. They We're, weren't there with they us. Want, they want the new yeah. toys. Yeah. This ain't old G OG. Where's Dan Hill? Yeah. <laughs> Straight out of leftovers. <laughs> That's old school. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. You don't uh, care about us. Time for steak and shake and the Emmys for Jake. Guys, how's your ham's beer treating you? Tastes like shit. I drank one. (laughs) Jay, Jay, I'm pissed. Jay, like seriously, Jay buys ham's beer. I know. Normally, he gets me drunk on Killian's. I had eight of these puppies. He's trying to. (laughs) He's going ham on the hams. What's that? I got my Jose Cuervo, Jose Mango Margarita. Simply the best. Yeah. Is that the theme song? Whoa, stop it. Straight from the bottle. Whoa. Yeah, that happened. Better than all the rest. <laughs> you guys have stared at that blinking light. Better than anyone. Anyone I ever met. Why, you're the best. <laughs> all right, all right.
great. I'm pulling the plug on this. Jose <laughs> Cuevas. You are not, sir, you are not the showrunner. Yeah. No, I'm sabotaging What, it. do you think you're the showrunner? No, I'm not the showrunner. I'm the saboteur. Oh, controversial. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 107. Yes, we are the dive bar of podcasting. Yes, we don't give a shit. Yes, yeah. you can leave us a review on iTunes if you want to. It can be a one star. It can be a five star. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a shit care anymore. Either. Yes, we can. I'd rather they leave the reviews on other people's podcasts. Leave though. leave a review for our podcast on somebody else's wall. <laughs> Do that. Do that. And I want you to send me a screenshot yes. of like what you like. Once it's finally posted, once it's finally there, yeah. I want you to send me that screenshot. Okay? Popcultureleftovers at gmail.com and uh, title it. What, 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 was it. what was I having them title it? Fucking, I don't uh, whatever I said. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> 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 and I wanted to sp- I can't believe you can pronounce his name. I did I know, it. That's impressive. I did it. <laughs> Super take, take the training wheels off. <laughs> he did it. All right, guys. Uh, just like, uh, am I going to end it? Yeah. Are we done? Yes, yes. Just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, thank you for your patronage. And thanks for listening. We'll see you little bitches next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see you little motherfuckers oh, next week. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You, know, you know I make you feel good, baby. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, bye. See you. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. It's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's mix it, can erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture, leftovers. Podcasts that are original and good. Have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Good it, toss it, good it, taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it Let's embrace the 
Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture pushovers. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. The band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers